Hey, welcome to Patreon. This is a special episode. We are talking about the Justice League. With me, as always, is my uh, my brother from another mother. You know what, Steve? I really I wanted to tell you that your name that you have here on video is Brumman Fifth Floor, and I get it. I know where you're coming from with yes. that little Martin uh-huh. reference, right? Yeah. I think you should have went with Brother Box for this one. Brother Box? Yeah. You know the Mother brother Box. B- you, you got the Brother oh. Box. No? Box. No? All right, fuck it. You know what? Hey, so we're starting <laughs> off with the bang. I was trying. I was trying off with the bang, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday. It's my day off. What the fuck you expect? Anyway, welcome to the show. <laughs> We're not alone. And I That's promise funny. I won't do any more jokes like that. But uh, with us today is uh, not first time. No, not even close to first time anymore. Kevin McKnight is with us today. What's How are you up? doing, sir? I'm good. Good sir. to see you. How are you? Doing fantastic. Nice to see your face. We're trying the video thing now, and I don't know if that's necessarily good or bad on my side, but uh, you look fantastic, sir. So welcome aboard. I mean, there is a whole lot of good looking on this screen. So, hey, we're. Oh, that's the truth, though, man. Are you related to Brian? 
God McKnight. Damn it. <laughs> Do you know how many Jordan. times I've heard that joke? <laughs> well, really? It seems so original. Uh, <laughs> Brian McKnight. I'm glad that I said that like on Twitter and not on this, but I already made my mistake of the day. So (laughs) moving along, Melissa Sloter, welcome back. How are you? Hello. I'm, I'm well, I'm so excited about this whole project that we're doing. Let's okay. I'm being a hundred percent sincere too. No, that's good. But I wanted to ask you because you had, you had told me originally that you really haven't seen any of the movies outside of what was it? uh, Birds of prey. Yep. And well, I've seen the Aquaman movie, but. Yeah. <laughs> not in a way that counts. Like, I don't know what happens in it. Uh-huh. We don't know um, what happened either. Yeah. So, and I've seen, Whatever. um, <laughs> no, that's it. I think Aquaman and Birds of Prey. Those are the movies in this canon that I have seen. <laughs> okay. That's good. See, because I, I, well, I'll get to it in just a second. I want to talk to everyone else real quick because I, I got this thing and I think I picked the perfect like panel. So I'll get to that in yeah, just wait. a second. We need uh, to get a slaughterhouse next- drop. No, what? We're going to have to make a slaughterhouse drop. Slaughterhouse. Oh, wow. Well, there it is. I'll put it. There you go. All right. Uh, right. (laughs) We got one for Lissy. Super Q. I just did yours first, man. How are you, dude? How you doing? Super Q. I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on here. Just like Melissa, I'm really excited to discuss this film and... I totally got your brother box reference, man. So thank you. I think that that Fuck. should put me above Steve, right? <laughs> <laughs> Technically, on my side, you're below what I can see I here. Still but don't uh, know that's what only that means. visually. You're I totally way lost. up there, bro. I, I, good, I don't know good. what that means. I'm so glad you gave me that mercy, that mercy <laughs> acceptance right there, Q. Thank you. I was feeling bad. I would I would have been in my head about that fucking joke because it was so poor over like the next 20 minutes or so. So thank oh, you. Maybe I, I shouldn't vindicated. have said something then. You know, I don't want no, to. No, 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 no. You, you, brought the, you brought the confidence back up, whether that's good or bad. And then and then I almost I'm gonna try not to forget that you're here because I don't see your lovely face. But Amanda, how are you? I'm wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. It's a beautiful Sunday. Amanda Albers, first time guest to Heroes of Noise. It's been, you know what? I don't know why we waited this long to have you on, but I'm, I'm glad that you're here and welcome. And uh, since we have both of you on, we should probably talk about the pods real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, either of you want to take the uh, role? Let, let us know where you're from. <laughs> Go for it, Quentin. Oh, great. Um, okay, so yes, <laughs> we are, Amanda and I are actually... We do our own podcast called The Real Zodiac, and it's really nice that um, Amanda's on here as well because I'll get to hear what she thought about the movie because I really didn't want to tackle this film on our show because <laughs> I knew that I was going to talk about it on a show, and I wanted to just use all my energy on that. Oh, my gosh. So you're, it's it's nice that you have us both on because, yeah, we're, we're not going to be discussing this on our show, but yeah, we... Uh, we do a film podcast, kind of like these guys. You guys do a lot of news too. We just stick strictly to films. Um, the Zodiac. I mean, I've been on on Heroes of Noise before, so some of you guys might know the gist. But like, we uh, we take a genre and uh, equate it to a Zodiac, and then month to month, we basically just talk about a set of films, whether they're good or bad. Uh, most of the time, you know, the spoiler, they've been pretty good. Um, and then we like to do bonus reels like uh, we we did do Wonder Woman 84. So if you want to know how I feel about DC, um, <laughs> definitely watch I've that seen one. That. I lied. Oh, look, look at that. I've yeah. seen both the Wonder Woman movies. 
Oh boy, yeah. So it's Sunday, right? Like I don't have to. Yeah, no. That's why I'm. I feel like I'm a little. I'm struggling here with just like yeah, giving giving you guys a lowdown. But yeah, the real Zodiac. Check us out on Facebook, um, and then also on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. That's R E E L. Um, as in movie reel. So yeah, I'm done taking the floor. Nice. Oh, see, we're starting to do this video thing. I should have done the whole R E E L. You know how they do that shit, and then they put it. Oh in yeah. The- yeah, I, I'll get there. I'll get there. I don't even like looking at myself on fucking screen. But guys, welcome. Seriously. And then Melissa, just because, you know, got to talk about the pod real quick. Please let us know where you're from. Yeah. So I co-host the Wild Pretty Things podcast, which is um, our tagline sometimes is a podcast about women in danger. So we started out as a Sharp Objects podcast and we recapped the HBO show Sharp Objects. And then we've got kind of a uh, I've been calling it a yarn wall of topics that we can kind of thematically or creatively uh, connect back to that. So we've been doing that for like two years now. So we've got a bunch of stuff over there. Um, And then I'm also working on watching Mad Men for the first time and recording my thoughts about it in public and i'm doing that over at still great bob a madman podcast um and we are about to finish season three which i've heard is pretty exciting because i hear that season four is very good so it's an exciting time over in madman land nope did you watch madman dan no i have oh. well i've seen several episodes but i never watched the whole thing all the way okay through. i i hear i should it's obviously something that I should have done yeah, a long time surprised. ago. But it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you can still watch it and enjoy it, as Melissa has proven so oh, yes. far. It's, it's, but we have it's, a, a thing we have to do first before I get into any other series, Steve. And it's that whole for all mankind thing that we oh. somehow stupidly agreed to. You did that. <laughs> you did that. That was your idea. Oh no, I'm saying you did it for this show. No, I'm saying that we have to watch that. Oh, I was about to say I didn't watch the episode yet. No, no, no. But uh, anyway, that's a whole other. Story oh, and we haven't that. talked about. Uh, Kevin and his podcast. Why are you putting him on the spot? Man? I'm just saying oh, it's I on its we way. Were about to get an announcement. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, no, no. We're we're working out some things though. Okay, I'm All actually right. I'm actually taking steps towards. So you know, it's it's a little bit more sincere than in the past. So hey, work with me. <laughs> there it is. I vote the title should be Day and McKnight. That's dope. Or McKnight and Day. You have to use your name. Sir. I get that. Sir. McKnight moves. Because that's a, you have a dope, I remember even when I, (laughs) you have to use McKnight. It's too cool. Oh, man. Because honestly. McKnight fever. It's something. My name That's it. McKnight fever. Let's be honest about it. (laughs) (laughs) What? I, 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 I need maybe a pseudonym. I don't know. Get there. Don't worry about it, man. There's plenty of time for this shit. You got assholes like us to hang out with and you know, talk anytime you want to on a podcast. But anyway, everyone, welcome. Welcome aboard. I guess it's time to get to this, huh? Because there's right. like a four-hour movie that we got to talk about. And thank you all for uh, persevering. I don't know if everyone's like had to persevere through this one, if this is something that was uh, hell for you to watch or if it's the, <laughs> the best thing you've ever seen. Getting back to what I was saying, I think that we have a, a, a pretty well-rounded panel because if I'm not mistaken, I'll start off with Hudson. Now, you liked the movie. You, you enjoyed it genuinely. Like the first time you watched it, you were thrilled. Justice and League. You were, yeah, and you were happy. Yeah, the, the original, 2017, yes. you were happy to be there. Totally. Couldn't ask for more, right? Yes. All right, all right. Now, Kevin, yes. <laughs> I know you have a different opinion of this movie, <laughs> which is exactly why I wanted you on. So please, we're talking about the original Justice League. Uh, okay. What were your thoughts? 
my thoughts on the original Joss Whedon Justice League. I, first of all, I, I paid to see that movie and I was upset. <laughs> I didn't show it in my face, <laughs> but I felt Dang. it in my heart. <laughs> I was so upset by this movie because I convinced other people to go see this movie with me. And as y'all know, I'm oh, from you were that guy. I'm from Mississippi. My town does not have a movie theater. So we had to go to another town to go see this movie. I felt so bad. I felt so bad. Now, did everyone think the same thing? Like, like when you came out of the movie, everybody was like, oh, that was trash. Every, like you could Crash. see it in everyone's face, but nobody was like saying it out loud because again, it's that sunk cost fallacy. You you put effort into going to see something, and you put money into going to see something. You don't want to yes. immediately be like, "Oh, that was shit," but it was yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't be shy about your opinions, bro. Just it's okay. You can you can okay. speak freely on this show. So I mean, again, like I was saying yeah. about. Well, no, what I was saying is that you you um, you hated it. You thought it was trash. Everyone thought it was trash. But without getting all the way into it, was it more of just a uh, like the way the movie was put together? Was it the acting? Was it everything? What was it exactly? It wasn't. okay. so I have to start by saying that it wasn't the acting for whatever reason. One of like the few things that Zack Snyder was ever able to get right was casting and the acting was perfectly fine. And you could tell that they were doing the most with what they had. But the entire movie felt hacked to hell. It felt like it was created by committee. It felt like it was completely reactionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't argue that at all, actually. Um, but Melissa, you're, I wouldn't say uh, novice to the DC because you have seen some, of, you've seen three of the movies. But mm-hmm. so did you just never have a desire well, okay. So <laughs> I'm a novice to the characters of like Superman and Batman. Cause I've seen the two Wonder Woman movies, even though I pretended I hadn't earlier. And I've seen the Aquaman movie, but it doesn't count because I don't really remember. And I've seen Birds of Prey, which is like one of my top five favorite movies of all time. But none mm-hmm. of those in movies include Batman or Superman. And I've seen the. Christian Bale Batman movies, but I was very young and I didn't watch movies then. So it's like, that feels like it kind of doesn't count. And I had never seen a Superman. So from now until forever, the first Superman I ever saw was Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's awesome. And that might mean something later on. We'll see. Yeah. I've got some opinions. Listen. Yo, Q. What's your story, man? You're the you're the wild. Actually, you and Amanda are the wild cards because I'm not entirely sure where either of you stand on the original movie. So, right. What do you what do you think, brother? Um, I'm I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but I just want to give you a little history of just like DC and me, uh, if that's okay. Of course. Um, (laughs) And so like the the big thing was I love Marvel a lot, but. I have a really strong connection to DC um, because a lot of that is what I grew up with. I grew up with uh, the 70, you know, Superman movie, the 80s bat, or I'm sorry, the um, 89 Batman. I grew up with all those and I loved them, you know, so fast forward to the dark Knight, love that stuff way more than any uh, Marvel movie. 
Um, fast forward to, you know, Man of Steel. I was like, wow, this is really good. You know, I really enjoy it. You know, I, I think that's a really fun movie. Um, it's a little long, but whatever. So I was really pumped for uh, BVS and all that. And then you watch and you're like, oh, okay. All right. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, fast forward to Justice League. Um, first off, the 2017 film, I watched it in theaters with my uh, then – Girlfriend, now wife, and holy cow, I was sitting there just, I was just sitting there like, what is this? How is this a film? You know, like, is this supposed to, like, I thought I was being trolled. I really did. Um, Just because, like, you're expecting this kind of big movie to have, like, everything that I guess the Avengers built up to is just, like, all these really good characters. I mean, they picked fabulous people, you know, as the Flash and Cyborg um, and Aquaman. You know, I was fine with it. You know, we'll get into that later. But, yeah, overall, I'm just going to say that, like, DC has lost me a lot lately. Uh, Birds of Prey was a, you know, sigh of relief. I was like, okay, things are are okay. It's like... It's like I finally grabbed like a little gem out of a dumpster fire and that was Birds of Prey for me. But everything else is just like, oh my gosh, I just, and Amanda knows because we talked about on Wonder Woman uh, 84, like I went on, I don't know, a 15 minute rant on just how DC (laughs) is kind of shit right now with everything. Um, And yeah, a lot of it stems from Justice League. Um, I was just not happy with it at all. So I'll leave it there. Okay. And Matt, <laughs> excuse me, Amanda. Yeah, my history, um, I've watched all these DC movies and kind of echoing a lot of other people. Um, the 2017 movie just left me disappointed. It wasn't great. It wasn't memorable. Definitely wasn't memorable because I couldn't even remember what parts were in this new one and which ones weren't. Well, definitely which ones weren't, I found out. But um yeah, totally was not happy with that one. And I liked the idea of them doing the Snyder Cut and didn't think it was going to happen. But as word got around, you know, word got around for sure. Did it ever. Uh. I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've talked about it before, but it's like, you know, DC, we've had this. uh I love hate relationship, I guess. Actually, I don't even know if it's a love hate. I I've never really been thrilled by any of the DC movies, although I did love Man of Steel. So I guess I was kind of thrilled with that one. I have some some gripes about it. And then, of course, like most people, the BVS thing was just uh, disastrous. Wonder Woman. okay, Wonder Woman 84. Yikes. And then, you know, it leads us to here. Long story short. And uh, without really saying too much about how I feel about this movie just yet, I will say that I think it is a very good choice for them to have gone off track of whatever that was that Joss Whedon tried to do for people that don't know, by the way, the movie came out in 2017 and uh, it was penned. It was going to be, it was directed by Zack Snyder and due to some unfortunate family events, his daughter passing, she uh, it was a suicide. From what I understand, the studio was constantly sending people to be his handlers they were kind of reacting to the reaction to Batman v Superman. And they didn't want another situation like that. So he always had handlers from what he says. And eventually 
after the tragedy, of course, and he stepped down, Joss Whedon came in and the studio was like, yeah, we need to cut this in half because we cannot have a four hour movie. That's, that's from what I understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now they got like, what, nine hours of Justice League? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, there's another 20 minutes that might be, might, may or may not be like floating around there that All we right, might end up seeing guys. shortly. Just Come so on. you're aware. I'm sure Zach is going to take another picture of a film reel that he has like hidden under the floor, John Wick style. Oh, by the way, guys, this is the extra, extra Zack Snydery cut. <laughs> yeah, do you want the ultimate edition? The Zack Snyder <laughs> ultimate edition. <laughs> like selling well, it like got... DLC all the sudden. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you guys hear? They are Every doing year. a Justice is Gray edition where it's going to be all black and white. Bruh, and I love that, that it's black and white saw? and has. Yeah, it kind of seems that way, huh? But <laughs> I like that it's going to be black and white and have Willem Dafoe in it still because that would be dope if he was just like, Hark! of course he won't do that. But um, yeah, but apparently there's like 20 more. If I meet him. <laughs> there's, there's apparently to like around 20 more minutes of footage that they might throw into this. And I have, I mean, you, I'm sure you guys have seen it online or whatever, but there's like those other. I guess they could just be press photos, but like pictures of the Joker that they throw in um, that may yeah. have footage along with them. So, I mean, at this point, when it's like four hours, do you really give a shit about another 20 minutes? I'll, I'll watch it. What the hell? Yes. You know what I mean, I mean yes, right I do. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it's that, like, like watching the Ten Commandments at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch it. And, you know, like it's it's so weird because um, like I – didn't think that four hours really was going to be that much. Whenever they said it was going to be four hours, I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but the, here's the thing. I thought the whole thing was already going to be in black and white because <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I didn't watch a trailer or anything. I was that's just a like, Zack Snyder thing to do. Exactly. Well, the posters that's why. are in black and white. Yeah. And I think and like that's you, what I looked the at. Splash page on HBO max is in black and white. So that makes sense. I'm glad it wasn't to be honest, but. Like, imagine being at Warner Brothers, spending all of this money for all of these special effects, and then Zach's like, hey, I'm going to put it on black and white, too. <laughs> I was kind of of the opinion, it's like, okay, if you want to do that, that's fine. That's your your artistic flex, but give me, like, the full screen in, the, in like, the Blu-ray or something like that. That would be fine. I'd be good with that. But again, it didn't really bother me. The, the real flex was the forewarning. Oh, by the way, this is going to be in four by three. Because this was the director's vision. That's the flicks. It's semi-pretentious as it is, so why not do the black and white version? And why not throw the 20 minutes extra on, you know? Like, why not? Like, this movie, people have been waiting for this forever. And there's there's definitely people that are, like, way more into it than I probably any of us are. But it's, yeah. it's just more, I guess. And Ugh. if I'm saying, you know, I'll say this. I think that so out of all of the movies anyway. that have, you know, that have come out of DC so far, I think that this may be top two or something like that. I think they did something right. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm uh, showing on my cards too soon, but that aspect I think they did, did at something. At first I was right like in the last, how long? No, in the beginning. What do you mean? Like, but if the I'm best you two, two of but if I'm giving all you two out of, are you talking about like the, Steve, the whole, we're not every, doing that. we're not, we're not doing, doing Michael Keaton, Steve. We're not talking <laughs> about fucking Michael Keaton, Steve. <laughs> Better than the dark Knight. Would you do? I mean, would you, would you put this up there with, you're saying of the last decade, this is the top two. I'm saying of the, the if you're including like the, the current DC movies, like uh -huh. this, this version, I don't really know if it's all Snyderverse, but uh, like DCEU. 
Yeah. Like, you know, like basically anything from like uh, Birds of Prey to Suicide Squad, any of that. Wonder Woman, Batman, BVS, all that shit. Not Batman, okay. but BVS. Um, yeah, I would probably say it's, it's, and I'll even include a Shazam in that. I think that uh, maybe top two for me. Oh, be wow. That be means, then I can't wait to hear your review because that means you put it over something that it, I really like. Yeah, that's probably not, that's honestly not shocking. Yeah, I, I not. probably. <laughs> What's well, not shocking that that uh, that I did no. something that Steve disagrees with, or <laughs> that too? No, honestly, honestly, if we're being completely real about it, this was leagues better than I expected it to be. Yeah, I mean, I was prepared to throw some hate down on it just for the sake of like conversation. You know what I mean? I probably in the last how long probably let up and let someone argue me into going. Okay, you're right. But I was ready to play the game all time. Oh, don't worry. There's there's gonna be hate. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) I didn't know. I trust me. There's a reason you're here. Um, No, but that's what I wanted. I wanted people to kind of go back and forth from different angles, and you know. Let's break not break it down like I used to, but like um, like with preacher or something. But let's just kind of break break it down. What do we think about it? And, okay. and we'll go from there. There's really no format to this. We're not going to go scene by scene, part by part, whatever. I just want to know your all thoughts. So, okay. uh, Steve, what do you think, brother? Come on, throw something at me. Uh, for for me, it was a uh, like mind you, I've been going back and forth with uh, with McKnight and Day, or you know about what's going to be happening about this film, and he was not into it i just didn't know because i like justice league i was one of the only few that liked justice league so um turning on this movie i was shocked by the four hours and two minutes i i don't know how i missed that memo but i looked and i was like oh i think i'm gonna start it now what the like i was like (laughs) you weren't prepared (laughs) i immediately turned off hbo max i was like i'll just do this later real quick steve I Real quick, are you really saying? Are you really saying that you didn't know that this was like you had did not no know it was idea. gonna be a four? You just movie. thought it was a normal movie. There were hours getting thrown out on Twitter, like a bunch of different hours, and I was like, when they said we heard it's gonna be four, I was like, stop it! I even I didn't even pay attention anymore. I was like, four, you're, you're silly, and they weren't gooses you're at all. Silly. They weren't silly gooses. They were right. They were totally right. And so <laughs> I had to stop gooses? it because I wasn't primed. And so uh, in watching it. It, it's funny because a while ago, it, this movie reminded me of a situation of my friend. Um, it's not going to seem like it even connected, but it connected for me. Um, my friend, uh, he went to a buddy's of his house and the buddy had shot a squirrel and he cooked the squirrel. And I said, how was the squirrel? And he's like, well, I didn't plan on eating a squirrel, but if I were going to eat one, I'm glad it tasted like this. I'm like, that's what I think about Justice League. Steve, that did, did not want to really watch this. But if I'm going to watch this bull crap, at least it tasted like this. Fine. Bro, I've lived in Mississippi my whole life. I've never heard no shit like that. Yeah. For an <laughs> I think Steve's making it up. I no, know. no. Steve, oh. Who are you hanging out with that's eating squirrel? He's, I, will get, I will say he's in, I can't even say you, tell you the department. Oh, so you, it's, okay. You, you've met him. Um, okay. So, uh, I think I yeah, him. for me, I, I think I'm going to like it the least of everybody. Really? Because yeah, I think I'm gonna like it the least. It's I, I think it was everyone that's saying that this blew the first one out the water. I just was like, really? It just seems like it expand. It just made it longer, and I didn't need a four hour version of this thing. What do you and think? I it's a di- miniseries, Steve. I, I would have done it if Slaughterhouse. If I don't like Slaughterhouse, did I would have done? I would have been. It would have been way more bad. But number one, you already know how I feel about Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. Right on. I had to deal with more right on. Yeah. All right. My man. For another 
three and a half hours. And then the whole shirt taking off. The, like, I was like, okay, this. And then the girl, it's just like, <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, I, but you know, I didn't like Momoa. Now, um, the whole, there's a part, we'll talk about it later. There is a CGI face in this movie that while not as bad as the Superman in Justice League, it is pretty bad, but Kevin kind of uh, clued me in that someone wasn't wasn't able to do reshoots or something like that. We'll talk about it later. But if I don't if if Justice League was a hypothetically if I had it like at a five an average movie, this doesn't blow it away. Like if someone would have said going back in time, could you have dealt with not having this? Absolutely. This was an unnecessary thing, and I don't remember in recent history where. Someone has been get, was given this much money to redo their own movie and make it double as long, and just be like, "Here, we here's a such and such million dollars to just do." He pretty much did a like. Does he have that much power? Like, what are we doing right now? Zack Snyder has the ba- enough power to do this. I was it was just like it was fine. I don't think it's it his power. I think it's mouthy yeah. ass fans. Yeah, people well, have the power, man. There in that in that yeah. I don't feel. We'll talk about that later. I don't feel comfortable with it anyway. Anyway. So I just want to make sure I understand you correctly. Are are you saying that the original, the 2017 cut, the Joss Whedon cut is better than this one? I just want to make sure I'm understanding you correctly. Oh, no. I'm saying if if this one is, like, say if I would have, number one, been prepared for four hours, it might have given another tick up. But like, okay, I'm just going to sit down and enjoy this four-hour situation. Okay. And if the four hours was justified, like... I I will say this. I understand people that hate this movie. Because I don't hate this movie. But I understand people who hate this movie way more than I understand people that are just like, this is the second coming. Those people, I am lost. I'm like, have you not seen a movie in five years? Is this is this the first movie you've seen in the last five years? Because they are losing it over this movie. I understand the people that hate it way more. Even though I didn't hate it. Way more than the people who are just like, oh my god. Aquaman, Batman, Superman oh, in the same screen. That no matter what it was. That's so weird to me. Like, I don't really understand people who spend time like hating a movie. Like, if you hate it, then like don't next, right? Have it in your life. But I get but I get their feeling. Watching this movie, I get how okay, they that's hated fair. It. Like I guess yeah. I get their feeling. I do not get their Twitter persona, but oh, that's a whole me. different But that's what other. they do. Their desire to like throw everybody down to their like Seriously. level of hating it you know like that's yeah, I, I understand like when they jump into other people's conversation i'm like how about just i never want to dog someone for i love the fact that people enjoy things i let them enjoy things yeah and, and i just rarely hate things so that just doesn't like click for me well i don't you know, know how i hate all hate. sorts of things <laughs> you're, you're like a 90 year old in your skin now like these youngins on my lawn but, i hate uh, a bunch of things too real. i was specifically talking about like tv and movies <laughs> before i get a reputation for being like a very happy person <laughs> well we don't want that we all love to hate shit it's it's kind of fun you know what i mean because it does spark conversation when you have strong feelings about something it sparks conversation and, and it, you know it gets us in places like this but and I'm not hating on the fact that some people are like a really, really passionate about their dislike for this movie. Yeah. But I've seen some posts and I've seen some tweets of people that I would be like, well, you don't normally go that hard for something. And, and it's like, Jesus Christ, did this, where did this movie touch you? Or, you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> yeah. there's some serious yeah. fucking like hatred going on for this one. So it, it, it fascinates me though. 
how like passionate people are about this one. Even people that were just kind of middle of the road about it, they're you know, and they're but they knew what was up either on either side. They knew there was a Snyder cut coming. They knew there was the the, the Whedon cut. They're throwing their opinions in now for this. And yes, it's topical. And yes, it's a big premiere on HBO Max and everything like that. But um, I don't know. I think in the end, I think this movie's done more than it actually set out to do. I think that um, I think I personally think that Snyder did the right thing, got this movie going. Yes, it took a lot of fanboys, at, you know, to make Annoying this happen. Hell, dude. And what'd you say? I said they're the worst. You know, but they got shit done. Well, they also Whether did some you, like damage to people, so I don't want to give them like too much. Credit. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying congratulations, fanboys. I'm just yeah. saying that whatever well, it is, they got shit big done. Part mm-hmm. they're a big part of why there's such passion or hatred behind this movie. It's it's oh god, I I forget where the line is from, but. Oh, it's Rick and Morty. Uh, <laughs> it's a Rick nice. and Morty line where Morty pretty much says, when you're being an asshole, it doesn't matter how right you are. Nobody wants to give you a, the satisfaction. So when these people have spent so much time being assholes, there is a, an investment in making them wrong. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's totally true. I know that the release of Snyder Cut people did a bunch of good for people too. There's like two mm-hmm. factions of that fandom. So I don't want to just say true. like this they were true. bad and they hurt people when I know that other people in that community did good for people too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. They did a lot of good, especially especially for suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. They made that their cause and that's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. That's massive. That's massive. I, I can't I really can't wait to hear uh, after obviously after everybody gives their thoughts. Um, I just have been hearing today as I was browsing Twitter where everyone was like, uh, Fisher made his amazing acting in this movie and he was the star of this movie. I have, I can't wait to hear y'all's thoughts on that. Cause that's, an, yeah, I can't wait I to talk not, about that. I did not know yeah. that was a thing I got until thoughts. this very day. I do I think, not to spoil thoughts, yeah. but like, this is the type of movie where you're like, who's the main character? Like, is there any, <laughs> who gets character development in a movie like this? And I I think it's Ray Fisher's character. So he might be the main character of this movie. Interesting. Yeah. He and the Flash a little bit. Ooh, yes. I can't. Yeah, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of the main characters that they introduced, Ray Fisher really got the most development. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's very interesting how many people of color got snatched out of mm-hmm. this movie when Joss Whedon was in charge. Like it's Joss Whedon's a garbage person. Yeah, yeah, and all of Wonder Woman scenes got cut down. Yeah, except for yeah. the ones of her uh, body parts. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I, I will yeah. die on the hill that while people criticize Zack Snyder for not understanding characters. Strangely, he is very good at writing Wonder Woman. I really, I would agree with that. I liked Wonder Woman's characterization in this movie a lot. He and Patty Jenkins worked together. Yeah. Oh, did he? The first Wonder Woman solo movie Mm -hmm. was him and Patty Jenkins. And he really kind of balanced her out, it feels like, after seeing Wonder Woman 84. (laughs) Imagine if- You know what? That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead, Dan. I forgot. You're giving your review. What's that? You were giving your review of this. No, no, no. I'm just, just, we're just talking right now, man. Like, I, I mean, at some point we got to jump into it. So it's like, we're just going to like, feel free to just speak freely at this point. You know, like I, I've I, just got points that 
things I think about the movie that really don't go into like spoilers or anything like that. Um, I can certainly start with that. Uh, but was anyone else talking? I didn't want to like start like cut over anybody's words before I start. I do want to say something about the yes, please. the main character type deal. I think I will give Zack Snyder, even though at first I thought it was very pretentious. Um, and that, that word's probably going to be said a lot when we <laughs> talk yeah. about like just kind of like certain <laughs> yeah. things. But I think that the way he did those chapters or what are they, what are they like technically called in those? Parts. 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 I think every part that he did made a new main character. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to get kind of into that. But like part one was definitely Batman's like story. And I think they did such a good job with just like, I guess, making these definitive parts because I don't know. I was really for it. Like I was really liking that they did the parts thing. And I mean, I'd love to hear what you guys think on like um, the different parts, just like in terms of what was your favorite, because I have a favorite and I can't wait to talk about it. But like, cause like that was um, one of the parts was the one that I did the most research on. I think I've ever done on any DC film. And it was just one part of this film. And it also like bumped it up for me from like, what am I watching to like, I see what you're doing and you're getting me hyped. And that is very hard to do because it seems like I haven't been hyped for like a DC DC film since probably BVS, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we'll get into it. But I just really think that they did a good job of like passing the torch within the film of giving you like the main characters and all. But yeah, Wonder Woman definitely got shorts like shafted through this film. Oh, um, but I think they gave her a really big part in the... Uh, uh, um, the like the war, the age of heroes type mm-hmm. thing, and I think that like that that did enough for me because you know she's out of everybody. I think isn't she the only one with two movies on her own? Yeah. You know? So I'm kind of I think I'm kind of gonna disagree that she got short shafted. It's just this movie didn't have as much heavy lifting to do with her characterization. We already know her, so right. We so she was just allowed to just like live as a fully formed character that we already know and understand. So she we just get to see her living her life. So when you're watching a four hour movie and all the other characters need origin stories and motivations and you know all this stuff, she just gets to be like the one that's already in the present. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah, it, when it comes to like character development, she got short shafted, but like I don't need her to develop further. We've seen two movies. Like I want her to be in a good place where she is just like successfully living her life and like not having to work through more trauma. <laughs> and to like kind of go off of what you're saying, her movie was technically like a couple months before this one, you know, like if mm-hmm. you're, you know, saying just in terms of like when this film should have been released and everything was going to be in 2017. Um but also, I just want to say, I think she probably had some of the most pinnacle scenes. But we'll get to that, too. Yeah. But that's all I wanted to really say. I just think we should just start talking about it. But to okay. answer uh, what you were saying, Quentin, about you know how we talk about it in parts or whatever, I sort of took my notes, obviously, by watching the movie and going part to part. They're not breakdowns. But if we want, we certainly could just go part to part and just give our thoughts on it quickly and move along. And everyone's cool with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Bacon. All right. So- cool. 
I took 18 pages of notes the first time Fuck. through this movie. <laughs> Does that sound familiar, Steve? Oh, and, um, my good memories. So by my second watch, uh, the notes are down to eight. But I took Fuck. notes on... <laughs> I took notes Can't both wait. times. Um, Can't wait. But this whole process was just like... When Dan asked me if I wanted to be on this episode, I'm like, yeah. And as he already told you, I was like, I have to warn you. I don't, I'm not in this canon. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know anything about these characters. So I didn't, I don't, I was like, I can't commit to watching like three more movies and also a four hour movie. So, yeah. you know, you just get to decide if you want me as I currently am to come on. And he said, yes, which is great. And then I had so much fun with this, like, intellectual exercise of being like can i just watch this like climactic movie in the middle of an alleged series and just see if it works and the first time i watched it like i said like 18 pages of notes i was pausing after every chapter to like regroup i was enjoying the movie but i felt like i was like really really like working for it in a way that i don't have to with i mean the only analog is marvel and i i've seen all those movies several times it's just like ingrained um so i think that some of this movie was kind of lost on me the first time through and like i think some of it is still kind of lost on me because i don't have like any other context um but like it was so fun like this was like the good kind of homework that like i love so it's awesome it's yeah. awesome that's oh, why you're awesome. always awesome yeah. to have on. I'm serious. Like you just do, you go and do the work, man. And I really, you appreciate and Dan that. are like, seriously, you guys are related. Could you imagine if we both did a show, Steve, like the amount of notes, like if we did a breakdown show between the two of us, how oh, like dude. there'd be like, dude. like there's 45 pages of notes. Y'all would, have like of eight, notes. y'all would have like a 15 page note on like Tori Kelly's nationwide commercial. Like you notice how she first <laughs> comes on the screen. Is that a normal <laughs> I still have some of the like the Google Docs from the word. I sh- really should yeah. just put those up. Oh, on these I can everything to see like that. How yeah. fucking crazy. It was ridiculous. But anyway. All right. All right. Zack Snyder's Justice League, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about part one. Let's just break it down that way. Um, we just free for all. We're not going to go do, okay. you know, it's not literally a round table. So feel free to just speak whenever you want to. But I'll just say right off the bat. I just I enjoyed not bad. What's that? <laughs> you just said right off the bat. No pun intended. You got me. Oh, snap. I know, right? We're, we're slipping. <laughs> Give me a minute. We're slipping. I know. Nice, I'm you. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have an excuse, Steve. I'm like, the old I'm guy just, here. I don't know what your excuse is. That's really good. But uh, I will say right off, the, right off the, the bat that I so much enjoyed, like, like the beginning of this in comparison to the Justice League was so much better because, yes, we had the whole, you know, the uh, the fake, the uh, removal, digital removal of the mustache and all that stuff. And just, I mean, and I think that if you're, you're going to do a movie and that's just not what you start with. Do you know what I'm saying? Because there was already all the talk about how, what happened with Zack Snyder, how Joss Whedon took over and everything. But then you start off with something like that. I think that that was an instant setup for people to be disappointed and it obviously was so it was nice to have like you know the first thing we see is like this new by the way it's all spoilers ladies and gentlemen so if you don't if you haven't seen this movie i don't know what the fuck you're doing listening to this but to see you know the death of superman and the way that they did that i thought it was really cool versus just like this i don't know what the hell that was because i think the word frankenstein might come up a lot in this but that was completely frankenstein that entire movie and i really i just think this one flows so much better you know and like 
can can I can I just say that I think that starting Joss Whedon's Justice League with that close up of Superman's awkward face that yeah. almost felt like a fuck you. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you? Why do you start a movie off like that? You know, like put your best foot forward, and and this is like this is what you're <laughs> getting. So it's only going to be either this or less going for. You know, I, I just don't know why they chose to do that particular scene, but it, it was just really nice to see this like this the end of like an epic battle and how Superman, like, I just think that they, it was really cool how they tied his screams of dying into the activation of the mother box. I just think that mm-hmm. was like a fantastic was, yeah. change in comparison to what we had before. I guess I we'll save it, it for later, but I'm mad that they end up like explaining that later because the explanation of like why the mother boxes woke up when they did makes no goddamn sense to me. And I feel like it's told really well visually at the beginning. So I'm like, why would you muddy these waters? Like just let people fight about it in the comments. Yeah. Like they can figure it out. Like also I didn't know that Superman was dead. So <laughs> we started this movie and I was like, Oh, what the surprise fuck is going on. Is this foreshadowing? Is this a flashback? Is this a nightmare? Like what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> I think that either way, like I personally, I don't know. I'm mixed on the explanation. It's I was always gonna be like, well, why why did his scream wake them up? But at the same time, it's even like an though energy they explained it, it's like version of like Superman dying. No, no, no! Don't write their movie for them. <laughs> no, just, just his, but his that's what it looked like. Up the oh wait, what's that one, Amanda? I said, like, his death in general woke up the boxes. It wasn't the scream. It was because the boxes never woke because Superman was on Earth and alive. So it was his actual death that the boxes then sensed that there was not a protective energy that could defeat them. Yeah, yeah the ultimate I'm mad threat that was they gone. said the boxes were afraid of him. I hate that explanation so much. I thought that was dope. I'm sorry, proto molecule does not have feelings. Oh boy! Never mind. If you watch the events, you get that. <laughs> but, but Melissa, this is all like this is a like the the boxes are a sort of energy that has like it's unidentified. So I mean, then you don't know if it has feelings. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like how 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 do they know to be able to like say this is how the box feels? You know, like it, they're going off of nothing. You know, it no. Just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but. Like, since we're going ahead and doing this part, like, let's skip ahead a little bit. I hate that explanation because you have an entire 5,000 years of no Superman. Right, exactly. No Superman whatsoever. So <laughs> why didn't the mother boxes pop up then? It makes no sense to me. Like, I just, in my little headcanon, the death of Superman was like a dying star. So it released energy that the boxes were like, oh, I'm feeling this. What's going on here? I am awoken because I have been charged up by like Superman death power. <laughs> that could work. I like that. Superman yeah, I like that. death power. I yeah. I love that. Oh yeah, that works. But again, you're writing their movie for them. <laughs> I think I might need to call the episode Superman death power just for the record. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, please. please. Here's what, I think the part that made me laugh a lot when I was watching it, uh, when I thought about it, is when they said, "Hey, we got to hide the boxes." So. You know, the Amazons have this amazing thing that they put the boxes in. And then the other people have this amazing contraption. And then humans are like, put it in the ground. (laughs) I'm like, that ain't ain't dope. 
Human's only idea. Cyborg does it too, bro. Cyborg does it too. He buries it in like a three foot hole, and it's on like on his what? own grave. You weirdo, <laughs> go to therapy. I was like, dude, what are we doing right? Everybody else had this amazing <laughs> thing, and the humans looked at each other like, look, G, we got a shovel and dirt. Let's just hope <laughs> that they don't know how to dig. You know how they do six feet under? We're going to do like eight feet under. Basically, it's like the first version of a landfill that they did. They just decided to go ahead and bury this fucking yes. box. If I, was a, if I was the side, I would have been like, I know which box I'm going after first. No question. I don't even have to guess where they hit it. I'll find Bro, it. Bro, Darkseid could do a hard enough elbow drop and raise the ground and find that bitch. Like He forgot that Earth was the the world that defeated him like boy how you forget like <laughs> i didn't know why you were this like, right we're already how doing this get, how did it get lost it's the only time you ever lost you're going to forget about that you've been looking for the anti life equation for thousands of years thousands of years you've looked for the anti life you find it and you forget what <laughs> you don't you do not hold a grudge well my dude like, that is so real i didn't think about that that's funny. I mean, the visualization of like the whole anti-life thing, like that's extra, but it was cool. Yes. And the second time through the movie, I was like, oh, if he feels the stones, they give him visions. I get it. Like I, you know, the first time I was like, what the, f- where, <laughs> where are we? <laughs> I thought that the first time through. <laughs> that is so interesting. I never even thought about that. <laughs> that's true why would you forget something like that and be like i found the people well, that yeah, beat because you and he's like oh yeah steppenwolf Dude. is like thousands of years ago when dark side tried to he was demolished and dark side is basically like i was there you don't have to tell me and it's like well obviously you weren't or you that's would remember so, you would remember that is real bro you left your mother boxes there you left your <laughs> mother boxes there how are you okay. gonna tell me yeah. that you don't remember where you left them he was high that day or Darkseid was just setting him up for failure. Now that, that's a Ooh. thing. Ooh. He's, he's a petty bitch. He stepped on his head. Dude, that was right? so Yeah, and he, you know what? I mean, I, obviously <laughs> we're going way into the, the movie, but you're kind of right about that because he, he stepped on his fucking head and he watched all that shit go down as they were taking out Steppenwolf. Like, mm-hmm. he was just sitting there watching it. He might as well have done the, the Michael Jackson gif with the popcorn. He was... Well, he's just sitting there with... Decide and Elizabeth Warren just chilling. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a glorified FaceTime call. It really was. Granny goodness (laughs) looks like like, Elizabeth Warren. (laughs) I literally was like, why he has a human? They were placing bets in the background. (laughs) (laughs) You get bored being an interdimensional, you know, like badass. So you gotta, you gotta, gotta watch the underlings kill the kicks somehow. If I did forget where I left the mother boxes, when I'm FaceTiming a buddy, I'd be like, hey, that's the place. <laughs> and he still didn't put it together. He's like, I don't know where I left it. He's seen a lot of worlds, man. Lots of worlds. Right, right. 50,000 or whatever. It would have been so easy to avoid this if when they told the little story about the first Age of Heroes, if it was like, and then Earth defeated Darkseid. It's the only person to ever do it ever. And they also wiped his memory. 
oh, magic. That's true. Well, like you could just like, say that. You're saying there's so much so exposition true. in this movie. Like, well, no. it's comics canon that Darkseid always has avatars go to different worlds and different universes. So they could easily have just been like, this was just one of his avatars, mm. and they don't remember uh, this planet because blah blah blah. You know, it's just so easy. Well, and it's like they could have lost and died. So it's like, oh, he sent his little minion and didn't keep That's track real. of like the logistics tracker of the locations for his little minions and then when they died and lost it was just like oh i don't know where that happened but it's not that, that. Is so true that's true that's true i think Zack snyder was playing on people not even thinking about that that's stupid dude <laughs> yeah. why would you think that <laughs> why would you because there's that's the only explanation is he doesn't Zack think snyder and think matt shackman need to have a conversation about fandom because <laughs> They do not get it. I mean, okay, your fandom got you a hundred million. You think they're not going to? Then again, a lot of people. It doesn't seem like are bringing. I had not thought about it until y'all brought it up right now. How could he forget where he got his monkey tail work? Ow! The one time you get beat. Also, that beating was dope. Like that. Oh, yeah. That dude yeah. jumping high and then axing him. I was like, oh, that's a scene. Oh, ladies, and gentlemen. I love that because then when he tries, when Steppenwolf later tries to. Axe whoever Superman's like tink not today. That was, was dope. Like, oh, remember not when impressed. Dark not impressed. Remember that happened? Yes. <laughs> he was like not impressed. Nice callback. That yeah. Was, I didn't even think about that callback. That's true. This is what you get for watching the movie two times. <laughs> you are so right. And how he's just, just like not this. impressed. Right. I, I'm gonna say this, and this is kind of skipping forward a little bit, so I apologize. Uh -huh. But Superman in this film was my favorite Superman throughout the whole DCEU. Oh, That's wow. so interesting. I was going to ask about that because I feel like Superman is a prop in this movie. Like, who are you, Superman? I, I mean, don't know think you. about it. Like, do you he have a personality? A do you have goals, dreams? You, have you seen the original like, Justice League, Melissa? Watch yeah. that shit and think what like yeah. there's such an improvement to what they've done. Well, I'm sure I know there's like Superman movies I could watch, but my question was going to be like, is Superman always this kind of like blank sheet character, like or Yo, oh, that's very cavity. Somehow after, let's be honest. Somehow after coming back from the dead, he's less angsty than he was in the last two movies. Mm -hmm. Took a nap. Exactly. <laughs> he took a nap. Calm down a little bit. <laughs> that usually works for me. <laughs> also, can I get the explanation? I know someone, especially, I mean, Slaughterhouse watched it twice. Well, then again, Danathan Two and a half. Eight times. Um, why did he not have his memory when he came back from the dead? I think... There's there, not yeah. really an explanation for that. I don't why know. didn't they, like, check to make sure he wasn't still going to be trying to kill them when he came back? Like, it's That's so, I'm like, like, you just, why? you were in public, sir, and you just popped off on everybody, and they're just like, all right, Superman, see you later. And I'm like, what? I don't know. Like, I thought about that, too. And it's yeah. like, well, dude's been dead for probably, what, I assume, what, two months, something like that, maybe a year. I don't know exactly how long that they had mm -hmm. Superman being dead for, but dude just woke up. So, you know, he, he, he flies to his, the spot where he dies. You know, as a kind of like how they say in movies, like zombies will go someplace that's familiar, you know, or they'll have certain things that they're drawn to. I know it's, mm. this is not a zombie movie, but I'm just kind of it kind of is. It is a zombie movie. It kind of is. It yeah. kind of is. <laughs> Superman zombie. Yeah, I, I guess like so. That. I kind of like that angle, actually. But, you know, um, <laughs> I think that's what I took from it. Like he, he there was something that was familiar that he went to and then he was kind of 
the way I took it is when they all land and they're like looking at him and they're trying to, okay, is this dude going to pop off right now or what's going on? He's doing the same thing to them. Like, okay, he's trying to familiarize himself with who he sees. He didn't just instantly react. He was more just like checking them out, scanning them again, probably, you know, probably trying to like fire the memory back up again. And then ultimately without the whole explanation of the battle that ensues afterwards, Lois comes in. That's a, again, like one of the most familiar things to him. And that's what kind of calms him back down. And then he takes off again to figure shit out. Well, see, my thing is from here on then, no movie after this with him in it should have America or anyone else trusting him. After that scene, he was so dangerous to just regular people. No one should trust Superman anymore. If they go right back to trusting him, well, then this movie's for nothing then because he was a madman. It's already been established, though, that the government doesn't really, they they see him as more of a threat. Yes, they try to keep him on on their side, but I mean, if you, even if you go into like different shows, I know this is not what we're talking about, different shows, but like take Superman and Lois, for instance, like they're, they're always monitoring Superman. But now it shouldn't be a question. There should be no let's partner. It should be he's a dangerous weapon. We need to call it a day because that whole scene, I was like, oh, it's even worse than I remember unless he added some to this scene. I was like, oh, Superman's a madman. He woke up a crazy person. I think that we should roll it back just a little bit before I make a couple, like, just terrible Martian Manhunter <laughs> jokes. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I have two things. One of them Superman okay. related and one of them's Martian Manhunter related, and they're both things that I am confused about. So, okay. at one point, Batman says, or they're like, <clears throat> Batman's talking to Wonder Woman, and, okay, side note before my other side note. Am I supposed to be shipping Batman and Wonder Woman because they touch hands in this movie? I believe there is a little bit of unspoken so sexual tension. Okay. Also, there's a look between Batman and Aquaman at one point, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that would be that. interesting. They're making some deep eye contact. That would be interesting. Deep eye contact during violence. We all know that that is. Uh, so, is so is Flash <laughs> and Cyborg, though. <laughs> You know? <laughs> oh yeah like when they're when they're like doing their their superhero pose at the end of the film uh like close to the end um you know flash is looking at at cyborg like this yeah when he said he i'm totally always is. dressed and he like took his little sweater they're, off they're, I was they're like, just they're just friends you i think i think they uh i'm just kidding that's gonna be the I next edition that. of the snyder cut where it's just everyone it's what happens after they win you know what i mean they go and work that shit the out. Snyder uncut. Yeah. Snyder cut. The so shit. Gonna, like, uncut. Yeah, I like the uncut. Yeah. Ron, I'm going to take my Ezra Miller and leave. <laughs> oh, that's your boy. I forgot that shit. Yeah, show. he's he's still too young. You might want to take him out. <laughs> he's also maybe problematic. Like, he might not act right. Anyway. That That is my problematic bay. I will hear no slander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is a very cute boy. I will say that. Um... The thing that I was originally going to talk about, so when Batman and Wonder Woman are having a conversation, she says, like, Lois is the key to Batman's heart. Every heart has one. Aw, cute. And then Batman's like, no, it's not that. It's something else. And it never comes back. It comes back at the very end. It does come back at the very end. And I have this. (laughs) Explain. Like, we'll get. I want to get to that because I have, like, some stuff I definitely think if you guys haven't done all the research or whatever, um, there's a lot that goes with it that <laughs> I was really interested about. Like, 
Like I'm I said. so interested. So we can do that later in this episode, or you Please. and we can well, it, talk about that. It, di- <laughs> it dives into the epilogue, and so yeah. I was going to wait till the end with that, and then okay. Well, the epilogue confuses I'm, me too. I'm putting it. I'm putting my tinfoil hat on at, during that epilogue, but we'll kind of. <laughs> hey, just so you know, like honestly, if it's something that you want to get out that you, you feel is important, I don't care if we jump around. I'm not going to like just structure this. I was thinking it would be a good idea to kind of work our way down the parts, but if you have something to say. I, I feel that way too. I want to work down yeah. the parts because I feel like that epilogue is it. Sh- it needs to be saved till the end. Okay, because I think <laughs> it'll like really, really help with the structure of just the conversation. Um, what we plan on, you know, like after Justice League, if we ever get anything. So that that's all I wanted to say. But yeah, so there's definitely more with it, Melissa, and I cannot wait to hopefully blow your mind or you know just make you think what the fuck. So. I, I do have a question for the panel. Um, I want to know y'all's thoughts on the bank robbery with uh, I hate Wonder it. Woman. Oh, wow. I loved it. I, I was fine with it. can no longer <laughs> watch children be threatened to be mowed down by any type of gun. Like, it just makes me yeah. yeah. sick. Like, I just, and the thing is, is like, that's a ground level villain. So just like, don't attack children with guns. Like, I just, I can't stomach it and it feels like super gratuitous and honestly like kind of cruel in like the actual like reality that we're living in when this is mm-hmm. just like a showcase for Wonder Woman's talents to also make me have the fear of like children being straight up massacred for like no reason <laughs> other than just to show off Wonder Woman like there's a lot of other things you could do like that could have been an attack at like this is going to sound so callous and I apologize, but it's like if she was saving the day at like a military base where somebody went rogue and she's like protecting grown men, like I do not have like a pit in my stomach about watching that. But when it's yeah, like bro. kids, I'm like, why are you going to do me like this? It's the first hour <laughs> of the movie. Like, so I just, it just fe- felt unnecessarily like Wonder Woman. Awesome. Badass. I love to see all of the things that she can do. But when you make it in that context, it's not as fun. Cause I'm like, I just was like sweating. Well, in regards <laughs> yeah. to that scene, and I, this is where like I want some people's opinions because they clearly Zack Snyder was like, okay, I see what Whedon did, and Whedon vice versa said the same thing, and they changed things. They took the same scene, or at least a very close to the same scene, and they just changed it subtly. Did anyone think that um, I should have probably just gone back and compared, but I didn't. In regards to the scene with the kids, was there more footage of the ki- the children? in this one than there was in the other one. In other words, creating more of a threat. It seemed that way to me, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Cause like the whole part where he's about to mow everyone down and she does the, the, the run through, it seemed like there was more children this time. Like their, their threat is already thwarted. Mm-hmm. She threw their briefcase up into the air, which is fucking awesome. Um, and then he's like, well, I can't do my big master plan. I'm just going to kill a bunch of kids. Like well, that whole scene, like the, the fight choreography was completely different from, the wean mm-hmm. cut so yeah there a lot were, more blood too that was that was one of those scenes that was really sliced and diced we got a rated r film they gave us what i think it was like three f-bombs i was a little surprised about the f-bombs you know what i mean damn uh-huh. i only caught yeah. one there uh, i, I there, i'm yeah, pretty there sure i counted through yeah there's one in the beginning one in the end i don't know where the third one was my favorite one's the one in the end actually i mean if you're gonna if you're going to use oh, it oh, I, yeah. that's where yeah. i'm like because mm. Well, in, in in that scene, yeah. Yeah. I know where they should have used one. 
Do you think that they were like gratuitous with it? Like, do you think that they should, because it's a rated R movie, do you think that they, that, um, oh, I don't know why I'm talking. We can talk spoilers. When Batman says it and the way that he says it is dope. I'm going to save the line for when we get to the epilogue. But like, do you think they did that as just like, um, oh, it's rated R. We might as well throw one in. Do you think they're trying to darken his character? Which I personally think that they are trying to do that. Uh, I'm really hoping that this might Mm. jumpstart this. I'll just say it. I think that this should jumpstart the Snyderverse again and give him back what he was working on because it's just so much better than, than the, what we saw before in 2017, you know, but I am curious about that. Do you think that that was just done for the sense of just kind of making it edgy and because we have, the, you know, we rated our movie, we can do that now. Or do you think they did that as like to add a little bit more substance to the, to the character of Batman substance? I don't think yeah, it was man. just thrown in there. I think it was all of the above. I think they they took advantage of what they could, and it worked for me. You know, I'm I'm just gonna say this right now: Batman in this film. I mean, I I I think Ben Affleck's Batman is my favorite iteration of Batman um, to date. I mean, you know, reserved for Robert Pattinson, we'll see. But like, I'm with you, by the way. Yeah, Ben Affleck was the like best part of bvs and he's the best part of the joss whedon um justice league and i mean i'm gonna say to me he is the best version of batman that i've seen in the movie sense you know i mean obviously say what you will kevin conroy is 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 batman to me but like um ben affleck just with everything that he was given especially in this film I'm with it. I'm with him throughout this whole journey. Like he is one of the best parts for me. He's my favorite Bruce Wayne. Oh, interesting. Batman, like Ben Affleck plays a very good getting too old for this shit, Batman. That's like Ben Affleck's whole thing right now. And I love when people's like real personality is in their characters. (laughs) Because Ben Affleck as a whole person is done. Yeah, he's finished with everything. I'll be like, don't everywhere he's at the beach. I'm done with this beach. I hate it. At his front door, I'm done with this house. I'm like, oh, you're done with smoking, and he's done smoke. Like I'm done done smoking. He's just so over everything. Yeah, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't hang with him because I'd be like, he's done with me right now for sure. (laughs) (laughs) We we just showed up. We just showed up. I took a sip of my mimosa, and you're already looking at your watch. I mean, fuck. Yeah, you're done. Hey, it's nice to but meet I- you. <laughs> oh. I'm done. I'm and it's, it's interesting, because I would say that my favorite my favorite Batman now is Ben Affleck. My favorite Bruce, Bruce Wayne is uh, Michael Keaton. That's changed opinion for you, right? Yes, because before I still hung on to... I mean, they're still my favorite Joker, still Jack Nicholson. But my favorite Bruce Wayne is still Michael Keaton. Batman is, is Ben Affleck. But... Michael Keaton was just a knack. It looked like he was Bruce. And also, the Bruce Wayne that Ben Affleck does, It every time I hear the line, I hate him. Because when he's like, what's your superpower? I'm rich. It hits me worse today than it did before. I hate it. I liked it. Oh, I love that. I love it, too. I love it, too. I actually really like that. I like that shit. <laughs> It's so, it's like kind of snarky because it's like. It is snarky. Legitimately, that's true. Like, (laughs) it's a fact. Would you have preferred him say white privilege? (laughs) 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 I can't. Now, now, Michael Keaton could have pulled it off. That's kind of Bruce Wayne. He's a fucking rich. No, but. 
Playboy. You know what it's I mean? A, like that's yeah. Dan, it's, I'm gonna take it a step further. It's a callous yes. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he's like fuck it. I'm rich. You there know? we go. But the, like done. Michael Keaton, he would have made a joke. He's just done acting like he is personally special or super. He's like, it's yeah, the money. You know, and behavior like yeah. that is completely be- acceptable if you're talking about somebody like, say, Tony Stark. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's Tony, you know? But for him, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, Batman's yeah, got a whole totally. other thing. Or Bruce has got a whole other thing cooler. going on where, yeah. yeah, I mean, we're not going to get into the, the canon of it well, too much anyway. But, like, I mean, even, like, even in this one, there's still, he's still, like, fucked up over his parents. That's the first thing. It always will be the Bruce Wayne way. Is that you just completely fucked up over your oh, parents? Oh, see, and I didn't. Re- well, I mean, I knew that, but I thought that he was just fucked over, fucked up over the fact that he accidentally got Superman killed. Ooh, that's a little Whoops. bit too. That's a nice little detail to not overlook. Let's talk about the fact that he accidentally got Superman killed, and then let Superman's mama go into foreclosure. What? <laughs> <laughs> That that's so also real. a good point, and that makes like, you that know more. Somehow he caught wind. That like takes my enjoyment down a little bit when he's like, "I bought the bank I bought because the, bank. the first time another like, douchey thing baller." Ugh. But now that I'm like, "You could have bought that bank." Yeah, it was clearly on your radar, Bruce, that she was having financial problems. You let it happen. You're like, oh, "You know what? I'll go ahead and yeah. give her a bone. I'll save it." I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt because you know, think about like. You kill an alien being that was literally the only threat to these mother boxes, you know, and you're just sitting there. You're like, I'm going to go in hibernation just for a little while. You know, like I felt like he just he wanted to not exist for a while. That's fair. If you humanize the character, that's actually kind of fair. It's like these dudes all need to have a rest at some point. I just want to fucking shut the phone off. And yeah, but normally when you kill someone's son. The first thing little, you're you might feel about. some guilt. Well, he took care, taking he took care, care of their peril. Batman you know? killed Superman. Uh, well, I'm saying when you were no. in, you accidentally no, no, had no, no, something no, no, to do no. with the death of. Like, even if I was tangentially, accidentally, oops, I was involved. I know that he like puts it on himself. I didn't like. He didn't actually like kill Superman. Did he? Batman is responsible for the circumstances that led to Superman's death. He feels responsible. Very much so. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Okay. Melissa, you, I guess you just need to watch the three-hour Snyder cut of BVS. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot there is one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Homework begets homework begets homework. <laughs> Real quick, Melissa, as, as much as I don't really care for that movie, I think that you've now got yourself into a situation where you might want to go back and watch it. I mean, trust me, you, you've you seen worse movies. Like, I'll tell you that, but it's a task. I thought that the, I think that the Batman, the Batfleck and the Henry Cavill Superman are like cool enough vibes that I'm like, I'll watch those movies. Like, even though I, people don't love them, you know, I, I like the characters enough that I, like, I would watch the movies now. So that'll probably happen eventually. Oh, yeah. yeah again, good. the best decision made has been the casting in all of those movies. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah. I can't, I can't agree with hate on Aquaman. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll do some of that myself. It's, it's yeah, I'm going to hate on Aquaman. We're going <laughs> to get to that. Isn't Aquaman, I feel like it's good casting because Aquaman is a douche. We're going to get there, yeah, for sure. He is a freaking douche. But, oh, he is. Ugh. But I have something to say. Okay. Um, you know how I feel about Aquaman. I just cannot stand that movie. And uh, more so, I can't really stand Arthur Curry in that movie. But. That's such a weird name for a fish. Right? How where do you get Arthur? Well, I guess this is a, you know, that's that's the other half, but I think that um 
I, I got to say it, man. I, I actually think that Momoa works very well in this movie. Like, I like Momoa in this one. I don't know what it is about Aquaman, but in this one, his lines are better. You know, he still says, my man, and all that shit. But they 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 debroed him a little Oof. bit. Uh, they gave him a little more depth. And I think no. that they didn't, even though they didn't really work. What's yes. that? Yes. What's that, Kevin? Uh, <laughs> Somebody said no. no. Uh, I'm, no. I'm okay. right there right, with right. you. Making, I'm right, right there with you. I see Steve shaking his head. <laughs> I see Quentin over there. Like no, no. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. I don't I'm know. Sorry. If, I don't know I'm if it's sorry. just like this. This uh, it's not hatred, but I really, really strongly dislike the Aquaman movie. There's just something about this one where, and I think that goes for all characters actually, save one, which I'll get to. That. I really just think it amplifies their whole persona and makes me want to see, like now I actually kind of want to see a well done Aquaman sequel. I would, I'm down. I'm going to go check it out. It may, if it's anything like the first one, Steve, it will be maybe, maybe not. I think that this, Oh, this, I think that this is going to sway how things go in the future. I have a feeling that we might with the exception of Ray Fisher, which I really hope they can work shit out. I would like to see this entire cast come back. I would like to see these individual movies. And I think that, um, you know, even though we know Aquaman's going to get one, the Flash is going to get one. This is a chance to kind of right more wrongs. Some people don't think there's any wrongs, but I, I, you know how it is, dude, with the Aquaman thing. But this version of Aquaman in this movie is exactly what I'd like to see. Works perfectly for me. Is the character development for Aquaman that happens like between him and like Mira, um, is that a retread of the Aquaman movie? Because I, the the one thing that I can kind of remember about the Aquaman movie is Mira giving him like a pep talk. You're supposed to be in charge. And she does that in this movie, too. So I'm like, maybe the Zack Snyder Justice League can kind of replace the Aquaman character development. And like, you don't need that movie in this canon anymore. <laughs> Lucky you. Unless I'm wrong and I'm just misremembering it. If Zack Snyder said that, like, this this is supposed to be the bridge between like BVS and Aquaman. So. There are hints of, and I think they did a good job bringing Willem Dafoe in here. I don't, I don't no, think he, he was in the 2017 film. Um, yeah, so like, I think they did a good job of bringing him in, and then having um, Mira, because like, I hated Mira in um, Aquaman, and she didn't really have that much of a presence to me in Justice League. Um, but like, they did her, they did some justice there of getting her in this film a little more. And I, I agree with you, Melissa, that like the way that they talk through this film is exactly how they talk in Aquaman. So it's almost like, yeah, it is like a retread almost, but um, Zack Snyder. Yeah. Has gone on record saying like, this was supposed to be a definitive mm -hmm. bridge between those two films um, for, for those two one characters. more Aquaman thought just at the beginning. Um, this like first scene, well, the, the first scene of him like just popping up, like saving the fisherman, that's cool. And I was like, oh, hello, Aquaman, you are a cool boy. <laughs> um, but he like takes the whiskey and he's like, it's on him. That's all great. They play this like weird, like light rock song with like very on the nose lyrics. And like the tone is like so just off to me. Both times I watched it, I was like, I do not think that this scene 
works. Like the Are drama. Are we not going to mention the singing white girls the first time he walks into the water? Oh, yeah. And then it Why? cuts to <laughs> Superman's mom, and I'm like, I get that you think everybody has seen all your movies, and so they know who this character is. But like, you just made it seem like that singing girl is now this girl in the graveyard. So like, the first time I was like, is this? Did time pass? Like, what is happening? But yeah, she's like. Sniffing his sweater and shit. What's it with Aquaman throwing a whiskey bottle into the ocean? Like that's his that's his home, right? And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, I'm saving this for later. Someone might need no, to write a one letter. Of the most no. one of the funniest <laughs> things to me. One of the funniest things to me is picturing him getting out of the water and like snatching somebody's shirt because he threw his last one away, <laughs> and then right before he gets back in the water, throws another shirt. Like they keep like a chest of sweaters yeah. in his. Like, he's probably got like a stash cuts. under a rock somewhere or something like that, so he can just suit up real quick. It's a big old rock stash. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but really, like Steve, seriously, you just didn't like any. You just they, like are you I, completely I, done with Aquaman now after the Aquaman movie? Um, it's not that I'm, my thing is, I just think he, uh, now that he's the, he's it, he's going to be it. It's over. There's no getting around the fact that Jason Momoa is going to be that guy. I don't think they're going to risk. Cause here's the thing. If I made 50, oh, $50 billion on a movie and then another movie comes out with my character, I'm still going to use the $15 billion idea. I'm not going to change it up. Cause some dude decided to recut his movie. They're using the same Aquaman idea because it made so much money the first time. We are going to get a retread of the Aquaman we just saw in Aquaman the movie. We're not, he's, they're not going to change anything because they made a killing. And I can't blame them for not changing anything. It made a killing. And so I'm, pro- I'm just not going to watch the next Aquaman. I'm just not going to do it. Because I can't watch. I cannot put myself through that again. I will not do it. I'm going to put so much pressure on you to watch the next Aquaman movie. You'll watch it. It's, ter- it's going to be terrible. Um, but I know Q was going to say something about the music. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say um, the one thing that I did like more <laughs> and the 2017 one is they use Icky Thump um, by the White Stripes. That's that's a song that they had in before, Melissa, um, before this. Like, that kind of that tone fits better showered. to me because yeah. that song is it very was, overplayed. And I feel like Aquaman would like to be introed by like a very it'd be, it'd be on song. his it'd be on his playlist like if he was a if he was a wrestler he'd be like there's like a reason that that song, that that song is so in like, everything because it fucking rules <laughs> yeah but that is the only time i'll say that i like that music choice better it just seemed like they had like a bass guitar a rock a rock guitar and a drummer that did an eight an eight bar loop and just said, hey, just use different bars of this whenever someone's walking out and looking cool. Ba-da-da-da. Like, oh, yeah, this is yes, another Steve. piece of that thing that we just did. I'm like, that's the same song. The whole movie. I kept thinking that they were like rehashing, you know, because like the obviously, yeah, I'm going to look at the music a lot. Yeah. But like, yeah, the uh, the music that they used for 2017's movie was come together, but it was done uh, differently. You Which know? works. Um, it was. Yeah, it was perfect. And I kept thinking that it was alluding to yeah. that, you know, whenever they um, were using it this time, especially when they were in that tank uh-huh. type thing in the sewer and they're all jumping out, which is a really cool shot, by the way. I thought that was such a cool shot of 
Batman, then Wonder Woman, then yeah. Cyborg, then Flash, you know, like coming out. And then, yeah, they had that like eight bar loop that it was badass, but then it just wouldn't it go went anywhere. Absolutely. It's almost like, well, who's the music supervisor? This is just an eight bar loop that you're just going to continue. <laughs> They're betting no one pays attention. And I was listening, being like, oh, it's a loop. I, I mean, I liked the like right. energy of the music in the movie the whole entire time. Um, but I'm not going to get it. I'm, I'm not going to look at it as deeply as you two are. But as far as like the vibe, right. I thought it worked. Mm-hmm. But you could tell it was a general <laughs> vibe there. that the same general. Because in my opinion, it's like I feel the exact same every single scene because the, mu- the music's the same. When the music does change, you're like, oh, this is a new feeling I'm getting. But since the music is exactly the same, uh, uh, Momoa walking out of the uh, a slow motion. I'm like, okay, cool. Then Batman walking out of the tank. I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. They're all. And then when then when Wonder Woman's doing the bank fight, same thing. I'm just like, okay. They're I just feel doing like the, the music thing. supervisor owes like um, royalties <clears throat> to whoever does the music for the Last Kingdom for the little chanting songs <laughs> that they used for Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's like limitation, like oh my god! I was sitting there every time she pops on screen. I'm just that music comes on. I love the way it sounds, but I think that that is literally like a psychosomatic response to how much I love The Last Kingdom. (laughs) It might be. I still, I still has to be just that because I still think we could have got a better Wonder Woman. Dan already knows. I will never believe that. Like, you have to write an amazing movie for Gal Gadot to be able to be amazing as Wonder Woman. You just have to write it incredibly because she doesn't have the personality to carry it. Just real quick. Just real quick. Who, who, who's the name? Gwendolyn Christie. Okay, that's not fair. Okay. That's, that, yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. How? She's an absolute. She would because look like she was she busy like, yep. when Wonder Woman got started. She didn't have time. <laughs> she was perfect they were just itching for her and if she walked in people would be like okay she looks strong let's fight and then she's stronger than that you're like oh she's un- she's a god that is a goddess i'm looking that's kind of my thing like you don't want someone who looks naturally strong but you do that's, ju- that's just superman looks strong hey, superman man, some looks people just got good genes this superman <laughs> i do you know what i mean i'm saying on right now i have good genes on but um I think Superman, he looks buff in my, I'm like, yeah, that dude could probably be fight. Just as Clark Kent. If he bumped into me, I'd be like, hey, watch where, oh, never mind, my bad, bro. Like, I'd look at him and be like, oh, sniff. Yeah. Dude's bigger than I thought. But so, but with Gwendolyn Christie, she's supposed to be an Amazon god. She's a goddess. When she walks into a building, you're like, oh, yeah, she could fight. And then she's stronger than you thought she was. That should scare everyone. But I think part of her appeal is like, People do underestimate her. They look at her and say, oh, you're just this dainty woman. And she's like, no, I'm a warrior. It also happens with her being the mild-mannered Diana in real life, too. That's just it. I don't even want the, like, underestimate me. I don't care. Overestimate me. I'm very frustrated by the fact that she's wearing a dress with tie-up sides at her job. (laughs) Standing on a ladder. Interesting. Doing art restoration. Honey, I'm not even wearing that dress in the entire club. What are you doing with that on at work? That is so ridiculous to me. When you got it flaunted. That's not a work dress. Especially when your work involves like letters. Okay, listen. I, I got to say something in regards to Wonder Woman. And this is probably going to be an unpopular opinion, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, Steve, in regards to the casting for her, I think she... 
aesthetically is the perfect Wonder Woman for me. Aesthetically. That said, dude, Gal Gadot cannot act. I'm sorry. She cannot act. I, 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 I'm not even apologetic about it. She just can't act. Like, and this goes all the way into her facial. Like, if you do me seriously, like, if you guys are going to watch this movie again, pay attention every single time Wonder Woman's on. She has the same look on her face every single time. That's acting as well, physical acting. You know what I mean? And I think that she does get, I'm not hating on her. Because again, I think she's a perfect choice as far as the aesthetic goes. But I do think that there's a problem with her acting. I don't. I think she's the weakest of all of them. And sometimes it feels like they just give her, like, just say this sentence. Okay, cut. All right, next up, reset. All right, say this sentence. Sometimes I feel that way about her. What I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into who was the casting director for, like, who chose her. That's what I'm gonna look into. Who chose? Oh, that Gal was Gal. definitely a Zack Snyder decision. <laughs> No, I mean, that's, I'm not saying that even oh, in a bad way. Oh, was it way. really? Yeah, it was. Uh, from what she said in interviews, she was literally on her way back to Israel. And Zack Snyder was like, go. he just calls her up and was like, hey, I want you to audition. <laughs> oh, that's a gross story. Why is it gross? Remember during the yes. bank robbery when he was like, I can't believe this. And she said, believe it. <laughs> I laughed. Oh, dude! So hard. In the in the in the 2007 17 oh. one, he he's like, uh, "Who are you?" And she goes, "A believer." That was the worst line. No, that that was a horrible. I'm sitting there like her weakest yeah, delivery in this worse. movie was so when she, she went, just says, "I belong to no one." Oh yeah, yeah. That she shouldn't belong to anyone. So. No, no, no. The 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 content is perfectly fine. It was the delivery of it. She just just I don't know, man. I just can't get past it. There yeah. were also weird zoom ins of her face every time she delivered her lines with the furrowed brow thing, where she almost looks like, did I just fart? That's what it looks like to me. Like, did I just? I think I just meant fart. That's the look she has on her face, like through ninety percent of the movie. Was that me? <laughs> I think the worst line in this whole series of Wonder Woman is. Uh, by Zack Snyder when he's like, hey, Gal Gadot, you're hired. Worst Strong line. words from the Hudson <laughs> camp. Line. From the Hudson Square. Wow. Just, <laughs> I will never see her as Wonder Woman. Ever. So I even funny. like the movie. But I still don't see... I'm like, I'm not buying what she's selling. Patty Jenkins is just amazing. That's the... Di- she's just so good that she made an amazing movie with a lackluster actress. What happened in 1984? Sir. 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 With a cosplayer, right? <laughs> yeah. 84, sir. He's like, that, that's different. That's when, that's well, when Zack Snyder was removed. For Patty She's I like, for I lost someone I loved once. And I'm like, oh, only once? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been 100 years, Diana. I mean, shit, it, you have to like at least callous up a little bit. Because that shit comes into everything she says. And I realize that's what they're doing with her arc. Like, it's always about. She, I mean, she literally just also lost him again, like, 20 years that's ago. That's true. 40 years ago. And then she kind of dug. She appreciated Superman. Then she lost, like, uh, she lost another person, Superman, who became a zombie. Zombie Superman. Yeah. She knew him for like five minutes, though. So, like. And that's all it takes. He doesn't have that much going on. That's probably not very nice because this is the only movie I've seen him in. That was mean. (laughs) No, to be honest with you, Melissa, I I would have to say that even in Man (laughs) of Steel, he is a little dry. I have heard, though, I heard on this podcast that he's angsty in those other movies. And I like angsty hot men. So. 
Oh, you're gonna love him then. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Superman. <laughs> watch, watch, Man from Uncle. That is. Yeah, but Army Hammer. I'm still working out my shit. Oh, that's right, Cannibal. That's right. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. You're I right. should have watched that movie like four months ago. You're right. Dang it. It's been on my list forever. I waited too long, and now Army Hammer, fucking. He won't reach out and bite you. You'll be okay. You can watch it. Is a big problem. It's not even the biting I take issue with. <laughs> You're not going to be able to watch anything with him in it without going. Is he? Is he sizing that person up? Is he making a grocery list? <laughs> okay, here's the problem, and I know that this is very off track. But have you seen mm-hmm. Call Me by Your Name? I did. When he kisses Timothy Chalamet's foot mm-hmm. in that scene in the kitchen, that was improvised. <laughs> How am I ever going to watch this oh. movie again? What do you think Timothy Chalamet thought? Like, uh, okay, all right. In a deleted scene, he's putting barbecue sauce on his foot. <laughs> they were like best friends for a while. I have so many questions for old Timmy. Like when they went cut, he was like, bro, what was with the foot thing? I mean, good acting. You did a great job in that, but my foot, you just kissed it? They were really, really close during that filming. Like, so oh, really? I have questions, but I love that movie. So I'm trying to figure out if I can ever watch it again. But yeah, like. I want to go there. Improvised. I want to go there. Hmm. Foot kiss. That I was anyway. surprised Chalamet didn't wasn't like, hey, uh, or like cut. Like for me, even if I'm just, I would be like, that's not in the. Are we doing that or no? I would hey, just. Bro, call where did it. you get salt from? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like it's strange, man. But yeah, I would recommend Man from Uncle if you really want to. If you if you can X out or even um, you saw Mission Impossible with him. Uh, Cavill. Oh, Cavill. Yeah, I thought you were talking about Army Hammer. I'm like, his mustache which, isn't in there. Which movie. I have to Yeah, because give... he charges up his arms. It's awesome. Oh, come on. That was, that was my... the... Dude, the Mission Impossible <laughs> Fallout trailer was my favorite movie of 2017 or whatever. Like, so that trailer. So fucking oh, my everyone God. Everyone talked yeah. about the that arms. Was and I, saw, I was seeing like three movies a week that year, and the trailer's playing before all of them, and I'm just chomping at my popcorn. I so love good. this shit. So good. <laughs> Show me the trailer again. Um, but yeah, sorry, I derailed he was everything. Fantastic. But I would say that also that just shows, in my opinion, how much of a movie star Tom Cruise is because he took the stop. He, he still took the movie away from Henry Cavill, and that's tough to Did know he? when you're when you're recharging your arms. Yeah, I do. I remember what him. happens in Mission Impossible Fallout outside of the arms being recharged. Damn, that's a fair point. Yes, you do remember. That's I a don't fair think point. I do. Yes, the thing about do. action movies is I rarely remember what happens in them. In regards to what you're saying. I had to think about that. And like, I don't know if I can remember the plot of that movie. Like with Mission Impossible movies, it really is like a big crash, bang, boom, popcorn. Yeah. It's always been that way with me for for those movies. But yeah. So you're saying that if you happen to get beat up on a planet, you might forget that too. Uh Uh-oh. Is that what (laughs) you're saying? saying (laughs) I feel like I have less of an emotional response to Mission Impossible (laughs) Fallout than I would have for my whole entire shit being destroyed and me being a complete failure for my whole life. (laughs) That is. Oh, a question. The person who y'all would remember, who was it a human that stabbed him in the, or was it one of the uh, otherworldly people? That stabbed him in the in the shoulder. That stabbed Wait, darks, uh, the dark side of the shoulder. That was Hades. Oh, was it? I didn't yep. know who it was. Okay, cool. I didn't know if it was a human or not. Real quick, to bring it back just a little bit, let's talk about that whole exposition, right? Because they walked really far to have Gal Gadot tell Bruce Wayne a story. 
think about it. After the attack on Themyscira, they had the special ceremony for the special arrow. They fire into the air and it lands at the temple of uh, whatever. Starts a fire. Gal Gadot has to see that fire on TV, then go investigate, then go underneath the temple with the arrow, which happens to be a key <laughs> to a room <laughs> that tells all of Darkseid's stories on the wall. And then she travels to Gotham to go see Bruce Wayne. That whole situation took 10 minutes of this movie, which is why it shouldn't have been four hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, how long do you think this movie should be? No more than three hours. Two hours. Maybe two and a half. Uh, I don't know if they could tell. I don't. There's just so much in this movie to me that seemed to like fill in the blanks of everything that I was missing before. Yes, mm-hmm. you could cut it all back. But I think we'll see. I mean, I'd be happy thing. with a three hour movie. I think an hour is a bit. Excuse me. Uh, four hours is. A bit much, but mm-hmm. I don't think that they could tell the same story. Well, that's the thing with this movie, man. That's the thing with this movie. Zack Snyder put himself into a situation where he needed to introduce and make us care about three brand new characters and introduce a gang of villains all of a sudden. There was no way he could make this movie without it being as long as it was. Now, the excessive slow-mo shit that he was doing... That could have yeah. gone. Yeah, that's a bit much. That's the from, epilogue, that's a, that was a lot. God. The epilogue, whenever we get there, I feel like we could just skip that. Martian Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> if there's no confirmation that we're ever getting any more of this, that's true. don't confuse me at the end of your movie. I'm kind of mad about that. That's real. Who the fuck is Martian Manhunter? <laughs> I think that's why he put it in, because he was because he's not sure if he's going to be able to continue. He says he's not, but he put this epilogue in there to be like... Okay, the movie part's over. Here's the epilogue, and here's where I was going. And this is where I was moving, and this is what I want to show everyone. Ah, yeah, I mean, no, I get true. that. I just feel like don't be so cocky that you're going to get to do extra movies again. Like, you already, like, I feel like Warner Brothers were like, oh, sorry about everything. We're going to try to make some money. You can have every single dollar we have and make your movie. Listen. But I feel like as a thank you to them for letting him make his movie, he should have made a contained movie. Like that's because true. you can always go back. Yeah. Like he could have always made another movie and this epilogue could have been the beginning of it. True. That's true. But if we never get it, I'll never know what happened to all these vague references to all these bad things that happened. <laughs> um, I can tell you this, Melissa, I, I, you don't read a lot of comics, do you? <laughs> no. There is a series called Injustice that kind of flirts with some of what they were talking about in the epilogue. Okay. Where uh, where Lois is concerned with Batman. Some of that stuff gets addressed. So I don't know if they were trying mm-hmm. to go down that road. If you play video games, they made two really good mm-hmm. Injustice games. Those are really good games. You're right. You're right. But as far as the comic goes, I think it... Okay, well, if this stuff exists, why do I have Zack Snyder's Justice League? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. That's a great yeah, point, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You know, that's a, fa- you know, it's funny to me is uh, like when they, sh- when she first, they said, uh, Hey, um, nobody's going to see that torch or whatever. And she's like, she will. I'm thinking it's going to be a thing only she can see. And then it's on okay. CNN. Well, she goes, like, oh, everybody can. Yeah. I would. F- yeah. Bro, <laughs> she's the only they- one that understands that. Yeah. But if they had like- been watching the young and the restless that morning. Then. That's true. She would have to see it on TV. I thought she, it was something she would sense. 
like she would know, oh my gosh. Yeah, like an intuition. No, it's just something. Hopefully she's watching TV to see this thing. I'm like, that's a weird thing to do. What if she just wasn't watching? Well, it's pointless because she knows the story of Darkseid. Obviously, she has to know it. So why couldn't they just be like, hey, Darkseid's coming one way or another? Why does she have to go to the temple? Why does she have to go underneath the temple? Why does she have to use the arrow as a key? Like, just send send the arrow and be like, Darkseid. I did not assume that she would have known that story. But I guess it's like, if it's the age of heroes, your people's whole thing is like this great thing you did when you saved Earth. With all your enemies you joined together, I guess that's something you probably teach your children. She, she, yeah, you, you grew up with that if you're in Theme Mascara. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. E- y'all are making me even. <laughs> I'm not going to say This movie is making less and less. Sense. And I like the movie. <laughs> I was just about to say that too. I like this movie a lot. I had a really, really fun time with it. It's just like yeah. fun. Sure, of course. Apart. Like more fun than to be like, do you want to see the list of all of the very cool things I liked? It's mostly like people. Plus, cool if we were vibes. if we were just all in agreement <laughs> with this, it shouldn't. Be yeah, this but if we easy. were all in agreement with this movie, I mean, there's no podcast really. It's just going to be like, yeah, it was cool. I liked it too. I liked it too. All right, thanks, thanks for listening to Heroes. No, no, it's like this is the fun part for me. This is why I wanted this this group of people for exactly this reason. But we probably should move forward. But I did have a couple things to say about part one, real quick. Just questions. Um, maybe not even this one's not a question. I just will say I think most people think that Steppenwolf looks way way better than what they did before. A hundred and ten percent better. He was not even Absolutely. visually a threat in the yeah, other movie. For sure. Yeah, he, he just looked like some dude named Tom scary. or something yeah. like that in a in a hat. You know, he's like but, a troll. <laughs> yeah, but like I like yeah. what they did with him—the fact that they turned him into more of a creature versus just like his outfit. The outfit was um, is alive metal, and then when you find out that really it's yeah. just clothes, I was like, oh, "What?" That was a trip. Yeah, that was like, a trip. I was like, oh, he just turns. A live huh. metal suit is really just like a yeah. sweatshirt you got out of your class. But you know what was weird? The fact that they made him more of a creature, but still he had more of a story mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. than he did in the last one. When Decide told him, oh, you still owe 50,000 planets. You just you, His face was like, <laughs> bro, what? Well, no, but I want to yeah, come Yeah, he home. had sad puppy dog <laughs> eyes. Like he was... He was sad. Well, here's my problem with Steppenwolf. My issue, and it's a big one. So the whole movie, I'm thinking, oh, this dude is a threat, right? He is a threat. No question they're setting him up. This man or this thing is an an unbelievable threat. And I was like, turns out he's just a threat if Superman's not there. Otherwise, he's just a normal person. He's a normal, beatable nothing. That's that's Superman's whole thing, bro. Like everything's a threat until Superman rolls up. <laughs> you bring him in to handle shit, so that he's not. So then he's not a threat. He's not an existential threat only because Superman's dead. Is he a threat? That took me out of it. I was like, he should have been. Superman should at least had a hard time with him to show. Oh no, he's super powerful. Literally, it was like me fighting Superman at the end. I had an axe. That it was that easy. It was like, yeah, Superman comes in and is like. Does right. get my dirt off the shoulder and then I kill you. I was like, well, then that's not even a threat. But to jump back to that scene, to jump forward rather, you got to give Superman props on that shit because yes, it was just a costume that covered him up and it was like this living thing that covered him up. But Superman went for those. What do you want to call them? Horns, antlers. Mm-hmm. Oh, he yeah, but it was. He didn't have to do off. that. Is what I'm saying. I thought that was kind of dope. Like Superman Ooh. got dark oh, right he there. He was mad. 
Yeah, he was. I love that shit. We, yeah, Steppenwolf is not a he wasn't so when looking back, he's just not a threat. He's a threat to normal people as people should be. But he to a Superman, he's like, oh no, it's just it wasn't the threat that it should have been. It was not fun for me. He's not even that big of a threat in the comics, from what I understand. I think he's more of a I I well, I'm not gonna be the one to wax about it, but I think he's more of a side guy and not so much as like a, a you know, like a big mm. threat that they turned him into. Well, he's like a disgraced yeah, he's like a disgraced tier. minion. Yeah, I can take that. That's that's a, right. But like then he's also, not even a good minion. See, which also th- that was. Oh no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Just like, why would you send your failure minion <laughs> to do your most important <laughs> box work? That's real. Because Desaad wanted to go. That motherfucker ain't uh-huh. shit. I told you. <laughs> yeah, he just set him up to fail. Yeah. <laughs> we love a petty villain. That is so true. I think Amanda's right. I think Amanda's right. She, he set him up to fail. That's the yeah. That was the whole thing. I think that Steppenwolf ended up being so easy for Superman because ultimately they're trying to set up Darkseid. They want to say, all right, well, Superman threw hands to Steppenwolf did he this easy. But watch what Darkseid does to him and understand how much stronger he is. If they were doing another movie, I feel like that's what the the direction they were going in. Well, see, my problem is if I, okay, if I get in a fight and I beat up a guy and that guy beats you up, I am now the strongest in the universe. Batman almost killed Superman, right? He had, Superman had a rougher time with Batman than he had with Steppenwolf. Well, he also had kryptonite. If I'm Steppenwolf, I don't need kryptonite. The way that they're but setting I'm saying, him up, you don't Batman, need it. If you're going to put Batman into the equation, you're using supernite. That is, excuse, excuse me, uh, kryptonite, which is Superman's. Also, he brought he brought kryptonite into the picture when he almost he was doing some damage to Superman. He did more damage without the kryptonite yet than he did when Step then Steppenwolf did to Superman off the jump. That shouldn't be a case at all. That shouldn't be a conversation. Yeah, I, I'm not even going to try to defend that because you're definitely right in that sense. But I mean, it was weird because we, I think even Zack Snyder didn't know how to like how powerful to make Batman or Superman in BVS, you know? And then like, yeah, he it felt like he was still trying to figure that out. I mean, there's even like problems with it in Man mm-hmm. of Steel, you know? So like... It's it's weird to think like okay what what should we like cap at you know in terms of strength and stuff for Superman and I think they're just like you know what fuck it he's just gonna be the end of the deal yeah I agree do you think he was overpowered Q do you think he was overpowered in this movie or do you think that's an accurate Superman I will definitely say that I think he was really he was overpowered in this film but I had so much fun with just like seeing him do stuff finally, you know, and like he can do everything that flash can do. He can do everything that wonder woman can do, but he's not as smart as Batman. And that's literally that's all it, I right? can give him. You now, know? I, yeah. I think that it, it was dope seeing them all fight, but it really made me think when he beat them, I said, fine. And I even text, um, I hit up Kev and I was like, should wonder woman have a better chance at him? But Kev was like, no, it's not even a fight with Wonder Woman. It's not even a fight. I was like, shouldn't it be? She's a god. It should be some sort of like back and forth, but it didn't even seem like she was giving him any stress. I mean, 
it's going to be a fight because, again, Wonder Woman's a fucking warrior. But at the end of the day, as powerful as they have made Superman within canon, there are very few characters who can touch him. Except for Martian Manhunter. <laughs> really? Say more. <laughs> Say more. <laughs> no, in canon, in canon, in comics canon, Superman is literally like, yeah, if there's anybody who I don't want to mess with, it's Martian Manhunter. He would actually kill me. There is, in hmm. fact, in the Injustice comics, I think he takes out Ma- Martian Manhunter first because if he doesn't take him out quick, it's going to be over with. I didn't. Now, now, Dan, we were just talking while you were away. Do you think Superman was overpowered in this movie? Or you overpowered? Like, even against Wonder Woman, it was just like, no cake- cakewalk. Next. Do you think he was a bit overpowered? No, no, I was fine with it. I don't really have a complaint about that at all, actually. Did I miss a big old conversation? Sorry about that. I had to step I- away. No, it was just I don't I don't find things fun when there's no there's no uh, stakes at all. Stakes. Like that means he's literally a god. He's Thanos with the glove. He's like, yeah, I could just kill everyone. There is no threat to me. You have to show me there's some sort of stakes at this. He comes in, the axe doesn't even glint his his his. He's like, oh, I'm not impressed. I'm like, okay, he's yeah, okay. just unt- And then when he beat all the people up, no one had a shot at him. Not even Wonder Woman, I'll give you a that. goddess. I was no, like, I'll give okay, you that, well, Steve, because I, now that you mention it and you put it into that context, I did recall like when the axe came down, being like, "Damn, he didn't like even flinch or anything." <laughs> but at the same time, if we're just talking about an action movie that's there for the fan service of things, it's Superman. And he, he's supposed to yes. be a badass. Yes. You know what I mean? I so, so I, I I didn't have a. Oh, did you uh, like? So you uh, got to remember. You also got to remember uh, before the fight, he went uh-oh. and straight straight charged up all his solar energy, like. He was ready to go. Oh. Oh, he did the Christ position. Like, there was a yeah. big Christ pose there. I, was I like, did not oh. know that was like a recharge. I thought that was just like a... That oh, was a Superman. dope shot, though. Mm-hmm. That was a dope shot. Oh, it looked so shot. cool. Yeah. yeah, for sure. They were definitely trying to be like, he's the son of man. <laughs> for sure. <clears throat> this isn't... This doesn't happen in this part, but... Because um, I was just thinking, like, oh, that was such a cool moment for me because it was the first time I've ever seen Superman, like be cool um but i was like when we get the part where it's like commissioner gordon who i just know through osmosis you know it's like batman's friend um he was like oh i'm gonna talk to batman tonight and he's like oh how and he's like how do you think and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna get to see the bat <laughs> signal like this is so cool and then the second it pops up uh barry allen's like oh my god the bat signal <laughs> and i'm like that was so cool this is really <laughs> yeah. funny because i'm sure that this is like like meta in a way because it's like oh everybody has seen the bat signal a hundred times and so it's not like cool to freak out about it anymore except for me because this is my first time but then it's like oh me and like loser ass flash are just the two little dorks that are still excited about the bat signal (laughs) i love seeing it it's always fun to see the bat signal i I love seeing it ever since michael keaton i loved seeing that bat when it goes up i'm like we're in a real movie this is a movie really how i felt though i was like oh my god it's so cool it was, you know what else I thought was really cool was uh, when they showed the sheer, this is one thing Zack Snyder did really, because he loves slow-mo. Let's keep that in mind. And he found a reason to use it on this movie. When they showed the sheer incredible speed that Flash had, the oh, unimaginable God. speed. To make like, everything I was like, this else is good. stop and exactly. be working 
And that it, it's so much easier to tell stories that way because it's like we can see what he's doing rather than trying to be like, where'd he go? That is so unbelievably fast. Like, I'm like, now I see how fast this person is. So when he looked up and he just, he looked at the, the woman's face and was just admiring her. I was like, this is beautiful, man. And then oh, let me that get made me... Go ahead. That was oh, great. yeah, you got the hot dog. Yeah. And what, what I also loved about it was that also showed how fast Superman yeah. was later. When he caught his eye, I said, oh, listen, that's how fast that dude is. Can I just be honest? I hated that yeah. first Flash scene. I hated it. I thought it made the Flash way, way, way too insufferable in that moment. Like, oh, yeah, what? he's silly. He's goofy. But like, no. He just came off as annoying in that first scene to me. And then when they got into the slow-mo, I hated the music choice. I thought, now the first movie, I think he's the only character that improved what? for me in this movie. This was oh, he absolutely, way better. He Flash. absolutely improved in this movie, but that first scene bothered me. But the only one? The only one. Mm-mm. Everyone else was worse or as good. The Flash, I was like, this kid, <laughs> I could watch this kid's movie. Now, what I didn't like was his running style. <laughs> Thank you. It was Thank you. I was so going to ask you. Weird. I was going to ask you. <laughs> for the fuck of it, if he's just going to go out for a normal jog, do you think he runs like that? All flappy loopy he's like, noodle legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He runs like he's yeah. swimming. Well, it was funny. Like, if you compare his, his, I was talking about this with my son last night. If you compare his, was, that's a, it's a bit of a flaw, but I'm totally willing to accept it. But if you compare the way he runs in comparison to the way um, uh, the Flash runs on the CW show, who should have been the Flash in the movie? Agreed, 100. Like I'm cool. I'm cool. No, I'm cool uh. with Ezra. I'm super cool with Ezra, but I would have totally preferred that one. Absolutely, it's not even a question, dude. By the way, I did not know that. Uh, oh God, what is it called? Because I don't watch CW, but you know the. Um, you know how they would do those those uh, one-offs where it was like different characters from different shows? Uh, Crisis. Crisis of Middle Earth. Not Middle Earth, sorry. Uh, Infinite Earth. Is that what it is? Crisis on Infinite, Infinite Earth. Yes. Uh, or I think uh, there's a scene okay. that my son showed me where uh, Barry, the two Barrys, Barry from this movie, shows up in that one. And they're just, they have this really funny like back and forth with each other. Has anyone seen this? I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I didn't watch I mean, it either, I didn't but watch the episode or anything. Wait, it's kind of like, fantastic. I've, I've not yeah, it's kind of fantastic. CW it's funny stuff. because, you know, they're, yeah. they're both doing their thing and they're talking about each other's costumes that's and stuff so cool. like that. And yeah, you should just YouTube it. That is so... I, that's what I, I loved. At this movie, I would watch a movie with this kid. Like when he got hurt and he had to run anyway, I believed him. Like he kept yeah, on talking that was to himself like, you could do him. this. I think you could do this. There are so many wonderful moments that they added in for him that makes his character so much better to me. I I liked him. I said I was a little on the fence. I would have rather had Grant Gustin, but whatever. You know, you can't have what you can't have. But yeah, he was better than Superman. He was way better than Aquaman. A million times better than Wonder Woman. And even in Justice League, he did fine. There just wasn't a lot of backstory. And because they cut so much of it up, it seems super choppy. And you really couldn't. I personally couldn't really... um, I couldn't really link to him. You know what I mean? I couldn't really sympathize with her, with him or anything because it was just as he was kind of like a goofy character that was in the background, yeah. the whole Russia scene in justice league, which is so much oh, different yes. in comparison to what we have now and is so much better because it makes oh flash so much more useful. 
in this. It shows his 100%. shows his strengths. So it shows what he's capable mm-hmm. of doing and how how helpful he actually is to the Justice League. It's fucking fantastic. He's a pro- like he is legit a like they they even didn't show what he could do in this movie. Like when you watch the animated, you're like this dude is a problem. Like he could do some and I what I thought mm-hmm. they were going to do is when he went he when he started uh, dipping, I thought when he put touched the glass, he was going to go through it. I thought he Face was just going to fade yeah. through the glass. I thought that's what was going to happen, but he, they didn't do it. I love the way that they did it, though, because it's nope. like he's vibrating and moving so fast that the glass is like melting down and then shatters. It was so, so awesome. So And he's so, he's so whole scene. Like, gentle and tender with Iris. Yeah. I love that. And oh, I just because was, he, he can't he on. can't move her too fast or he'll break her because yeah. he's moving so fast. I mean, it's like, think about that. Like he hears the crash happening. Oh. So he's moving so quickly that he has to do everything just right. So in every movement and everywhere where he's absorbing energy and electricity to keep his speed up, like I love that scene so much. Yeah. One of my favorite he, scenes. He has to film. do it so he has to do it so gingerly because if he doesn't, he's gonna like break every freaking bone in her body. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So beautiful. I never even thought about that. He like now. placed her on the ground so that she's <laughs> stable. And then it comes out yeah. and she looks at it's just a beautiful freaking scene. And finally he got to do his three hundred again. I don't know when. <laughs> yeah. Um like, I don't know where in this movie there could have been any of this, but I wish we got more of that character because I really love that actor. He's fantastic. He's fa- he he. Won oh, I meant the girl. I meant the girl. Iris again. But I've seen her before. Yeah, Iris she's going to be. Uh, she was. I don't think she was in the. Uh, yeah, she wasn't in the first one at all. Is she going to be in his movie? Be, yeah, she is. So she's uh, she's going to be in the next. In the, so there was, is going to be yeah. a flash, right? Yeah. Allegedly. Oh, yeah. Which supposed to be. Yeah, they're doing a flash point. Somebody out again. Oh, yeah, Ezra can't be throwing snap. people down on the ground, though, if he wants just, to get this, this, you know, movie, because I volunteer for trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm There's just saying right the, with most of I'm, this, the biting and the choking, like you just have to ask. <laughs> I'm just glad that like he was way more delicate than a train was in the boys. <laughs> yes. Listen. Okay. Listen. 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 Oh, my gosh. But no, um, you know, the other scene with Flash um, where they're rescuing the hostages and the debris starts falling on the hostages when they're outside and he's circling around and picking it up and moving. That was sick. That was awesome. Love that. Okay, that did, you know, love that. did you know that that scene was completely filmed and edited and ready before Joss Whedon took over and he just decided not to put it in yes, there? Yes, that's the thing. There was what so the much. Yeah, that's, what exactly why? What? Why do you think he did that? That's just flexing, right? It's flexing, and that's why I'm just like I'm all about this this Snyder cut because yeah. when I keep finding out bits of this information, I'm like Josh Whedon. I already was becoming majorly less of a fan, not a fan of you anymore, and just hearing these little flexes and uh, yeah, like just like being a dude. That shit doesn't get to make. Yeah, I'm kind of like anymore, fuck Josh right? Whedon, like, to be honest with you. <laughs> same here, but. In a- <laughs> For multiple reasons, but well, this I mean, definitely solidified it. For multiple he's like reasons. He's problematic and he's dangerous, but also he apparently is not good at making movies. <laughs> so, making choices. Yeah. And not since Cabin in the Woods. Gotta give you that one. That's it. Yeah, but Drew That's Goddard it. wrote that, so like... True. And he on discovered uh, Thor. The first Avengers. So that was good, too. He discovered Thor. But yeah. after and that, Avengers. nah, I'm, I'm done with him. 
I don't dislike it, but we know how much creative control Feige has. So it's like, eh, did he? But or then did also, he? Yeah, I don't that's care a good who point. Yeah. Feige is all over. I don't that. care like who he discovered. What he put a lot of the women through is not worth the discoveries he made. Avengers isn't worth it. Uh, Thor's not worth it. None yeah. of that is worth what he put his mm-hmm. people through. I'd live without those movies. And someone else could have made those movies for Marvel. You know, Absolutely. I don't I think they, he they put like, a stamp me. on it that is inseparable so we're actually going to be longer than this fucking movie if we don't move on to part two but i did have one more question one more question it's a simple one it's not even really something we have to think too hard about why wasn't i in this movie well i didn't get the call yeah i don't know you just don't answer your phone i know that for a fact but but oh man on the scene yes where um what's it how do you say the name of the femiscara right yeah yeah femiscara when uh in Femiscara, when uh Steppenwolf is chasing after the mother box mm-hmm. and he knocks one of those uh one of those Amazons off of her horse and she falls and the horse lands on top of her, she's then a, she's then Hippolyta then comes up to her and she's like, Man, this is fucked up. But like, why didn't she take her if she's an Amazon, why didn't she just remove the horse? You see them lifting heavy shit all the time, and she just let her girl stay under that horse like that. No one thought about this. This is something Gail brought up to me, and I'm like, God damn, you're right. Like, that was fucked up. Is it just because she knows she's gonna die? Eh, that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah I just sure. assumed like they were both already dead. Like something else happened. I- but I mean, like, it's a good point. Like, even in death, don't let your girl be under a horse. Like <laughs> Exactly. Think about in movies when someone dies and they close their eyes for them. You know, that's just a, it's a, it's a courtesy move. She left her under a horse. Gee, I don't know about that. <laughs> she's man. she's actually still laying there. So. <laughs> and and again, we're going to say that Superman by himself in two minutes is stronger than that whole Amazonian army warriors. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I would assume so, but it hasn't been tested. <laughs> no, he was having mincemeat like this is cake. I'm not buying it. These are Amazons. No. No, dude. Well, I mean, all of them aren't like goddesses. He can laser through all of them easy. Mm-hmm. So. Come on, G. Come on, man. I need- Part two. Part two. The age of heroes. We're going to a fucking sure Snyder cut of Amazon this podcast, be- man. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that it's going to start going faster because we've talked about all the things already. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Again, we're not really, we're just kind of going down and it's, but you know what? I think it's just going to be what it is, but uh, the age of heroes is where we're at now. You know what? Start talking, man. Who's got points on this one? We already talked about the whiskey in the ocean thing. And uh, you know, I think that this was retroactively giving us like a, uh, a prequel to Aquaman, right? Because he's like, I got to go see Mm -hmm. my father and all that stuff. Um, (laughs) I don't know, man. Uh, the thing, like the the story about Darkseid, we talked about that. Too. You're right, Melissa. We've already talked about a shit ton of stuff here. But how much better was that scene? Even though Melissa hasn't seen it, how much better was that battle in regards to what Justice, what Joss Whedon gave us? I, it's just so much better. They, every they, battle's better. They, oh my every god, everything is better. Was way better. But I really liked the, what I liked about that was that they they spent more time with the Green Lanterns. Not a lot. But before you just saw you would say, oh, there's a Green Lantern flying in the sky because he's got the big green hammer and you know that's what they're throwing at. But I think for people that, you know, aren't fans of Green Lantern or just learning about the DC universe, I think it was really cool how they showed the actual battle with the Green Lanterns. 
and how he saw the well, ring and was looking like, what the crap is this? Oh, well, no, that because was really this time, dope. He was like, huh. this time there was no constructs being made by the Green Lantern. That's their entire thing. He was just shooting it like a laser. It felt like a wasted opportunity because if you're going to if you're going to show me a Green Lantern, show me a Green Lantern doing Green Lantern things. Do all the Green Lanterns have monkey faces? No, they're no. Ryan they're all from not. yeah. That's true. No. Oh, that's Ryan Reynolds like has octopi. a beautiful face. Yes, he does. Oh, he has a very Ryan and Reynolds face. <laughs> so that was he's a handsome lad. So that was definitely a uh, call to we're getting a Green Lantern if things go forward, right? Well, there is the uh, Green Lantern Corps uh, TV series that they're doing for HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to tie in at all. But they, there is a plan to do that. See, that's the thing. Like now that all of this is out, can it tie back in? Will it tie back in? And I, I really think that Snyder just went. You know what? I'm going to shoot my shot. Like I'm giving you everything right now. Heck yeah! I would say I would watch a show with monkey face lanterns. I'm glad he did. I'm glad he was bold in doing it. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. like he's trying to do the. He's trying to harness that power. Like they're trying to do the charge the mother box up. He wants to get this started again. I would. I, I, I haven't read anything where he's like, yeah, I would. I would do it in a heartbeat. But I think when you go that hard and that poetic with your movie, I really think that that this is what's happening. And I really fucking hope so, man, because I have new faith. Warner Brothers will be like, oh, maybe we messed up previously. Like, and when he yeah. wanted to do maybe a longer BVS, maybe we should have let him do that, too. Like, maybe we should have let this guy have some creative control over what he had. For sure. In his whole story plot, his whole his whole layout his whole plan and you know like let him fail or succeed on his own own self-regulation let him don't give him like constrictions like no movie can be over two hours including credits like you guys want to try to be like marvel but not follow those rules too yeah whatever (laughs) i agree with you but i would like to like not have the movies be four hours again oh they wouldn't be because eventually they're gonna make me go back to the theater and i'm not gonna make it can i get an intermission that's (laughs) true that's true. Won't be four well, hours. then again, I'd watch because uh, this made me very excited for his army of the uh, army of mm. the Zack Snyder. I think it's going mm. to be, and I would say let him have his own cut from Jump. Then, if you want to restrict it down, we'll buy that in the in the you know on HBO or whatever. But I'd say if he's capable of doing having because his first uh, Day of the Dead, let him do what he does. Apparently, he's really good at this thing. Because you're right, all the battle scenes, mag. Magnificent. Yeah, and I did not get bored during any of the action in this movie, which no. is something I can't even say for Marvel. And I love those characters, and I love those movies, and my brain still flips off during an action scene. Um, but my attention—I yes. think that it helps that like you know you get you know you have to pay attention for thirty minutes, and then I get to pause. So it's like if fifteen of those thirty minutes are action, I'm like, okay, I'm with it. Like I yes, there's yes. an end point in my like visual. <laughs> Well, the funny thing is the best battle, it's right. weird that the battle between Superman and the other superheroes was better than his battle against Steppenwolf. That battle was just better. I'm like, I liked seeing him fight Batman and Wonder Woman and them. Steppenwolf in that fight, I was like, it's fine. But I really enjoyed his, I mean, it's like that was the one of the, I think the main, uh, the Amazon one was uh, the good and the, the other one with uh, uh, Darkseid was great. And then at the very end is the Steppenwolf fight between Superman. And, I mean, that's a I, I'd call that the worst fight in the movie, and it shouldn't have been. But that's what that's one thing you got to give Marvel. He they know how to build up 
to where the ultimate fight is, in fact, the best fight of the movie. You're like, oh, that was the big, that was the big thing right there. And also, I will say, watching the CGI also let me see that Marvel's yeah, really good at what they do. This CGA was terrible, dude. I can CGI never tell what's good and what's bad. <laughs> CGI. Really? The only thing that I was like, that looks wonky, is when Steppenwolf grabs that, like, torpedo bomb or whatever out of it and, like, holds it. Yeah. I'm like, that yeah. is not, that does not look <laughs> real. That does, something is incorrect. In this particular movie, no matter how good they improved it, how much they improved it, it's still so inferior to Marvel. And I don't understand that. I never have Dude. understood that it's because it's like, it's Warner Brothers. You guys have a shit the ton CG of money. backgrounds were the worst. They were oh, they the were. most noticeable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, the, the reason I say that is because like when I see the, you know, when, when Cap, spoiler alert, catches the hammer and I see what it looks like before the green screen, I was like, oh, no one's there. Like, though, so I thought was like, you must have at least a hundred people there, right? No, there's like nobody there. And I'm like, that, they're really good at that. But what DC is showing or Zack Snyder is showing he's really good at is he he's he's good at, at at showing you like oh yeah that was awesome he's good at the awesome side of it like wow that was really cool even though the steppenwolf thing was trash i still was like huh, that was pretty cool how he just dusted off his that was, was fun you know even though you know it, it was like oh too easy zach snyder knows how to do the cool broy thing which is why so many of his fans are a- bro dudes and he in a sense, cool he's bro. really good with like if you wanted to get a screen cap of something, you know what I mean? Like, for instance, the shot with Superman in the cross, Bingo. the cross position or, you know, he has these, these great, Bingo. These great you hit yes. slides that you can pull from there. Whereas like a Marvel battle or Bingo. a Marvel, you know, action, anything like that. It's 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 very uh, well constructed all the way through this one. You can kind of grab things from it and really compliment it. But it's not it just isn't as solid as some of the other things. And I just again, I can't understand why Warner Brothers does that. I. Is it just a, a conscious decision from whoever they have? Is is there some other reason where they just can't put that kind of money into it? Because that doesn't make any sense to me. And to take it out of this this um, this franchise, you can say the same thing. As much as I love the Harry Potter movies, I could say the same exact thing about that. Like, there's just sometimes where it's just shoddy, and it's like, oh, well, let's just let's do a dark filter over it to kind of hide some of the um, imperfections, if you will. You know, I, I don't know why mm-hmm. they do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I.e. the like last five movies, they're all in that dark filter. Yeah, yeah, man, for sure. I really think that's a big part of it, but um, I just don't understand it because it seems like if they could get their CGI on par with Marvel, it's only going to help their movies. You know what I mean? But oh, there's no question. And the funny thing is, the Superman flying like when he's fighting Steppenwolf, that looks like it was directly out of Injustice, like yeah. the game, the way he's flying backwards and forth. I'm like, oh, did they just take stills from this game? Because it doesn't even look like I a think real they drew person. a lot of influence, man. Flying, you don't believe there's weight to it. There's nothing there. Whereas even in uh, you know, Superman and Lois, it feels like he's there's weight to him when he's up there. I'm like, oh, there's something to this. This one, it seems, it seems like a, a, a just a a video game. And I and and again, it's still it's not enough to make it a slight on it. I just think if Marvel didn't exist, we probably wouldn't Bingo. even notice. There it stuff. is. We wouldn't even notice it, but it's just you have a monster outside that's so good at what they do that you can't help but being like any person that puts on a cape. You're like, hey, this reminds me of a Marvel character. You know, you're like, hey, they because anyone that puts on a cape at this point is going to be like, well, that's a we've already seen a, 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 you know, a a superhero. So now DC, the DC has some catching up to do. 
And I just don't think this one puts enough space to give them any sort of, oh, I've gained some ground. I don't think this gives them any ground against Marvel. None. It gives them nothing. I think that it might be their best shot at comparing themselves to Marvel, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's best this is shot, their... Yes. Uh, yeah, for the sake of what we have to work with, this is their Infinity War, this movie, so far. That, that's true. But, oh, yeah. that reminds me of something. Um, <clears throat> so I think it's probably like Joanna Robinson on the Still Watching podcast, but I've heard talk about um, like the way that like into the Spider-Verse like taught audiences how to understand and like mentally deal with like multiverses and what that can do in storytelling. And so talking about like, Oh, Marvel going forward, if they do the multiverses, audiences are intellectually ready for that because they loved into the spider verse and it like primed them to understand this type of storytelling. So I never had really thought about that until I'm watching Zack Snyder's Justice League and I don't know any of these characters and so I'm like overwhelmed by trying to figure out who these people are and I'm like overwhelmed by the plot Mm -hmm. but once I realized that Steppenwolf was doing this like go through the galaxy and collect the Infinity Stones thing I was like oh I get it that's amazing I know this guy I know what he's (laughs) doing like I don't have to be overwhelmed by the plot anymore because I have been taught what this plot is (laughs) by Marvel (laughs) that it is so uh, it's that's the one thing Marvel taught is that uh Another thing that's funny that you say that because I think patience, like what this movie did was throw everything at you. Let's just throw everything at you. And I think they do a really good job because like they introduce the characters slowly. Mm-hmm. They they introduce the intricacies of like all the different levels of like how the plot works and they do it pretty slowly. But I mean, jumping into this from nothing, I I mean, I even put it oh. on Twitter. I was like, I am. Yes. Overwhelmed. <laughs> it was so much. And, and I got the, little sweats running down my forehead <laughs> trying to watch this movie. Because <laughs> Look at the little things that like Marvel decided to slow down and be like, let's just build these people. When they're like, I could imagine like DC, in my opinion, I'm not saying that they do this, but I could imagine them using a, their equivalent Avengers uh, symbol a long time ago. Let's like, let's throw it to them on the first movie. Whereas Marvel was like, hold on. We have to wait to use this special thing. How many years down the years and like years down the road? Because they're like, maybe we don't use it in this one, but when it when we use it, it's going. We'll to know when it. to drop it, and they just it'll make sense. Bingo! They're like, not yet. Let's keep this moving. Whereas I don't know if DC knows how to be like, okay, some movies are going to be slow because we're building something. We need to build a thing. They don't have a Feige. They clearly don't have a Feige. That's why these movies are so chaotic so and, and true, just all over the place. They don't so have true. this this master brain that has this shit mapped out. Because if they did, we would not be in the situation that we're in right now. No, and I guarantee, like, the Russo brothers aren't like, oh, but wait till you see our five-hour cut of Infinity. Like, no. We've showed you everything we wanted to show you perfectly. We don't have some master cut that's like, oh, but watch. It's like the... The Marvel, Marvel, Kevin Feige wouldn't let that happen. If he saw it and it was crap, he'd be like, it's not really, mm-hmm. we're just not releasing them. It's just not going to happen. But they released it anyway, and then they have to release this four-hour cut. It's in shambles. Whatever happens with this movie, the DC, that this cinematic universe is in shambles behind the scenes. Where do you go mm-hmm. now? What do you do when you don't even know if you're going to get, you're going to have to have, like they said, Wonder Woman might not even be a continuation of this movie. 
nothing's going to be like a bunch of them aren't going to even be connected to what you saw in this movie. That's a shamble of a, of a universe. I think that that would be a mistake after the success, the relative success of this movie. Because, I mean, I had never, ever thought for five seconds about going back and revisiting these Batman and Superman movies. And now I'm going to probably whether they decide to continue it or not. So, Mm -hmm. like, if you're trying to have people trust your storytelling, you clear somebody around there has somewhat of a vision. Like, I don't know if I exactly want Zack Snyder to have, like, no constraints. Because, like, I do not need to see the life and times of a fucking sesame seed. But, okay. (laughs) Are you sure? <laughs> now, have you guys heard anything different about like anybody else heard something that said they're going to try to connect it to this or, or that? Because I heard it's already like Patty Jenkins is like, no, our movie's not going to be connected to that at all. Yeah, I mean, the, it's just so like nobody's no. like playing together. They're all in the playpen, you know, just yes. but they're doing their own thing. And I think, you know, with Marvel, like they just and I hate. Like I, and this is nothing to do with you guys or anything, but I just I can't compare the two because they're just so You're right. You're right. Different. I know they're comic. They're based off of comic books. I get that, but like, but they're two different comic universes completely. That's true. You're <laughs> mm-hmm. right. You're right. Yes. Yeah. And so like, I want DC to to be successful for doing for doing its own thing though. I don't want it to like have to catch up with Marvel, which it feels like it had to do, you know, with BVS. BVS was just so like jam-packed to the to the brim with trying to be like we got to get the Avengers like a level, you know, yeah. thing going. And but anyway, like what I was saying is yeah, like it just seems like the movies they want to pick apart what they liked from a previous movie and make that work and then everything else they put to the side. I mean, it sucks because you're supposed to have this like connected universe, the DCEU, but then they want to like go back and say, well, I mean, technically this one is just kind of like on its own, you know, cause like suicide squad and birds of prey. I mean, people like to say it's kind of a sequel. Well, I've never seen suicide squad and I love birds of prey. So yeah. And, and so like, it's, it's just, it, it sucks because if you have like any kind of like OCD when it mm-hmm. comes to your franchises, you can't, you, you just can't look at this and be like, oh yeah, this is, this is what it should be. No, I mean, it's just, it's not. And so maybe we can get on the right track and have BVS and then this happening Justice League. We, we're going to get the Suicide Squad with James Gunn. I mean, it all, it just all depends on how the perception or the reception is uh, received by the mass. And I guess we just got to go from there. Erase some stuff if you have to, but just like make something happen here because this one obviously is doing really well in terms of the fans, you know, critics aside, but you got, you got a lot of fans that are in love with this film. And and I think for me, I'm. This is way more likely for me, other than Aquaman, for me to watch whatever DC puts out next. Like, what they do next, I'm very, like, maybe they'll connect. Like you said, I'm pushing for them because here's what I do want. I want Marvel to have competition. I want there to be a lot of different things you can watch where it's just not one massive conglomerate that just owns everything. And they have the run of the, no, I need someone else there where it's just like, Ooh, this is coming out this month. And then next month, this is coming out. 
I need that. I can't just sit here and wait for two years for Marvel to put out something because they're the only good superhero. I can't do that. And I think this mm-hmm. is their chance. You're right. Patty Jenkins, I have no question that she is going to, whatever happened with 1984, I think she's going re- she's gonna to rebound right back up. No question. I have no worries about them. I'm worried about all the other ones. Affleck's gone. He's not coming back. He said he's coming back for Flash. And then that's, they're going to explain why he's not there anymore. I'm like, I don't want to see, what kind of bullcrap is this? We're going to get another Batman? I'm really just concerned with the fact that I think that they're going to use Flashpoint to reboot everything. And I don't know that that's a good idea. I really don't. Really? It's not. You said, Amanda, Amanda, you were saying that you're okay with Ben Affleck leaving? No, not leaving, no. (laughs) I, like, I, like I said, I'm, I'm a fan of the Batfleck and he is my favorite Bruce Wayne. Not my favorite Batman, but I just I just love this casting of this group for the Justice League that I just mm-hmm. want to see more of it. And then after watching this film, like I'm jonesing for more. Like I don't want this universe, this collaboration of actors together and the stories that they've now created for some of these. Because, you know, we did not have the backstory for Cyborg and for The Flash. They have not had their indiv- mm-hmm. individual movies yet. So I was so excited to get their stories or get to know them a little bit better in this film that I'm like mm-hmm. even more amped. Like I, now I don't want it to end when before the Snyder cut was released, I was just like the DC just needs to cut it and just like reboot, like take a breath and just restart it all. And this film has totally flipped the script for me to where I, now I want more. 100%. I feel exactly the That's, same way. I, mm-hmm. do you th- yeah, do y'all think it. there's any it. possibility then? Since like I'm sure a lot of people feel like Amanda does. Does Affleck that's what I was going to just I was I just about so. to say that I hope so too. And I think that I think COVID's going to play a hand in this in a weird way because it's like mm-hmm. we can't get everyone out to the theater. If we had people out in the theater right now for this, this shit's going big. It's probably not going to do. Oh, by the way, Steve, congratulations on the Avatar thing. I forgot to forgot to uh, mention that to you. But I was going to say it's not going to be an Avatar versus Endgame kind of situation. No. Congratulations. I'm giving it to you, man. No. Covered <laughs> for that. Yeah, man. And it's like... <laughs> I was pissed. Fucking COVID. It's just fucked Jesus everyone. Karen. God damn it. I yeah, knew. You know, but it's like, you know, props. Props to him, I guess. And, and, and you know, for the people that really did, like... I'm going to go off on a tangent. I don't want to, but for the people that were really pushing for avatar to do that, Hey, congratulations. You got it. You know, it's, I have a feeling we're going to just do it. It's going to be yeah, like leapfrog. Sure. Yeah. It's going to go back. It's going to go forth. back and but forth. Back and forth yeah. What I was saying is we're not going to get that kind of reception because of COVID right now, whether they, maybe they do a re-release in the theater, which I think a lot of people would go to see it. I think that that opportunity mm-hmm. is a little bit lost. So what I'm saying I is I don't know how much money that they're getting from the HBO subscriptions, the HBO Max subscriptions. I don't know how they're paying out their actors like that, but I think money fucking talks big time, mm-hmm. you know? And, and yes, the, the, the word of mouth is obviously going to yeah. be a big contributing factor to this in this particular situation now that we have COVID, but will the money talk enough to bring them back? Because you make the right amount of money. I don't give a shit who is on top of this or who, who's involved with this. Someone's going to go, you know what? We're onto something here. This is like, be, besides that, they've been stumbling so much. This would be if I was in DC camp and you know and making these decisions, I'd be like, you know what, this is probably the best shot we've ever had of getting things we've back on track. Exactly, we have got back mm-hmm. on track. Let's not stop now. We have so, cracked the code. That is so real. That is so. But how? Do, but how do they do it with Pattinson? They could do the same thing that they did with uh, with Joker, dude. With Joker. It's just a one-off yeah. movie. 
Yeah, just like the Joker. Yep. It's a one-off yep. movie. A different universe, perhaps, but it's you're going to have to treat it just like the Joker. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're right. Good point. Go, good Make point. your sequels to it. Make your whatever. Yeah, you know, like, whereas jo- Joaquin Phoenix was kind of like, ah, I think I'm one and done with it. I don't know exactly where he's at with that right now. Um, I don't think Pattinson... Oh, I forgot about the Joker in this movie. All right, let's... Okay. So, oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's move along. <laughs> oh, I just want to get to all this. we talked about Cyborg yet? <laughs> oh, yeah, every single yeah, yeah. part, I was like, I thought the Joker yeah. was in this thing. <laughs> this is the perfect time to talk <laughs> about Cyborg. Now He's we're like in, right in the middle. We're in part oh. three right now. Mm-hmm. Beloved mother, beloved son. And this is definitely... This is where we get our Barry and Iris scene. Uh, mm-hmm. But we... More importantly, we get a cyborg origin, which was completely devoid in the last one. We had nothing like I think I was so unimpressed with Ray Fisher's character in Justice League just because they just didn't give him anything. Mm-hmm. You bring him back for this one. I want to kind of unpack this part. I know Steve has some opinions about this, but it's like they gave him a chance to shine in this movie. I've heard a lot of people say that he's the heart and soul of this movie. I'm not entirely sure. I agree with that but i kind of can't disagree with it either because they've done so much for him the way that they changed his it wasn't even like they really changed his his uh his persona it's just that they gave him a backstory they gave him reason for yeah they gave him reason for his actions and on top of that they revamped the whole suit which to me was super dope i love what they did with the armor i love that he has the mask now but he was in fact the master plan guy throughout the majority of this movie and it's i think it's fantastic yeah Real quick, did you notice that he walked like a raptor? Yeah, dude, I was going to say. like, the, I noticed it when he goes down and he talks to Diana, when he calls her to that one area, you know, to have that little secret meeting. Yeah. And then he turns around. It's like, dude, you, but he was carrying that satchel with him. And it's like, is that thing weighing you down? Because you are a cyborg. Like, that shouldn't be an issue for you. You're fucking with, like, villains and stuff like that. Nothing. But it was like he had, like, yeah. every book from the that they give you. We have in high school where they would load you up with every big-ass book. And you're just, like, way down mm-hmm. like that. I noticed that. Like, why are you yeah. walking like a raptor? It wasn't continuous. It wasn't throughout the whole movie. But, yes, I did catch that. And the yeah. CGI for his costume, dude. You didn't like it? Drives me bonk. I know. It looked like it wasn't real. It's a superhero. He's a fucking cyborg. I understand, dude, but most of them are CG. A lot of their parts are CGI. You got to give that a little bit of leeway, man. There's only so much they can do. It is a full body CGI outfit. So, I mean, it's not going to look real. I just rewatched Jurassic (laughs) Park, G, and that's a 20. How old movie? I still think there are dinosaurs in that movie. I said, that is a dinosaur. It looks fan. If they can do a dinosaur, G, brother, you can get a, a one-eyed robot man. Yeah, but a dinosaur does not have to have a believable human face. Thank you very much, Melissa. But I, the human side looks fine. And you don't have any real-life reference for how a dinosaur moves. <laughs> we have... The, okay, I would say it's borderline. Is Like, go back to T2. It's right on that level at this point. I'm like, we haven't gone that far. You're saying that, that this is equal just, to T2? I already told you guys I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. <laughs> no, but everybody... It must be me, though, Slaughterhouse, because everyone else seems to think it looked good. I, I think it fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I think it looks fine. I can see what you're talking about, but I I know you're doing the Hudson. It's either this or that. There is no in between. You know what I mean? Here's what I all but no. But the thing is, I did like him. Like when he, I almost jumped off my couch when he 
uh, was at the gravesite, and all of a sudden he started powering up and dipped. I was like, "There we go, brother!" Another great Cameo addition did. to his suit were those mm. jets that he had. Yes, he did Dude. not have that in the first one, no. and that's why I'm not really tripping on like eh, I could pick it apart. I could pick his his CGI apart. I could, I totally could, but like it's just. I'm not hung up on something like that. I'm just like, oh, wow, there's Ray Fisher. There's the cyborg that I wanted to see. I could have given a shit about cyborg in the last one. I thought he was just in the way, to be quite honest he was with forgettable. you. Yeah, it's totally forgettable. And yes, with this very one. Forgettable. Yep. And like with with this one, they like actually show you a visual representation of yes. his abilities. Him like envisioning all the nukes and the bear and the bull fighting I as they're talking that. about the financial I love markets. That, I thought dude. that was a really good way to show the audience kind of <laughs> his perspective. That. It seems crazy to me that they gave all of like someone gave all of that access to like a traumatized teen. <laughs> yeah, his dad put a whole like, he's like, like, it just like, rolled through my mind. I was like, yeah. I'm like, this is, but, I'm like, I hope he grows up the way we all hope he grows up or we're going to have a big old problem. Well, well, like, we're, we're good because he wasn't really, you know, his dad wasn't there all the time. He was raised by his mom who seemed to be like a, a good, compassionate human being. But his pops is yeah, like, hey, look, you know what? Died, so he's probably fucked up. Doctor Stone is like, hey, you, you awake now? You good? All right, <laughs> listen up. Um, I've given you way too much fucking responsibility. I have given you way too much access to everything in the fucking world. By the way, you could pretty much rob any bank. You could pretty much manipulate anything that you want to. Anything you want to, you can start wars, whatever. How old is he? Like 19 at this point? That's yeah, a lot. I couldn't even handle a job at fucking Taco Bell at that age. Too young for the world's nuclear Yeah, I, I couldn't code. even just be trusted with money at Taco Bell when I was working the drive-thru and shit. And they're giving <laughs> fucking, they're giving Victor Stone like yeah. every single responsibility and every single power within his reach, I guess, you know, like just way more than he's prepared for. Uh, that was but a I little bit... Well, I, I was I was a sucker for that. Right. Dude. It, it touched my heart because for me, again, it might be I wrote like, oh, you're writing another movie then. No, in my brain, it was just like he told his son all these things he could do because he's like, you're a mm-hmm. good person. I'm not even worried about he was definitely on the honor system. You can do all. I yeah. I believe you were raised right. Here's all the stuff you could do, but you're not. And then he ends up giving that lady mm-hmm. money. Because he's like, yeah, I know, because mm-hmm. you're my son. You're going to do this good stuff instead of what you could do. And I loved how he was like in the intricacies of everything. He- I just thought it was really well done to be like, let's put him in a normal outfit like his his jacket, because that's how he sees himself still as a good old football mm-hmm. player. In his brain, he's still that kid. And he's just investigating this new world that he's been unle- unleashed in. I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. I thought it was beautiful. I'm certainly not complaining. I do love when he gives when he gives the the mom the money because I mean just in my notes I'm like this is like such extra power for this person to have like it just seems so risky I'm not like mm-hmm. sure about it but then you get this like I do good things even though I'm still grumpy like origin story and I was like okay so like yes. now we know the heart of this character <laughs> like he can be very grumpy but in in the grand scheme of things like the thing he's choosing to do is like a wonderful thing so I mean, if you're going to take four hours to make a movie, give us all of these little details about all of these characters, you know? And you get the precursor to that, to where you hear him getting in trouble from his principal because he changed the grades on one of his classmates. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Card because I did remember what was that. like her, um, like they lost their house or their house burnt down something, mm-hmm. right? How would you expect her to be able to because keep her grades Because the school up? wasn't even going to help right. her out. So he was like, I I'm loved- going to do the right thing and help her out the way <sighs> I can. Yeah, I loved the characterization of 
the woman who raised Victor too, because her kid's in trouble. And she went in there and said, no, my kid's not in trouble. Mm-hmm. Your systematic yeah. failure of children in this That's school beautiful. is in trouble, actually. That was dope. Mm-hmm. That was really. And it I also, I, one thing I don't understand about him, why is he so grumpy? His mom's died. That's a sad thing, but why is he, he so fucking mad? Because like, he's a teen he, boy and his mom is plus, dead. He is and now he's understandable. A robot. Yes, he's got like 85%. That's fine. Cybernetics. He's an overpowered robot. He can't feel his dick. Ooh. I was just going to ah. ask about his dick. Is, is, it, is it an attachment? Can he switch it up if he needs to? That makes sense. I was just like, it seems like he has life going his direction. Seems like things are going well for you. You're never going to die. You're fine. I was going to go all scientific and shit, and I think Kevin just hit it right on the nose. He can't feel his dick. That's it. He hit it right on, right the, on the head. head yeah. so I'd have a problem if I couldn't feel you my dick. Well, for me, <laughs> uh, for me, <laughs> For me, the cyborg being mad at his dad part was a little bit forced, mm-hmm. but yeah. I guess grumpy. I do I get why he's mad. Yeah, I feel like I, they I resolve why- that dad stuff. I, everybody in this movie's got daddy issues, mommy issues. Oh, all of them. I mean, uh, this That's is what how happens. Superheroes are like, born. We could have avoided this whole entire Zack Snyder's Justice League if these people would have gone to therapy. But <laughs> you know, but they it didn't, just so work they could like save that. us, right? Um, but I did love, like, at the end, <laughs> Cyborg putting the putting the tape, the like cassette tape back together, and then that was really the very cool. first thing his dad said was just like, "I'm a father of you, like two times over." And I, I, I might be projecting a little bit, but I felt like Cyborg was just like, "Oh man, you're such a dick for breaking this cassette player." Like, if you would have listened to just three oh. more seconds, you would have just felt so much less grumpy for like three hours. Yeah, extra. no, you're on it. You're, you're <laughs> yes. totally on point with that because he, yeah. you kind of tell like he. That's why he went back and put it back together again. He's like, "I was being a dick. I was a grumpy yeah. dick." And then he hears that and he's just like, "Oh man." Yeah. <laughs> And I love the I love the little thing they do with you know I thought that that box was going to disappear when the dad killed himself, but he's like no he just tagged it. I said that's oh. really smart. And they had set up that science. I love movies that tell that was you really a real cool. Story. I was like, that's really <laughs> cool. Oh my gosh, I want to talk about that because I was like yelling at the screen, like saying, "Why the." Why the fuck is he evaporating? <laughs> like, I was just sitting there like, what is going on? And then, like, for 30 seconds, because, you know, I you know, I forgot that, like, the, mm-hmm. the box mm-hmm. loves heat. You know, like, it takes in that stuff. And so I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck was the yeah, point the of second that? second they're like, he heated nothing. it up. You're like, oh, yeah. For, that is so I dope. That. That's so smart. <laughs> And like my wife, my wife laughed because I was like, "All right, okay, yeah, I'll give you that." Okay. Why did he have to be in the room? Like, I apologize. Like, was the remote connected to the device? <laughs> like, why did he have to actually be in the room to? Flip the yeah. You know what? That's a I, great. I feel point. like there was no reason he That's had to be in point. there. I feel like that was just a moment for emotions. Okay. There was no reason. Thank to you, Kevin. To- Thank you. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, I'm going to give this guy more trauma. Oh, no. Click. Uh-uh. Yeah, he didn't need to be in there. I would have ran around everywhere trying to get away from Steppenwolf before I zapped myself. He's like, look at Victor working shit out. Let right. me go ahead and throw this at him real quick. Man, him getting lasered to pieces was crazy. Yeah. Dude. So look at this. Joe Morton dying in anything. I hate, I hate Joe, Mort- Joe Morton dying, period. So I was like, oh, yep. no. <laughs> And it's cool because he didn't die in the 2017 no, I so. one, I don't think. Yeah, because they had that like scene where he turns into like the comic accurate cyborg. So I thought that was really cool mm-hmm. that they 
It was, yeah, it was direction, a smart move that you know? tagging it. I was like, oh, your dad, even though it turns out he didn't really need to, but the fact that he sacrificed him not to just to say, I want to give you a fighting chance. I don't know if you're going to win, but mm-hmm. I want to give you a side. And with right. this scene, too, it's not like my favorite scene, but like one of my favorite shots in the film and maybe a favorite moment is right before that when the, you know, um, the dad's trying to like, he figures out that it's like a fake breach or whatever, but then he, then like the door opens and his son is like oh, leading yes. the group of the rest of the Justice League. That's my boy. Just, I have yeah. goosebumps right now. My eyes are watering up and then he like sees his son and he's like, it's like just this unspoken moment where I'm like, oh my God, I love this so much. Yeah. I'm crying. Like I'm proud yeah, of like you. It's beautiful. On like a oh, less less emotional and serious note uh when they're like biohazard like breach and they all run out the building i'm like hello that's how pandemic run towards the fire in the building (laughs) like yes i think it was also smart you saw the sheer size of steppenwolf when he walked into the door and bit down i was like jesus that's like that's when i was like that is a Mm -hmm. big dude (laughs) i didn't realize until he bent into the the room i was like oh that's and at right. that point, I still thought he was a threat. At that point, I was like, "Oh, look how big he is, and also a threat." And then you know, Superman happens. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. Maybe maybe it is just just me, but like, I understand why why he like evaporated himself. Cause he's like, "I'm not going to get true. out of this alive." Seeing that, but wasn't there a table in the middle him, of the room? You know? Just go run around the table comically. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going. Just do that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, Melissa. Yeah, which way? <laughs> Fucking Steve. God damn it, Steve. That's, That's great. In the middle. I love Shoot, it. I ain't gonna evaporate myself, G. That's one thing I'm not doing. Stephen Wolf better not get smart and crawl Dude, under the table, table and get me. Superman. Listen, horns I'm like y'all, <laughs> and I'll be screaming, being like, "Y'all resurrect Superman yet?" I'll just keep on running. <laughs> God damn it! That's good. Shoot. I really wish we would have gotten that scene, man. Listen, listen. But you know, I think that's what we're getting. Awesome. It's, it's the extra twenty minutes, and that's, that's the sucky part. Like now that Ray, yeah. uh, that Fisher's out of the period. He's not doing any more movies. He's well, again, gone. money talks. But I think something happened. Didn't yeah. something like I mean, happen? Yeah. Happen yeah, with that whole circumstance. Um, they still have an investigation going on with. Oh boy, what? happened during the whole reshoots with Whedon and all that. So, I mean, and he's called out uh, Walter Hamada, who is the head of DC, I do believe. So, oh, it's I over. do not Never see mind. him doing <laughs> yeah, anything that's not with them for a it, while. It certainly looks Ooh, that way. I mean, I, I would like to stay optimistic and think that they could get past it for the sake of the of the dollar, but... And I don't want Ray. I don't want well, reputations are at either. stake, though. Like, and, oh, just, and, you know, you, there's a lot going on, so it's... It seems it's like tough. it's not going to happen, but I have my fingers crossed. I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. And I don't want him to give up the the lawsuit just because I want him in another movie. He that should was- fight his fight. I think he has valid reason for fighting yeah, that fight. fight and fight. it's just a matter of now, how ugly are the suits going to be? Is it going to be something he can legally do now? You Oof. know, I don't know. But uh, it's a shame because w- we should have seen this in the first place. And had we seen this in the first place, yeah. I don't know. I mean. He still right. has a valid case, but it's like, would he have been so um, vocal about it? You know what I mean? Is it something where it's like, you know what? That guy was a fucking dick, but at least I'm getting paid right. And the character is the way it's supposed to be. And I don't know. There's just a lot of like personal decisions, I think, that need to be made that should have been made. 
And he was proud of what Zack Snyder did. He's like, this yeah. is the movie. He's got to be happy see. seeing himself like, on well, screen this weekend and happy. just being like, oh, look at me looking all dope like that. Totally. You know, look at me looking like a yeah, weak like, saw <laughs> CGI robot. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but like, if I had to name, if I had to pick a protagonist of this movie, like it yeah. is him. It's Victor. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. You're totally right. If I had to pick a like in okay before we go because we're at the stage four right we're going to part four before we continue if each one of you could list your favorite character in this movie from worst or from bad your favorite to worst oh jesus Damn. you're making me think just, this is going to take like 20 minutes of the show i think all of y'all are gonna have the same um, favorite, probably okay i'll just uh, it's gonna come down to three because I really liked Ray Fisher's arc on this one. We've already talked about that. We've explained, I've explained why. And I think we all kind of agree why we like him in this movie. But that said, the comparison between Batman and Superman in this one versus the justice league is like leagues. They're just so different. And I love how dark they went with Batman. He is my favorite DC Batman. uh, Affleck is. And the line. Okay. At the end of this movie, for me, even though, yes, it's just it's an F word thrown in. But, Steve, I think I may have already found my quote of the quote of the year, like like just dope. Out. Well, you know, when he says he's like when he says, he's like, when I kill you and make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. That's dope. I've always wanted to see Superman be real like or excuse me. Everybody has wanted to see this line, hear this line. Yeah. Uh. Because he's a real guy. He's a human. He doesn't have any powers or anything like that. And he's got all this fucking angst and and, and trauma built up. And, you know, and it's like he's yeah. is it I mean, happy people say fuck all the time. It's, I'm not saying that you need to put the F word into a movie to make it better. <laughs> but it just hit so hard when he did that. You know what I mean? And And for me, not just that scene, but I just think that whole like the way that he's played out in this movie, it's it's um. He's a little more stoic. There's not there's not those jokey lines, you know, like when he, uh, oh, I heard I'm bleeding all over. Something's bleeding. I can't remember what he said, but it was just like there was no comic relief in this one. And I don't need comic <laughs> relief with Batman. Do I want to see a dark yeah. vigilante. You know what I mean? So that said, I really love Batman. But what they did with Superman at the end of this movie or towards the end of this movie and uh, especially how he would like like even his script, like the, his lines rather were so terrible. And so choppy in Justice League that at least they they like made it flow. And his and I've never mm-hmm. seen a more badass Superman ever. Like I don't think on you know let's not count like animation and shit like that. But I think as far as just on a live action movie, I've never seen a more badass Superman. And then the whole dark suit just makes it even better for me. So I don't know, man. I feel like it's like a like a three way tie. All three of them at the same level. They're just dope. I just really, really appreciated what was done with each. So character. Wonder Woman's the lowest. Uh, in this movie, for me, she did the like. I loved what they did with her action wise, but like, I just think that the um, the uh, lack. Of, I don't want to say lack of talent, but like, you could just see her acting is inferior to the rest of them in this one. What about you, Kev? I mean, I would. I guess as far as this movie goes, I would have to put. Ray Fisher at the top because they really, they screwed him so bad in the last movie. So much of his character was actually shown in this movie and it was just great mm-hmm. to see. And Lois would be Gal Gadot just cause she, she didn't do much. She fought, but like there wasn't a whole lot of heavy lifting for her to do in this mm-hmm. movie. Uh, Slaughterhouse. I mean, I just have to agree. Like, I already said that I think that Wonder Woman is just kind of like living in her 
existence now, so she doesn't have to do a lot of character development, which is fine because she's the one that got two movies. Um, so that's fine. But as far as like, I will say, I enjoyed this movie. Um, I I liked all the characters. Nothing really in this movie got me like super emotional. Like I don't feel emotionally connected to any of these characters. So if I'm going to put them on a list, it's going to be Cyborg, Victor at the top, because I I like to watch an emotional storyline. So if anybody got me emotional, it's like him working through his issues and trauma. And to be honest, I know you're not going to like this. I think that the next is going to be Aquaman, even though I know he already worked through his shit in a separate movie that apparently maybe exists or maybe doesn't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I think it's him next because I just like to I like to watch people's emotional mm-hmm. arcs. And I think that he had like the next the next one. Okay. Um, I think that the stuff with um, Barry Allen and his dad, I think that stuff could be really interesting if they get into that in like another movie. If he, uh, if I think that it could be really interesting um, for them to actually get into like the criminal justice system. I don't know if like um, a nice, like white man is who I want to like tell that story. I and I forgot any about that major- arc though, that whole, my foot in the door thing. I was like, Oh, I know it's cute. So like maybe he's next. Um, yeah. But like Batman and Superman, like they're both very cool. And like, to be honest, like attractive. Like I think that Ben Affleck is hot in this movie and that feels concerning to me, but okay. So <laughs> I've always thought he was hot, but I'm a little older on a than level you, so. of like <laughs> On a level of like emotions, it's like Victor, Aquaman, Flash. On a level of like, take your shirt off, it's, Henry Cavill, Aquaman, Batman. Oh, you think Aquaman, you think Henry Cavill has a better shirt off body than Aquaman? Oh, 100%. Wow. I mean, I wish he had a little scruff on, but huh. yeah. Plus, I've seen Jason Momoa with his shirt off a lot. So he never wears his I need shirt to get in real some, life. Like, yeah, you get desensitized. Henry Cavill action. <laughs> yeah, Henry Cavill's like a buttoned up dude. You don't normally get to see him run around no clothes. You know, it's interesting. I think. I think Momoa's uh, brother-in-law could steal. Aquaman too. They both have that look. Lenny Kravitz? Yes. No. Okay, yeah. I will put Lenny Kravitz at the top of that I don't list. think that's his brother-in-law. <laughs> it's his... I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, for a 60-year-old person... Like 10. <laughs> dude is 60 and looks amazing. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. It's a, but, okay, so I would... Uh, that's, that's funny. I did not see you putting shirt off Henry Cavill above shirt off um, Momoa. That's a very interesting pick. All right. It's new shoulders. I'm excited. And Cavill right, just got you, that look, man. What's your list? Cavill just has that, like, he is Superman, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, we always say it, Steve. It's always like, well, Christopher Reeve is my Superman, but Cavill's, Cavill's fucking dope. I just oh, wish that they, but we have to have a conversation no, 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 about I'm, that see, a Because now you're already going to, like, he's better. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. No, no, no. Not Reeve. We have a new conversation, but we'll talk about it later. Fair enough. I see a new Superman coming up. For me, but I'm looking. I'm like, oh no, uh, the lowest in suit. I was like, oh, he kind of does look like. Okay, Superman. all right, all right. Let's talk about that dude for just a quick second, because here's the deal with him. Why I, he's, I really like him in in Lois and Superman. I don't know if you guys have seen this at all, but um, check it out. Pay attention to this. So he's a pretty normal sized guy, and if you look at like Supergirl when he first appeared, I think it was Supergirl. He looks scrawny. Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't like him in the first place. He wasn't a convincing Superman to me. So I start watching Lois and uh, Superman or Superman and Lois, and right off the bat, he walks in and he's all yoked up, right? But what they Mm -hmm. didn't do with him, which they did with Homelander in The Boys, is they make 
something fill out here where it looks real. What we're getting with this Superman is like a, do you know what I'm saying? Like he's that's true. You know, he's like, he has a suit on. You know, he can like, go down. He has a suit. a suit on. It's true. So that to me, that's a flaw. But he's still a great Superman. I, I'm actually really enjoying the arc of him being a, a middle-aged guy with kids and trying to with rework his life. Kids. I love that yeah. shit. Just like in Winter Soldier. It's like you're taking these guys, uh, excuse me, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. You're taking these these superheroes out of what they do and just putting them back into a real-life environment and just like, okay, how do I process this shit? Brother Q, what's your list? Uh, I'm going to make it real simple and real quick. Um, I'm going... Batman, Superman, really? Flash. I left out Flash. I feel bad about that. You should feel bad, Dan. Yep. <laughs> um, and the only reason Flash is in there is uh, because of the uh, the last oh, chapter. A, yes. So so fucking. That's all I'm going to say because <laughs> so awesome. we're going to get to it. How about you, Amanda? Um, top three. It's Flash, Cyborg, and Batman. For me, this one. That's a good. So you know what's funny? Flash and Cyborg are killing it. Mm-hmm. They're killing it. And the the other ones, they're kind of like all all the same, just because of... So you're not really into Aquaman either? I've never watched the movie. Oh. So now I feel like I... You don't have to. He goes through the same journey in this movie. (laughs) I'm convinced. Maybe (laughs) I'm saving myself. (laughs) I'm just going to say this. There is an octopus playing bongos. Okay, I'm not going to say that I didn't eat an edible and watch Aquaman. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's all. That's, and you don't need to say another word. I totally I get you. <laughs> but now I kind of want to watch it after watching this, where I'm like, yeah, maybe I should just give this Aquaman a chance. Maybe. Um, I think watching it after watching this, you're going to be bummed. Okay. Like really bummed. <laughs> I don't know though. It's but it's all you know. I know I'm not uh, showing you guys fire with this with this uh, analogy, but it's all like subjective. Like you may end up really liking the fucking movie, and it doesn't really matter what anyone else says on this podcast or any other podcast. It's like, what does it mean to you? And I've had like my son fucking loves Aquaman. We've had long conversations so about does my this. Son. And, uh, I have withheld money from him when he's asked for it because of his decisions. However, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I I can't like argue with i mean i guess i could argue with him but like he likes it for the reasons he likes it that's it that's all you can do and i would say watch cherry first though okay (laughs) yeah i'd agree with you on that all right what's next brother dan all right so where are we at we're at uh chapter four now right and this one's called change machine now for me this is where the movie it's been fine the whole time but this is where it starts to become the shit for me I'm realizing oh, the more I talk about this movie, I just love. You love that's, I love that's what I'm thinking. You re- you like this movie a lot. I really really love this that's fucking movie. Funny dude. Now I'm because t- I talk myself backwards. Why are you liking it now? I'm disliking it more. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, the more I'm getting holes in it, I'm like, eh, it, I could have not watched it. But go on, please. All right. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna like just take the floor. I just really all it is is what did you like about this movie? What didn't? Excuse me about this part. What sticks out to you? For me, it's gonna be. Like some of the lines that were used in it, like when they're explaining things and uh, and um, I can't remember exactly where it was, but uh, Flash is like, okay, yeah, aliens, bad guy, sword lady. He's got to get back in there and fight, you know? I when thought that was really When he taps her, her sword, and she's like diving to get it, it looks so cool. It is so amazing. Yeah, Quicksilver did it too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, dude, is that they did a Quicksilver thing, but I think they did it. <laughs> I'm not going to say better. They just, they incorporated, incorporated it very well, I particularly in this scene. As well as the hot dog scene. Like they just did something with that where it does, again, like you said, Steve, I can't even talk right now. Like you said, Steve, it actually, like it validates 
and gives like explanation as to how powerful he actually is. Yeah. You know, and this is where the flash really starts to do his shit. So I, I like this whole change machine. I like the explanation of, of like what it is, why they call it a change machine. There's something they say, like if, um, if a house goes, if a house catches on fire and it just becomes smoke, the elements are still the same. It's just now smoke elements versus the house, something like that. But yeah, it's, it's that theory with the yeah, creamer and the coffee. Exactly you can't undo about. it, but this thing can. Ugh. And they're like, reinstate, you say. Mm. Let's yeah. have a round table, and we are all going to say one line. Yeah, <laughs> on, that was... It's like... <laughs> That is one of my least favorite tropes in a movie is when the, when they do the round table and they finish the sentence. It's so fucking stupid. It's really and, yeah. cheesy, but I they didn't do like the finish the sentence in, in the typical way. They did like a, here's a holograph of motherfucking Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that, that the change machine like actual scene that we got there where they're discussing all of that was the best part of that whole part for me i liked how because when they when they opened it up and they just said change machine i was like what, the, what does that mean you know and for it to be like the the title of the part or whatever and it made sense i think that was really cool it, it was kind of badass because you're like oh my gosh like i sometimes i just have this moment where i'm where i kind of take a step back and i'm like look i'm watching a movie with batman wonder woman flash cyborg and like they're all talking about some badass, you know, things and they're going to realize like we need to bring back Superman. And I love that the Flash was like is nobody else going to say it cuz I don't want to say it. You know, like yeah. that was that was really was well done. For That's me. like another one of those things I really feel like they use the Flash to do these like funny lines that like He's not like an audience avatar, but he like with the bat symbol and with like is anybody I don't want to say it. Does anybody want to say it? Like he's saying the things that like if we were there, we would yeah, be like, he's your, he's exactly. the I'm not trying to tell you your business, but I am trying to tell you that we should get Superman. Back. Exactly. Like when, when suit, when Batman threw the, 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 his, his knife at him, his bat knife. And he was looking at it like, Oh my God, it's the bat. Knife. Like it was all of us. Like, no, the best part was whatever, like they're, they show like the, the parademon uh, notebook or whatever, like the drawing, and Flash is like, <laughs> okay. like he's like, or when everybody dips and he's like, oh, we were doing that you know? superhero <laughs> thing. Oh, everybody and that's left. funny because he's fast, and they left. <laughs> they left. He's like, oh crap! Everybody left. <laughs> and what I, what I liked about that too is it kind of puts him into that like childlike thing. Like he's just. He's just busy looking around and like, holy shit, there's the bat signal. He's us Gordon in the movie yes. being like, oh, he's Spider-Man at the tarmac fight in Civil yes. War. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he's I'm just, not he's trying like, to fight you. I'm just trying yeah. to say hi. This is yeah, no pun intended, but he's like, he's like marveling at all of it, you know, so he gets lost <laughs> in it and then, oh shit, they, they kind of left me, didn't he? So he takes off. When in actuality, he has the most, like out of everyone's power, I would take his. No question. Only, well, then again, Superman has his, but he's a little overpowered. But if I had one power to take from somebody, it would be the flashes because he, the the experience they showed of how f- it looks when he's running fast is unlike any. Outside of like the noodle legs and arms, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he'd be throwing it, he'd be listen, throwing it down. Steve listen, would be rocking and rolling with that. I'll be like, man, Steve dipped. <laughs> 
question, uh, real quick. Uh, Steve Hudson versus Steppenwolf. Who wins? Here's what I tell you, Jason. Let me hold on. No, hold on. <laughs> Listen. Let, let, this let's, is how you derail a podcast right here. Let's let's just be real. Hold on. Well, man. we were on the rails. <laughs> <laughs> point. That's a fair Where? point. That's a fair. Yeah. Point. Have you checked the time? Um, it's 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 tough because which Steppenwolf are we talking about? I'd give you the Whedon one. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I'm I'm taking a pound of flesh. I think you could take him. Yeah, I'm taking sure. a pound of flesh. I'm taking a pound of flesh. I might still get my monkey tail whooped. But I'm taking a pound of flesh. <laughs> but he that- has a metal tail. <laughs> Here's the thing. And it's a personal choice because that is an outfit. And did you know the horns were part of his head? <laughs> that metal is close. <laughs> and it started moving. It, did you see how it like cut we'll an arrow? It. it was like click. That's a great idea. Make sure you include a tail in my outfit. <laughs> a front tail and a back tail. And Don't play. a back tail. So he's a... It, do, okay, everybody that's in the comic books... Is he an animal? No, he's not like that at all in the comic books. Oh, he actually mind. looks like a normal human yeah. and the horns Got a are just a helmet. And shit. I did not know that. <laughs> he twirls it. I thought he looked like I thought he was like a legit animal thing. If I was better at my job with this stupid software, I could actually pull up a picture and show everyone the, what he looks like, but I'm afraid I'm gonna hang up on y'all, so I'm not gonna yeah, do don't it. Even right but yeah, that that uh that whole that whole situation like this is the area where Flash was really like he's he's me in this movie. He's just everything is a beautiful thing. He can help. Some I'm gonna of these say people. It. he's downright adorable in this he movie. He's freaking adorable. How did you like that um that yes, wall climber? Oh, let me see. Um, how did you like uh, that? You wall can't really climber? see that. Never mind. Sorry. Oh, what was it called? I forget what he called it, but pretty dope. I mean, nice crawling. Was it a nightcrawl? Nightcrawl. Bat crab. Hey. Bat crab. Nicholson said it best, right? Crab. What wonderful toys he has. What one? Oh, oh, that was. See, that's why he's the best. Yeah. Know? What that wonder, is a fantastic Where does he line. get these? Oh. <laughs> this is okay. So, this is the part of the movie. Okay, so this Martian manhunter person, <laughs> creature. Who knows? Alien? Yes. I don't know. Um. He impersonates Superman's mom to convince Lois to be a so, member of functional society again. Yes? I still don't have any idea. I have to get this out because this is the most baffling thing about this movie. Oh, great. Oh, great. I thought you were going to be like, oh, it's so clear. <laughs> this means this means that this powerful superhero has been around for two extinction level events and decides the first time he's going to show up and do anything he's going to go give a pep talk to lois lane disguised as her would-be mother-in-law i was dying that's laughing true. because i could not and understand that's am i supposed to think that this is a good person or am i supposed to think that this is a villain because like don't impersonate people that's true like even if you use your weird power for good, that doesn't make you like. Like I just don't know how am I supposed to feel about this? Are we chill? Yeah, I was kind of bummed when I found out it wasn't Martha. But there's like two whole movies. There's two whole movies where he should have been like helping do things. Like he should have been saving lives. Or <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like one day Lois and and uh, the mother are going to be talking. Be like, thank you for coming by that one day. And she's going to be like, what the crap are you talking about? Wait, wait what? Like, no, no, no. Remember Wait, when you, you came about? over my apartment? Like, I'm, I'm, I don't know what you're. What do you mean? Yeah, you came over and gave me about the pep talk. 
the most confusing dinner table conversation ever. Because both of them were like, I've never been there. What, what are you talking about? Like, right before Clark came back, remember that part? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Clark's just, Clark's going to be at the other end of the table just going, I don't know. I was dead, so I don't know what you guys are talking about right now. <laughs> For once, I just have to, I don't have to say shit. I hope that Superman is like really testy about being dead and he's like very snarky about it every time so anytime something like that happens he's like well i don't fucking know because i was dead <laughs> when that happened remember that batman no. do you remember that when that happened? i don't remember shit because i was have you ever been dead before dead. i've been dead before i'm not doing the dishes lois i was i dead died <laughs> oh you had a rough day at the planet did you did you fucking die i didn't think so Oh, were you visiting me every day on your coffee break? Because I was dead. Thanks. Appreciate it. Oh, you didn't go to work the whole time? <laughs> and here's the funny part. The dude comes back from the grave and hovers, and the cop reaches for his gun. Well, there's always that guy. What's he going to do? This is such a cop thing to do. They're like, I think we're just going to shoot it. Typical cop. It's like throwing a switchblade at a tank. <laughs> so ridiculous. But yeah, I, I think that that Nightcrawler... <laughs> That tank thing was not as strong as I thought it was until Ray fi- or um uh um uh, Victor. Come on, um Cyborg put Cyborg, his tentacles in. I was like, oh, nice, but it's still kind of a weak sauce machine. He had didn't really do much. Kind of clunky, a little awkward. Yeah, yeah, very clunky, dude. I'm just curious what Batman was doing with that before all this. He's happened. a billionaire. He was just having it preparing, for fun. probably eating dinner in it <laughs> that's his superpower remember he's rich freaking douche just that's right hey how come arthur doesn't think that uh diana can make tea that's really hovering? funny and then she was like do you want tea and he's like no but i will tell you exactly how to make your tea and then she turns around <laughs> and he's making his own tea so weird but that's just kind of <laughs> mean like, to batman <laughs> and i like it <laughs> he is he is <laughs> He, he said, maybe somebody who broods in a cave a for a living isn't the best recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Arthur's always been kind of snarky, but this Jeremy Irons version, I like it because he's almost more like a like a father figure or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, and later, Batman's like, oh, this is Alfred. I work for him. Oh, cute. That is, that is, <laughs> yes, it is. It is. You're right. I like this Alfred. Hmm. We have to like put some attention to the fact that the way that they bring Superman back and the way their ideas are like so different in comparison to the, both movies. Because on one hand, in Justice League 2017, Diana's pissed at Batman mm-hmm. for even considering this shit. Like she's she's downright disgusted right. with him, and it almost puts a wedge in between them. Where in this one, he's down. You know, uh, again, yeah. Well, in this case, though, Cyborg sells it. He sells it to him. Yeah, she's like, we need to do this. I have another question. Is there a reason why Wonder Woman calls Superman Kal-El? I know that that's his real name, but like his motherfucking wife calls him Clark. I feel like you're being presumptuous. Like, don't you don't get to give men pet names if you're not their fiance. Like that shit is so weird to me. Again, she had only known him for maybe like 20 minutes. And she's calling him by yeah. a name that nobody else not even ever his calls mother, him, except for his ho- she's all his fucked, she's all fucked up. Dad in a spaceship is the only person who calls him. All that. right, she's all fucked up though. She hasn't had a solid relationship in over like a hundred years or but something like, like that. And she's you know she's inappropriate. flirty. It's inappropriate. She's got she's got some hormones. Well, she's flirty. She just doesn't know how to, to reach him. 
and trying to use uh, a different yeah. name, trying to be like, well, maybe if I go back to his roots name, you know, like Got Amanda making all the sense over here. <laughs> I know. And that really does. It does make sense, too. And I, it's just like the way that it was like written and the way that that I just I'm sure that you're right. It just wasn't set up like that. The way it was set up made it feel like Wonder Woman felt like she had like mm-hmm. a proprietary relationship with Clark Kent. And that's why she got to use his like other planet given name. And I just thought that was like weird. That she is, was taking some liberties. That is, remember the, I felt like she was. It felt like she was. Remember that was uh, clip of, of, of someone calling Steph Curry Wardell? <laughs> and him looking at people like, who the what? Like, like what are you? Who's? That seems like how Superman should have been. You don't know like, me. She's been like, what? <laughs> why would you be calling me? No one calls me that. <laughs> Call me Clark, G. Just calm down. I think she, because she's a god too, kind of. Well, not too, but she's kind of, I think they're like, we're in a, le- a league of our own. Yeah, so I didn't know if something like that had been established in one of these other movies. It hasn't it seems been. like no. it didn't. It <laughs> no, wasn't. it did not at all. But I assume really. she does that because no. they're both in the same. The only. And technically, they're not in the same league, as later league. on we will see. They are about as they're in a different right. league completely, which shouldn't be the case. But yeah, she's like, yeah, I'll call him Kal-El. I don't even think like uh, Homeboy calls him Clark. Uh, Batman. Yeah, no one else calls him Kal-El. And he almost killed him. No, well, yeah, he, and he almost killed. Yeah. So if anybody could call him Kal El, it should be Batman. Because like, I now am I missing something? I Was there him. ever a point in time in any of the movies where he's like, you know what, call me Kal El, or that's my name? No. I don't know who knew. How did well, he that, find that out? That leads me to name? believe that when Arthur is bringing up all this different information on everybody, like he has information on how you know, like who Barry Allen is and who Diana is and all that, he must have the back info somehow because he's Arthur on Kal El. Alfred, what, what did I say? Arthur? Sorry. I'm actually, I apologize. Arthur, I'm looking at my Aquaman. notes and I saw the word Arthur. Thank you for, for correcting me on that. But no, but I'm just saying like, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about is Alfred. Yeah, maybe that, that's what is going on there. But even then, if it was just like Clark Kent, a.k.a. Kal-El, I'm like, I'm going to go by Clark because that's how I've heard everyone refer to him. So why don't I be like a normal human and call him by the way everyone else is calling him? She's, She's the only woman. one that says Kal-El. Give her a break. Yeah. yeah. Turns out she's about as normal <laughs> as everybody else compared to him, though. <laughs> about as normal. All right. As is there are there any more points to make on part four? Yep. Um. No. This is the part where you find out the stupid right. reason why the box didn't wake up. But we already talked about that. But just, I would like the record to still show that it's still a stupid <laughs> reason. <laughs> That brings us to part five, all the king's horses. What do you guys think of the way that they do this? Are you liking the way that they, I know it's like a really subtle thing and most people probably just like pass by, but do you like how they take like a certain, you know, line from the chapter or whatever and put it in that and it kind of. Oh yeah. I really like that. I love, I love the way that this is broken up. It even has like Mm -hmm. act outs. Like the last line is of each part is like a banger. And then it's like a title card. And then you're like, all right. I'm waiting to hear like the titular line or like whatever. I'm actually very surprised with how seamless it felt mm-hmm. considering that this wasn't originally made to be in parts. Like it's it, such a good it, choice. It almost feels like it almost feels like it was intentional from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And it's just like I just I've never had a lot of Zack Snyder thoughts previously. I do not like Watchmen. Um it's boring and the kind show? Of problematic. 
the, the his movie. Oh, okay. Um, but that's like basically all that I've seen of him. But I so I don't know him as a person. But the fact the fact that it was like, all right, you're gonna get to make your cut of this movie. We're gonna give you countless dollars. Um, you can make it as long as you want. Also, though, it's gonna be on HBO Max because movie theaters aren't happening. And he said, all right, for sure, I'm going to make it an experience that belongs on HBO Max. Like, he wasn't grumpy about it. He didn't say, like, this is a movie. You have to watch the whole thing. He said, people can't sit on their... People can. It's not the most ideal experience to try to pay attention to one thing for four hours with no breaks at home. So he's like, I will cater this experience to you, and we're all going to have a good time. That's true. And I just... Like, I really respect that. I think it's really cool. And because it made me have such a good time. If he would have put that out, if that's how it just would have been, like you are getting six parts, we'll include, I guess we'll include the epilogue with a six part or whatever. But if you would have just done that and said nothing else about it, I wouldn't have questioned it. I think it's actually kind of a cool that idea. That would have been the and best thing. If he would have had it in sections on HBO Max, you could just watch one. Yeah. Be like, oh, snap. But week to week, you know. Next, you probably would have watched four hours. When you're watching it, you can see the breaks in, like if you, if you like click a button to yeah. see like, oh, how much is left? What's going on? It'll show you where those act breaks are oh, going to be. Really so it's like you can click slick. and see how far you have left to go. So it's like, oh, man, I, I'm getting a little antsy. Like how much longer until the, this part's over? And like you can click the button and it'll like show you on the little progress bar, like how much longer till the next part starts. That's that's actually a really cool thing that that's they did really that. But cool. just like on top of all of that, like I'm getting right. back into... I think WandaVision's had a big thing. Like it's really changed my perception of how I'm looking at things now. Cause I, I used to be so into the binge and I love the week to week speculation now. TV. <laughs> I watch bad TV because Definitely. it airs every week. Like, wow. I just love, you know, it just brings that. back that whole, like no one really does this, but the whole like water cooler talk thing, you know, it just, it gives people something to talk about week yeah. to week. It builds up excitement. It makes you wonder what the fuck's going to happen next. Yeah. And that's, Dan with his water cooler tights. Hey, hey, you check out the- Did you happen to catch the game? You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's no, who does that? Have you ever seen anyone hanging out by a water cooler doing this? No. Where did this come from? No. Well, Game of Thrones. I haven't been in an happen. office in Oh god, I forgot what they years. look like. That's true. But like, what is this? No, water I mean that's definitely some kind of like a 50s or 60s slang that where that came from. No, we did it with Game of Thrones. Like if I go to work, you like, got to call it something. I guess Game it's better than locker room talk, but that's a whole other story. You know, they, like, but hey, seriously, yeah. like they. I think that it would have been just fine that way. I personally sat through the movie for four hours and it wasn't easy, but I did it. And I, I think I did take some breaks, of course, but like there's just something to miss now. Like I, I actually really enjoy this week to week thing. It even happened again with Falcon and Winter Soldier. I yes. was like, I, I, I'm totally down with this. It gives me kind of a chance mm-hmm. just to process and 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 draw from it and, and like talk with you guys about this. What do you think is going to happen next? And then seeing how wrong or right we were. That's That's all part of the fun of it. But you can, you know, you can Absolutely. digest this movie either way, and I think that's what's great about it. I do like, like Melissa said, that they did give you those little dots on the timeline, so you can just go, okay, I only got this much more to go. Stop it. Come back to it when I'm comfortable with it. Matter of fact, they should do this more. Maybe they will. Maybe this is like the start of something, but again, you're not going to keep getting all these four-hour movies. It just makes me feel like, and I don't know if this is like... um too nice of like a reading it just makes me feel like zach spice zach snyder was such a good sport about this whole thing <laughs> like Things oh like movie it. theaters are closed it's fine we'll just make it a mini series it's like good. It. um i assume it wasn't exactly that because there is a reason why everybody went crazy and he ended up being able to make this movie in the first place so i wouldn't necessarily call him the best sport but 
as far as like this rollout has been, I'm like, I like it. Yeah, I, I will say this: as soon as Dalia got into that that those problems, he immediately recasted with Tignataro. It wasn't a question. He Wait. took him out of the min- the movie and put him right into a. He put Tignataro in as a replacement. I didn't know he was going to be in this movie. The, no, not in this one. Dalia is going to be in his next oh, movie, oh, uh, Army oh, of okay. the Dead. And he mm-hmm. literally just took him out and be like, we'll just reshoot. Because apparently he has no problem with reshooting. He'll be like, no we'll question. reshoot everything we've done so far. Let's do this again. So I'm like, you know what? He could have been the guy that's just like, I don't care what you say. Guilty, innocent until proven guilty in this country. He didn't do that. He didn't play that game. He's like, no, 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 no. no. We'll get Tignataro. Well, it also brings problems for him. You know what I mean? Because he's Ow. making the conscious decision Ow, to keep though. him in the movie. If he was to do that. Oh, yeah, I it's not like it's just a Delia problem. This becomes a Snyder problem if he allows that to happen. You ain't even. You ain't like, I don't want to fucking line. deal with any of that. Oh, and also, you'll get, even if it's not a problem, you get a bunch of support. Your support is now different than it was before. You have a brand new crew of people. Let's just put it on a whole different scenario, though, Steve. Let's just I don't even know what their relationship is, but let's just say Delia and Snyder were like homies, right? Look, dude, you got to understand, yeah. like, I, I can't do this. You know what I mean? Like, be my friend and understand that I can't do it. Like, I understand where you are, but you got, come on. Don't fucking put me in this situation. I don't think Zach even gave him that conversation. He's just like. You got to definitely live your life in a way that people are not going to think that you are inappropriate with children. Like, it yes. shouldn't be that yes. fucking hard. That's a situation. I wouldn't be surprised if he, Delia got a call from, like, uh, Zack Snyder's manager or something. It's like, yeah, we're not even going to have this conversation. You're just not coming into work tomorrow. If there are two rooms that are empty, but one of them has a sound, and I'm standing in the room that doesn't have the sound, but the other sound that's floating around is pedophilia, pedophile, whatever. I'm going to go in the room. That's <laughs> going into that room. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. And that's, I think, the smart thing. He got someone that you can't say anything bad about. Tignataro is someone no one has anything bad to say about. He's uh, right Taylor down Dane Oh, that's so funny, dude. I love that bit, dude. Do you understand how often I listen to that? Okay, <laughs> anyway, that's a really... That's I did not mean to throw you off there, Hudson. I apologize. Thank you. Thank you very I'm much. I'm impressed. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. So what do we got with part five? All the King's Horses. Now, is Wonder Woman 5,000 years old? That's a line in the movie. Or was that just an exaggeration? She's at least a couple thousand years old in canon. I don't know exactly how old she supposedly is within the DCEU, but yeah, she's supposed to be a couple thousand years old at least. Okay. I caught that five. I'm like, damn, that seems, that seems pretty high, but, and I don't recall ever, like, I don't recall them ever putting like a, a date down or when she was like a child or anything like that. And does, and does her body just stop decide, like, does it decide what age to stop aging at? Yeah, because there are women in Themyscira that are physically older yeah. than her. So how old are they? Exactly. Maybe it's just like a really slow process. So maybe she'll look in her like mid fifties when she's yeah, like. Yeah, it's 10, the baby Yoda thing. Excuse me, Grogu. Oh, fifty-year-old creature that looks like a little baby. And right. Dan, for us older people, uh, the older ones on the on the on the call, do you know who the head uh, like goddess is? Like her her mom is. Do you recognize her? Oh, uh, are you talking about, um, oh, God. Yes. Apparently not. <laughs> I did not know. Dude, she's the girl, she's the woman that was uh, naked at the end of Devil's Advocate. Oh, fuck, dude. That's been so long, I, I, I don't even remember. I didn't know that, because I was like, that's the, that was his co-star? I was like, has it been that long ago Devil's Advocate came out? That's Pacino, right? 
Yes. Yeah, it's been a long time. And uh, Keanu as his advocate. (laughs) (laughs) That would be that movie. That movie is all about whoa and whoa. That's everything he does. Anyway. How you doing? I'm Satan. All right. Honestly, at this point, I'm just bringing out shit that I like and feel free to talk over me. I don't care. But like some of the things that jumped out at me, I like the little thing that they added in where in Justice League, when they're getting ready to go into the base mm-hmm. or into Star Labs, rather, um, mm-hmm. Barry's just there and he's all propped up like this. He's got his beret on. We actually see him making the choice now with with Aquaman. Mm-hmm. He's like, I love hey, that. A or B. <laughs> he's like, let me see P again. Yeah. I just think it's those it's little things like mm-hmm. that that made this movie. <laughs> little things. Just, oh, they actually do have relationships. They do joke around a little bit. They do ask yes. each other's opinion. Yes. Little subtle things like that made this movie for me so much. You know I what I mean? Agree. But then we get in this thing where now Superman is is back. We kind of we kind of glassed over that, but anyway, he's back. And he goes to the Kryptonian ship and he's walking in, in the Kryptonian ship. And then you hear uh, Jor-El start talking to him right now. All these I'm hoping someone gets this. I'm hoping, Kevin, you're going to you're going to be the one that answers this question for me. But like all these little wall pods open up and then like various suits start coming out. And I'm wondering, is this something that's like comic related or what I took from it was like the it was sort of like displaying the evolution of Krypton up to this point? Because it starts off, you have these very bulky, almost like Bioshock looking suits, if that reference means anything to you. And then we eventually get to like the blue Superman suit. So I'm wondering, do you think that this was just like an evolutionary uh, like a history that he was that he was getting as he walked down the hall? Or are these all suits that have been used in prior canon, like, you know, like comics and things like that? I mean, honestly, I just feel like it was an arbitrary decision. Like, they just needed something visual while the voiceover was going. I don't think there was any real rhyme or reason. I mean, of course, they're going to have some of their battle armor. And, of course, they're going to have, you know, some more S on the chest suits. Just because it's, you know, Kal-El, the House of Elves ship, I suppose. But beyond that, I don't think there was any specific reason for it. I think it was just something to be going on in the background. Just wondering. I mean, I like to look for the Easter eggs and I love when people find shit that I completely missed. So I thought I would at least ask that question. Well, I read this article that explained that there's the reason that Zack Snyder put him in the black thing. The black outfit is because the red office, the red outfit represents him taking on the protector of America in the world at large and that he's not ready to take that back on. yet. I was like, oh, I wouldn't have even noticed that. But Zack Snyder's like, yeah, he's not ready to take on that responsibility. Yeah. He doesn't feel like he's Superman yet. He feels like he's still kind of like, okay, I'll put on the black suit, but I'm not wearing that one yet. He's not there yet. So apparently he's still kind of, you know, he just died. So the last time we see him, though, in the epilogue, when he actually goes into the alleyway and does the super, the classic Superman reveal, That's he's still black, wearing the black suit. Yeah. So he's still not there yet. He's just practicing. So like, it was purposeful. For him not to wear the almighty red, I take on the the uh, sins of the world, so to speak. They did the Christ-like son of man thing in front of the... It's, there's a lot, a lot of those little drops, you know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm not prepared to take on the world yet. I'll just be this normal man that saves, you know, whatever. And I didn't even recognize that. I just was randomly reading the article. I was like, oh, I didn't even notice he had the black suit. I just thought it looked dope that he had a black suit on. I mean, I, I thought it was dope, but Zach was like, no, that was on purpose. I can get <laughs> down with that. I can dig it. Yeah. So speaking of armor and suits, okay, again, this is like a comic thing. What the fuck does Batman have on his forearms? Because he's taking the laser beams out of his eyes. 
like it ain't no thing. It is not even burning him on the other side of his gut. Like, is this, this is new, right? This is not something that Batman's had before. No. I know this is well, nerdy I shit. Oh, no, they, uh, yeah, they established that for whatever reason, Alfred was able to. They got do it that. from Atlantis, didn't they? And, okay, it works. But, yeah. Oh, word? No. This is from something else? Yeah, I, I didn't know that it was. Like he said, it got, I think it was from the Atlantis and used it to soup up that armor to absorb the energy or something like that. How do I watch a movie two and a half times and miss it? Okay, I might have missed that part. I could be Uh, wrong, but I thought that's what he said. Because there's a lot of movie. There's a lot of movie. There's there's a lot going on, Dan, so Um, it's okay. That's why we are all putting it together right now. Yeah. The my thought about the Superman voiceover stuff was just like, oh look, all of Superman's character development for this movie is happening in this hallway with this voiceover. Yes. Yes. So there's that. Um one of the things they said yep. was uh the the voice says, Love them, Cal, the way that we loved you. And I'm like, Oh, you're G- it's you're Jesus. That's it. It's Superman's Jesus. always yes. been that way. Uh-huh. Give yeah. you only son. Superman's and all that. always been that though. Yep. Uh, I you love died they... for their sins. Well, yeah. this is my first Superman. <laughs> <laughs> he died and he has risen. <laughs> wow, there really are a lot of parallels, aren't Your there? Your lesson for today. Um, Your sermon for today. But yeah, I loved in that bit too, like you get the voiceovers from like all of his, like his different fathers. You know? Mm, that is cool. I like that. Um, this is also the section where they finally have a plan, which I think is funny because the plan is just like batshit. Um, <clears throat> Cause they need, they need the flash to like run the fastest ever so that he can poke Victor into the synchronicity or whatever. And I'm like, all right, whatever, do your thing. But I like, it sucks when it happens, but like old Barry gets knocked over and he gets injured and like, that sucks but i'm like it's nice in a movie like this when it's like superman and batman and like all these godlike people like that someone is reacting appropriately to injury <laughs> yeah and also how did these random yeah, right. weird yeah. bat people how can they shoot that fast like they could clock how fast he's going but like they can't see that fast Are you talking about the parademons yes they're just shooting everything and hoping for the best but you saw it was like you, a you shot saw him like clocking them. yeah and shooting. I was like, wait a minute. What are we doing? Oh, I don't want to give him that much credit. I think it was a like it was a That's shot. That's a gun. heck of a lucky. Yeah, I mean, it's just like with Space Invaders, you just shoot where they're going to be. <laughs> that's bah, bah, true. Bah, bah, and you just keep going. That's you know? a I, that's him, a heck of a lucky eventually. shot for a, for a for a for a a bat thing. Oh, and I also liked how did you guys like that whole it looks like Batman's kidnapping people because that's what they're drawing back in the in the beginning. They didn't really do a lot with it, though. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, what was that? I don't think he saves lives for 20 years. Then goes and kidnaps eight people. They throw that in, and you would think that they would, like, come back to it. Or, nope. or like, no. oh, no, it wasn't. I think they it was just the did it so that we could give Commissioner Gordon being snarky. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? That might be it. That's true, because I like watching yeah. them. They had to give J.K. Simmons that's something. J.K. Simmons is wonderful. He's Put him in everything. Mom. Every single yeah, thing on Earth sure. put J.K. Simmons in. Then you get the future Adam asking Silas, like, All do you right. think Batman has anything to do with mm-hmm. this? And he's like, uh, no. Not at all. <laughs> Dropped. <laughs> no. No. Right. Was, okay, so, I guess part five. Part is, six. Is this where the big Something is darker. Is like part six. We could go there, because we're, right. guess oh, okay. what? Legit. We're almost done, believe it or not. All right. 
Oh, and then somebody's going to explain to me what that means. <laughs> well, the scene where, Melissa, you were talking about where they were all kind of like going over the plan. That, to me, I again, was having like a moment where I'm like, holy cow, this is like, this is getting me invested in this film again. And um, I love when they're like planning everything together and you see all of like the heroes together, like figuring out what to do. Um, also, Batman is probably like the most badass he's been. And like, I know that some of that stuff we saw in the 2017 Justice League, but damn him and his Batmobile and just like everything, like they showcased the Batmobile so perfectly and just with everything like this is a, this is a man <laughs> dude dressed as a bat, you know, going into <laughs> the a war zone where he's like, I'm going to distract these fuckers. You guys do what you need to do. And like, it he was so much Batman and it was badass. It fucking rocked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was amazing. And thank- Amanda, yes, that is why we were co-hosts, man, because you just, you got me. So, yeah, I was all for it. Like, everything from when they talked about the plan to the end of the chapter, I think was brilliant. Definitely my favorite Batman. It just solidified it. All this extra shit that he did this time just solidified how fucking good the bat. The Ben Affleck Batman is. I don't think I can put it, the Batman up against anyone else, man. Like this is the one for me. I don't know. Like oh. I, I Christian Bale, forget about it. I didn't really care for that one. Robert Pattinson, you were looking forward to that. I still am, but like I'm just saying, so far he is at the top now. It's just there's just the way he looks, everything, his attitude, everything. It's fucking. I great. love the modified voice so much. Like when he puts on the suit and just like that, like that microphone he uses. That it's just badass. And Quentin. Is it me or did they, okay, he was there the last time too, but it was a little bit different this time, right? Yeah. Like it just, I don't know, like every, it definitely seemed like it was clear, you know, like with what he was saying, but it was just brilliant, dude. Like I, you will never hear me bash Ben Affleck's Batman. Why does he need the voice modulator when all of them know that it's Bruce Wayne? Maybe he just forgot to turn it off, man. It's a part of the suit. <laughs> He's got yeah, shit to do, Steve. Vibes. Yeah, bro. Just get with it, Steve. <laughs> I was like, why do you have the voice? I would have asked, but like, bruh, what's up with the voice? I, I know that. you're Bruce Wayne. Or you, you ask Cyborg, you're like, Cyborg, can you just, or Cyborg just turns it off at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that, oh, that would have been, so been great. Awesome. That, that would have been, been fucking so awesome. Dope. All of a sudden, he just, you hear it just go and he like looks down. He's like, oh yeah, that was me. Like, Sorry. I you must have left that on. That's, that was exactly. Like, I couldn't tell what you were saying. Now, what again? <laughs> Dude. That would have been amazing, dude. You know you sound silly talking like that, right? Without your cowl on. <laughs> that would have been so dope. Missed opportunity for sure. That would have won the movie for me. I'm like, oh, it's over. It's a great movie. I have to tell you, if we're on chapter six or part six, that I am so fucking grateful that they took the cornfield scene and actually turned it into something that seemed like real. Like, again, in 2017, when Superman comes back, he says like half sentences for the most part of this whole damn movie. Like, and he's just terrible yeah. and it feels like it's just like phoned in yes. and it feels like Cavill isn't really a good actor to me in that. And with this one, he actually had, it made sense. You know what I mean? But the thing that, and if you haven't seen it with Melissa, you have not, there's a scene where he's talking <laughs> to Lois in the cornfield and I forget exactly what she tells him, but it's something like, you know, don't ever leave me again or something to that effect. And he goes, yes, ma'am. And it just, it's like, it pulled me out of it so bad. Every single time I watch that movie, that's the worst line ever. 
And he actually does something with his time. He actually has a like thoughts of like, you know, I, I, I'm not done. This is my second chance. I have to go back and do this. And it just made so much more sense that they did that. And again, that was already filmed from what I understand. So I have no idea why Joss Whedon wanted to go and just completely change it. It just makes no sense to me other than the established flex that we've already talked about. Oh, you know, another corny line that worked on me, super corny. I could have even mouthed it. But when he was just like, uh, he said, he's like, my mother loved it here. And he thought, he's like, I loved it here too. I was like, oh, you're remembering. I don't know why that worked on me. I was like, oh, he's like, I liked it here too. I said, Superman's about to be back from the Disney. Who doesn't love Kansas? <laughs> <laughs> When he goes back to meet up with his friends, I just like in my notes, it's just like, oh, so Soups is just uh, better now. I guess we're not going to talk about that time. He just recently tried to kill all of us. Like, Uh it's not that I want it's not that I needed there to be like more time added to this movie. It's just like I wish somebody would have been like, hey, are you good? Or (laughs) (laughs) I wish I you know what I would have. You are going to try to kill me or you're not going to try. to. They didn't even trip when he showed back up again. Exactly. No, Ned, listen, if somebody tries to kill me, if you show back up to the squad meeting, I'm going to be like, can I get a confirmation that you are straight? <laughs> can I get my lick back? <laughs> For real. Like, we would never be cool again. After the fight we beat Steppenwolf, we'd be walking around and be like, don't forget, don't think I forgot, bro. Don't Superman think is above an apology for an attempted murder. But it wouldn't have been right up Batman's alley to be like, I still have to take you out. And him and Superman be like, I totally understand. Like something like that where he's just like, I still got to take you down. Because what you did today was, or what if you did the other day, I can't let you just walk around like that. We're going to need to have some Sokovia Accord situations with you here, Superman. <laughs> Seriously. you can't be trusted. Be like, remember that time I almost killed you? Might happen again, homie. Don't trip. Don't even you trip. never know. <laughs> I know. And this time I know your mama's name already. <laughs> I don't even know why I never even thought of that. We were just talking about it. It's like no one at any point in time, even if it was just like, say, Barry and Aquaman, like, hey, is this good? Is he cool? Like, should we should you we good? approach this guy or let him do his thing? Should we be on guard? Nothing. They just were like, cool. Yay. Also, Aquaman is not scary. Like what? What? Like he what is his thing? surfs in the air on the body of a parademon, though, and it is so dumb and I love it so <laughs> much oh, because like, at one point i was like can aquaman fly i'm really confused like i thought that he was a sea creature but then he's just like swag surfing on a whole parademon so i was like okay and then he comes out of the building and he like flips his head yeah they did that a little differently too quentin did you catch that like they gave him a little yep, more broiness in 2017 than they did this time i was almost yep. like like there's certain things that like, like oh maybe they should have left it the same i know it was exactly what you know it's like a, it's a broy hair flip thing but for some reason that scene worked and when they changed it in this one i'm like oh you should have left it in it worked bro they did the <laughs> my man still when he caught him my man i was like well that's all Even i need from him different no. to me and i don't know if i'm just in my head about that but i know he said the line my man but it just it didn't feel the same it didn't hit the same and it oh, also dude, it felt douchey but you know what there was a lot of other distraction going on too because if you recall like the background was all this really shitty cgi red and they switched it for yeah. the really shitty cgi dark you know what i mean but like, yeah it was yeah, really dark weird. this time. and also like he is the weakest of the crew like each one of them single-handedly could easily beat up aquaman easily 
I do not think that the Flash could beat up Aquaman. Oh, he does man. not have the balls. Oh, no. He could beat up because he'd hit him about Give a million him a couple times. Years. It he's would have new. to be one of those things where he found the strength in himself to do it. Uh, on the first battle, he's no, probably going to No, because think lose. about it. He could just, like, say, he, say Aquaman beats him up. And then Barry rewinds time and does it again. <laughs> and over and over, ad infinitum. He could just do that over and over He can rewind time? Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened in the end there. That's what he did. Yeah, that's what he did in the movie. She's blown away. <laughs> I mean, I thought that he just went so, so fast. No, he blew around time. Okay, great. That's super cool. Yeah. He's dope. That, that's why he's number three. That's why he's number three for me. I put, I, yeah, me too. I put him on my list too. I just didn't know that he could rewind time. That's why he's my number one, because he saved the day. Oh. He saved the world. Mm-hmm. So much more <laughs> useful. He didn't save just one family. He saved the oh. world. You know. Right? I, I, I think I audibly was just like shouting where I was like, this is so much better than just saving one family in a truck that would technically not actually work because he would have ended up killing yes. the family anyway going at that speed. But Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, how do you hold them all into the like there's no, no way there's gonna be broken, the kids' necks are gonna yeah, be broken. They didn't have seatbelts on either. Not that that would have mattered, but <laughs> Oh, and the I need to ask Ollie, extreme, I forgot yeah. to bring this up when we went through that section. Did y'all all understand what was happening when she said uh alternate universe? Going now on the Kryptonian show. That robot saying that that voice saying you should not do this. This is not a good idea. You're going to create an alternate. Oh right. Yeah, and they're like alternate universe going now. Yeah, going initiated. And I was like, what? Well, they mentioned multiple universes in passing, like at least three times. Yeah. So did what's his face Steppenwolf. Yeah, and I read up on it, and they're like, yeah, that started the universe going. That's what, well, when we talk about the ending, that initiated it. When she said, well, a universe initiated now. That started that up. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch that. I guess, I, guess I, was, I wasn't even listening to what she was saying. I was just like, okay, whatever. But she was like, do not do this. Not a good idea. Don't bring a superhuman monster back from the dead. Terrible idea. And they're like, yeah, we're good. God, if they don't continue this fucking Snyderverse, <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed. So pissed because now I actually want it. I know. Gee, I know. I know. <laughs> See, this is why I feel like they should have made this movie a little bit more self-contained. Oh, but he wanted to say so much because he wanted to be like, now there's a multiverse because you initiated as soon as you brought this insane person back that's going to try to kill you guys. You initiated a multiverse. And now he cannot, well, he, you never know what WB might say. We'll continue it. Ray Fisher's out. Ray Fisher's out. Unless a Snyder has so much pull that he's like, drop the lawsuit, get into the movie. And I don't think he has that kind of pull. Or if he wins the lawsuit and the head guy at Warner mm-hmm. Brothers and he's the one that told Snyder to, he couldn't do I'm it to our movies. So he's the one who started this all in the first place. So. Maybe they just need to <laughs> remove that cat, put someone else in. Problem solved. Yes, like other direct. What other directors? Have, oh, like uh, um, I would think people like the Russo. Bro- oh, um, uh, our boy Johnny Favs has that kind of pull. If he doesn't like a certain executive, ten bucks says he can get them removed. And I think Zack Snyder might be that guy where he's like, I can now start <laughs> stuff. You guys, this is so doable. It's oh, so dude. doable if they allow it, and I just I can't I can't give up hope on this now because this is the very first time. 
that I have looked at mm-hmm. DC movies like this where it's like, just fucking give it to me now because I'm ready. It can happen. Imagine Zack Snyder walking to the office and saying, I want my movies mm-hmm. or I will drop the name of the executive that is saying no. On Twitter. Game, set, match. Everything right. changed. I mean, you should just drop the name anyway. You shouldn't get a reward for it, but okay. Well, I would say that if, if someone told me no and is about to say yes, I'd be like, I won't drop your name if you stop acting crazy. But if you say no, I am gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna have to tell who did all this stuff. And I guarantee they're gonna be like, we'll green light it. We'll green light whatever Zack Snyder wants. Cause he, I mean, he got Day of the Dead or uh, uh, Army of the Dead with a ton of money. A zombie movie greenlit for millions and he got a reshoot of a yep. reshoot of his own movie done. This so is going do down. You watch. You watch. It's going down. I'll make a few calls. Thank you. Use your connections. I'll make a few calls. I'll call so, Ray. I mean, we're getting close to the end of the movie, but is there any other little points you like? Like, there's just little things. Like, I just um, loved yes. how it... Go ahead. <clears throat> when they go... When uh, when Vic finally goes into the unity and he sees, like, the manifestation of his parents mm-hmm. and they're, like, trying to convince him. His mom says, like, calls him, like, oh, my broken boy. Like, they're trying to... Con-. Like, obviously, the manifestation is, like, trying to convince him to stay there I because know. then Dark Side wins. So but he's like, I'm not broken. I'm like... Yeah. You're not broken. You're a good boy. <laughs> and Wonder Woman was concerned if he would be able to handle it inside. And he just kind of gives her that look like, you know, like, I, I, ha- I, I got this. Trust me. And he, he knew yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. Mm. I. He's a good boy. So are we saying that these boxes are sentient? I mean, yeah, they're. Whatever they're whatever the plot needs it to be. <laughs> well, they, they are change I machines. Love, I love that their images when they're, they're being broken molecule. apart um, turned into yeah. Like, that's that's a like better way to witches, put it. Yeah. Which kind of goes into like like old school mythology and so many different yes. stories that we've right. grown up with. But I thought that, that was just a, a really cool visual. Yeah, it was an interesting choice of visual. Good. I like that too. Line of the movie for me though, is when they're talking about destroying the defensive dome in Russia and Wonder Woman's like, so once they tap into the unity, with Barry's help, they'll break through the unity's defenses and Cyborg's like, how's that again? And Barry's like, power, love. His jokes landed so good. Oddly enough, my, my quote of the movie, oddly enough, as even though I complained about the fight, is um, not impressed. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that was I was really good. hype about that because I was like, oh, shit, our good boy Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that I love the fact that it looks like they lost. Like when it does mm-hmm. like synchronize or whatever. Yes. I'm sitting there, like, they did lose. Yeah, that I'm was sitting such there, a like, great part. You know, like what the fu- like what's going to happen? And so like. Then we get that scene, which Melissa, I'm really curious. What did you think was happening? I guess when uh, Flash was "quote unquote" going back in time. What, like, I want to know what your perspective of the situation was. Um, like I just thought that like they were wrong about how much time yeah. they had. No, no, no. They weren't clear about it. <laughs> right. Make no mistake. They were not clear about. You would have to really be. And watching. then he was yeah. just like, "I'm super very fast enough." And we're going to make it anyway. But. Well, that was another thing. They mentioned him messing up time and passing again. Mm -hmm. Like, 
they they mention a lot of important things that you wouldn't just necessarily get. Yeah, and it's like I feel like I will probably see all of the seeds for this if I watch the movie again because it's like every time it gets easier to watch every time. And I like instinctive my instinct would be to be like I shouldn't have to watch your movie a bunch of times to like get it, but like I was willing to do it for tenant, so like okay. Oh wow. Yeah. This I'll just watch much, that Justice League better, every time. That's true. This is way better than Tenet. I will say that. But we have we had like the uh the seed per se planted when uh they were on the ship trying to get the like trying to touch the cube um or Flash was trying to touch the cube to the point where the cube went into the water and he realized that uh he was too late to get it and so he Sped like brought up. it yeah, he brought it up again, you know? And I, I felt just... like that was Bringing back time or whatever. So there's two. There's two. So probably I just wasn't aware that like time manipulation was even on the table. So I just these yeah. all these like hints and clues just like missed yeah. me. And also, I'm very susceptible to like action sequence fatigue. Yeah. Like if you're mm-hmm. dropping exposition when it's an action sequence, I might miss it because I just can't. Like I do not have the attention span for just straight up action so, scenes. And, and I think the interesting thing also that we have to keep in mind is even though Barry rewound time, in theory that timeline is still existing. They lost. And that timeline yeah, and is and kept and yep. timeline, yeah. So there's yep. so much like that. That's that's what the that that's what the computer voices refer oh, to. Right? <laughs> Because it's like, yes, they lost, and that can that Epilogue. line continues. You're just Epilogue. Oh. You're right. Say more, Amanda. <laughs> no, Say Amanda's more. gonna talk Say us more. through this. Go ahead, Amanda. No, I I love timey wimey stuff. Um <laughs> yeah, so you are correct, Steve, in saying like, yes, in that moment, that timeline, it's now split in my head because mm-hmm. of the epilogue, we see what um Cyborg had the vision of when he was first getting the information of what the future would be the end of the world. Yep. Yeah. With wonder woman which dying could, and all that. Yeah. With wonder woman dining, which that was like epic funeral. Um, can I have that please? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Please. Will you guys make sure it's better <laughs> um, than Padme's right? Oh my God. Everything is making so much more sense. Like literally yeah. my notes on the epilogue. I didn't even, I watched the epilogue the second time through, but it just like, I knew it. I, I knew that, Mm-hmm. Whatever I had missed to understand it, I missed it yeah. again. So, like, mm-hmm. I watched it, but I didn't take, like, notes on it the second time because I still didn't know what the fuck was going on. Mm-hmm. But, like, all of the notes for both times I'm watching this epilogue are, are like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what the fuck is going on? And my Harley Quinn would never give half a fuck about this dumb yeah. ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> goodbye, yes. never. Yes. Not one time. Agreed. None of us would. Um, <laughs> none I of know we're... Oh, Another thing... Another thing about the epilogue is that the Joker straight up says to Batman, how many timelines are you going to break? Because Yes, 100%. That's right. So the question is, how many times has he tried to fix things? And has flat- By and the second time watching it, I was thinking that maybe we were experiencing like Batman's like premonition because he says that thing about like having a premonition of Barry White. Or Barry Allen, Barry White. Barry That's Allen, even better, actually. Um, whatever, whatever. <laughs> we all Barry have a premonition of Barry White. Saying the thing about the something uh-huh. darker. And so I was like, oh, Batman has visions. That must be what this is. All right, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But they yeah. weren't clear with the... Next, I'm not going to figure it out. They were not clear with the time. Like, if someone didn't know that Barry could do that, 
you would not have. That's not a. That's a totally normal thing. Like, what the crap is happening right now? So yeah, they didn't make it clear. There's just so Absolutely. much in this movie. Absolutely. Like, and not to like toot my own horn, but I feel like I got pretty up to speed with the Zack Snyder canon just from watching oh, this movie. And like, that's pretty yeah, impressive because there's a lot going on. I feel like there's this is lot. the only thing that I missed. Which feels like a biggie. No, it's, it's not. No, <laughs> considering what you took in, that's a lot. You took in a lot from one movie. That's impressive. Yeah. That's really impressive. I will say, I know we're going to get to the epilogue in just a minute, but I have like a whole thing about it. And obviously, I don't want to take more time than, you know, is necessary. But like I, I have like, like I said, I did the research. Oh, and man. Let's do it. They're doing, they're going to be doing some cool stuff if they do get greenlit. So, Yeah. We could yeah. totally move to the epilogue, but I just we really didn't give any attention to Darkseid, who's supposed to be a humongous part of this movie. And to me, he kind of came off as a, it's not a bad thing, but he came off as like Avengers Thanos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like we, we see that he's a, we see he's a problem, but he really didn't do much. And I really fucking hope that they bring him back because a he looked fantastic, oh, yeah. but he also speaking of Thanos, kind of looked like how, how Thanos looked in the Avengers, where it was like it's not quite uh, what's his name Josh mm-hmm. Brolin. It's not quite Josh Brolin yet, but you can see where they're going with it. I think they're going to do that with him if they bring him back, oh, yeah. where they're going to flesh him out a little bit more, probably have a more significant actor playing him. And it's just a goddamn shame because now that you see him in the flesh, like. Yeah. Bring it. You know what I mean? It looks so fucking awesome. And and I just, again, I just, I fucking love this movie. I haven't even rated this movie yet, but I mm. love the shit out of this movie. And I feel <laughs> oh, so. not, not cheated, but I really, really wish we would have seen yeah. more of Darkseid doing what he does because he's such a problem in this, you know? Oh, exactly. And uh, just a little tidbit for this final, like, fight scene after um, the Flash, you know, reverses time and you see everything rewinding backwards. I love the cinematography in this bit where you see all of the bones in the flesh and everything going back together. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. So dope. I rewound that. God, I'm going to watch it again. It, I'm going to watch this shit yep. again. It was so good. <laughs> For but that was one of my favorite scenes kidding. too. But yeah. And then the final scene where they're all standing together and Barry's looking at Cyborg so like he's justice. in love. <laughs> That's a Although, whole bunch of justice right there. I have a question. This movie isn't about justice. <laughs> Are they just called? <laughs> Not yet. Like it's called Justice League, but I don't think they say the word justice one no. time. <laughs> no. Which that's that's just an that's a that's a funny observation. It's not exactly a nitpick, but I'm just like I I would be interested in some amount of justice. It's like they'll get there eventually. You know, you do see them. You do see him like scouting the location for the Hall of Justice, which I think was a nice touch. Yeah. I would have. I was hoping they were going to do a little more with that, but I mean, oh, with the yep. table and the six yep. and yeah. the room for and that's yeah. in Wayne Manor. I was like, are you getting? Oh, like, is a new it? I didn't know that was Wayne building. Manor. Like, what was it? Yeah, it's Wayne Manor. <laughs> that was Wayne because that was in BVS. I, okay, so okay, I guess I just missed that because BVS was not. I'm not really crazy about it, but. I mean, it makes sense because it does. It has the aesthetic of it, but it's just this is just some whole other spot that he kind of forgot about in Wayne Manor because it's all cobwebbed up and everything. Well, I mean, he just, just he just doesn't live there anymore just mm-hmm. because of all the memories and stuff and like his oh, now his he's like healed, penthouse. He can go back. Well, I think mm-hmm. it's yeah. yes, Melissa. I think it's kind of <laughs> inferred. I think that it's kind of inferred that uh, the Joker had something to do with like destroying Wayne Manor because it does seem mm-hmm. like a little right. burnt down. It had to be so after Wayne. Robin, you know. It had to be after Jason Todd. So, all right, then that's going to bring us to the epilogue. Oh, yeah, epilogue. let's go. 
Quentin, you have the floor. <laughs> so, like, the big thing with it is that, um, obviously, as Amanda was saying, this is definitely an alternate timeline, but it's, like, used as a dream like they did in Batman I'm v shook. Superman. <laughs> and so the big thing is that Superman is the one that obviously um, – I mean, I don't know how much you guys want me to Everything. Like. All of it. Do it. Okay, okay. All Save right, so basically – Basically, the big thing, and uh, Kevin, please let me know if like I'm overstepping because I I don't know like how much you've also looked at because you're pretty well versed in all this stuff. So take the floor whenever you want, um, and Amanda too. But um, in like a draft or script, they were gonna have a thing where Lois Lane and Bruce Wayne were together, and it wasn't really that like fleshed out in this film, but there are hints that maybe this could be a thing as we saw with Lois Lane. Cause we haven't really talked about her too much and I'm okay with that. Cause she was kind of a weak part in this film. Anyway, but like Amy Lois, Adams is so good. Oh, I know they she under, didn't do a lot, but the things her. that she did, I was like my heart. <laughs> um, but she was going to, she had a pregnancy test <gasps> and um, I don't, mm-hmm, did you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's supposed to be Bruce Majeure. Wayne. That's supposed to be. Oh, that's supposed to be Bruce Bruce's Wayne? baby. Maybe I do that's, not think that pregnancy plot lines are cute, so I'm glad that was not there. Yeah. Well, not in this timeline, but in another timeline. In another timeline, Bruce and Lois, like she's pregnant with his kid. So this thing where um, <laughs> Bruce Bruce does this. Look how happy Melissa is. <laughs> What we're supposed to see, in, we all know this. <laughs> what we're supposed to see in Justice League Two, if like it was ever going to happen, is a lot of what we're seeing right now in the epilogue is what Justice League Two is, where Lois is dead. Um, Darkseid kills Lois because of a conflicted Batman. So Steve, yeah, Batman kills, basically gets Lois killed too. That brings um, Superman from the like, uh, basically. To do Darkseid's bidding, and he's like, he and like he gets the anti-life um, inside him, and like he's the embodiment of the anti-life that Darkseid is looking for, and so um, he then kills Aquaman, he then kills Wonder Woman, and uh, that's why Mira and uh, what's his name, Deathstroke, and Joker, and all of them are with Batman and the Flash and Cyborg because. Like they're the last remaining ones, and um, we were we're gonna get this scene where Barry has to go back in time, but they bring the mother boxes back, and that's why you see in that scene in BVS that Barry um, talks to yeah. Bruce, you know, and that's the scene that Bruce was uh-huh. talking about. Um, so what we got was, I think, at the end of Justice League Two, would have been that scene where. Um, uh, Barry talks to Bruce. Bruce takes that information from BVS going into Justice League 2. He he gets killed. And um, they bring in another Batman. They bring in Lois and Our Bruce's... Bat- Lois and Bruce's son becomes Batman in Justice League 3 and all that jazz. And, like, basically the reason why the Joker says how many timelines do you have to create because you don't, you don't want to, like, die is because... The way for them to win is for Bruce Wayne to die. Oh, he has to sacrifice himself in some way. Oh, because he has never done so. That's so good. Um, I love that. This is all that I was reading, and like 
I was. I, see that. I felt bad because my wife is like trying to talk to me about the film, and I'm just on my phone like, looking at this. I'm like, no, I need to know more. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know? And so, like, that's kind of like the cliff notes, if you will, of what Zack Snyder wants to still do. That was his storyboard. Yeah, there was. His, it was okay. every. He had everything mapped out from uh, Man of Steel through Justice League Three or whatever that they were all planning, and like. Justice League 2 was going to be the darkest superhero movie that they ever came up with because oh, of like what we see in the epilogue. Love you know? it. Give it to me. Yes, now. into yeah. my veins. <laughs> All right. So, if yeah. it's okay. Mm. I don't want it to be like that much more. I don't want it to be that much darker than this, to be honest. And it's like darker in content, yes, but like I don't take out my jokes. There are not that many yeah, yeah. jokes in this movie, but they are necessary. They are necessary. <laughs> like, the epilogue, the epilogue sure. is basically the tone of Justice League Two throughout. But we have to have Give Ben Affleck as steampunk Batman. I don't. Can I please yes. have Nobody not else. Jared Leto? Like, oh. <laughs> Look, I was sucks. okay. Real quick, I was fine with him. Really quick, I just want to make sure I understand where you're coming from. I'm sorry to mean to cut you no, off, but I took that whole scene, the whole epilogue, as like a dream sequence because. Bruce wakes up, you know, he snaps out of it, but I like where you're going with that. So am I to believe that this is, that scene is actually, they're more like a, like a, like a rogues gallery, like a motley crew of the, of uh, like a suicide squad almost put together because that's all that's not really suicide squad, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like a bunch of people that are put together in this situation because that's really all they have left to work with. That's all. That's it. So like, so like when, when, when Bruce is having that conversation with the Joker it's they're together, mm-hmm. but he's like, I fucking hate you, but we have to work together mm-hmm. for this. Is that what's going on? Enemies to lovers. That is love you, Melissa. <laughs> but is that what's going on though? Is that what That's, you're saying? So basically Zack Snyder said, this is, this is your peek into what I can get or what you can get. If we bring this, damn it, I love that. That'd be so good. (laughs) Yeah, that I want to see. So, and then I fucking love that they're forced to work together, but they hate. I just love that shit. Oh my god, give it to me. And they're not work. It's not so much that Joker can bring anything to the table, isn't it? Just that I don't need to be fighting you at another front. I need you here, so I do not even have to concentrate (laughs) on you. Yeah, I got to keep your little exactly. Exactly. It's not like you could bring anything to the fight, but I cannot deal with you shooting at me and wondering what's going on with Superman. I don't need that. Yeah, but like we've seen this in a bunch of mo- different settings and movies and stuff like that. I just like yes. that it's these yes. particular characters that are in this situation like that. And of course, Soups is the big threat because he looks scary as fuck when he's carrying that uh, the yeah. the cow mm-hmm. when he's like floating yeah. off camera. So good, dude. That's just. <laughs> Dude, please, please, whoever's listening, I know you're probably not listening to this, but please make this movie. And the reality is, that as soon as Superman lands, it's game over. Yeah, that that's that, game over. He smelled us. He goes, he smells us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he lands, you're going nowhere now. It's over. It's over. And it's and it's cool because he's got the red eyes, and that's supposed to be the anti-life course. Yes, it is, Quentin. Yes, it I mean, is. And so. so right then, Flash has to get and make a brand new um a brand new uh storyline because it's over. Mm-hmm. That storyline's bombed. And why does he have the dope ass armor on? I love that armor. What's going on there? That's, I love that that's armor. his flashpoint armor. Dude! 
Why am I gonna have to watch this movie again? <laughs> I'm, I know it's playing on and get, get in the background during all of this. And I'm like, I uh, really cannot believe. Yeah, and it would be about to end. Right. Yep. <laughs> I, and I'm oh not. I'm, I'm just gonna say this. I know we're gonna rate this thing, and you know, Amanda knows me just from like how I am with these kind of like moments. But this was possibly like from the moment that we get the nightmare kind of like scene in the epilogue with Batman, steampunk Batman mm-hmm. and everything. I'm telling you right now, that was probably the most exciting thing that I've seen on screen of any superhero movie ever for me. So maybe Snyder did it on purpose because when the Justice League was together, all standing mm-hmm. in line, I was like, oh, movie end. And then it was like epilogue. I'm like, okay, we'll get little tidbits and tie things up. And then they did those things. And then we get the, you know, the, the original post credit scene. And then it cuts to this, and I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, I, I was satisfied. I was like, eh, I wouldn't mind wanting more. And then just, like, watching it again and then thinking about it more. And I'm like, I, I need this. It's gonna be- I know this is an alternate timeline, but I want this as well. Yep. I need I'm audio. watching it again as soon as we get off here. I'm just watching that epilogue. I and I also, too. like, uh, I recommend, Dan, watch Flashpoint on uh, HBO Max. The oh, I'm going to start that up. I'm actually going to start watching all the when it happened, I was like, oh, snap! I know the story. I, yeah, I'm not like yeah. like super versed, but I know the story and I'm familiar with it. But like, I, I am planning because on watching ne- all he never knows. Uh, stemming from the conversation we had on another like, podcast. Flash never knows what reality he's going to end up in. He has no clue. He just shows up. He's like, well, what, is this, like, what does this look like today? And so, and that's why he's so silent. He doesn't crack any jokes. No. I mean, obviously, you're not you're not going to be cracking that many jokes, but like he doesn't say a word in that entire yep, scene true. because he's like, I'm just fucking. And I've done. seen like, this he's, before. He's <laughs> doing the Ben Affleck. Exactly. Exactly. I'm done with this. Exactly. I'm done with this. Q's bringing it back. <laughs> now, Steve, I can't let you forget this part. You had strong feelings about the end of this movie with a certain. Why, why am I saying a certain character with Bruce Wayne's CGI? Dude, he looked. But apparently, I didn't know he was not in the same shape that he was when he first did this part. So they had to slim him up. So I can't. No, he did a whole quarantine. You saw how much. That's Jacob what Thomas I was saying. So I can't. Well, no, that, I can't. It was actually from. His, I think it was from his um, alcoholism and. Oh, no. and that's what I thought too. I shouldn't joke about and that. And his bloated, bloated. Yeah, and they slimmed him. Then I'm I, sorry. I was mad at first, but then when Kevin was like, "Oh, he was going through some stuff," so they had to slim him down. I was like, "I feel horrible." <laughs> Now, did everyone notice this? Did everyone notice it was CGI? Because I, I swear didn't. to you, I think I'm pretty good at I that didn't. shit. No, I, I didn't, didn't notice it, and I, I went I knew. and I watched. You, it. Yeah, you saw it right. I too? watched like, it yeah, purposely. I, are we talking about the scene with Marshall? Yes, Hunter? you saw. Yes, yeah, yeah, like, I, like Courtney. <gasps> okay. Courtney and I were both were just like, dude, that something's off <laughs> about this, and like, yeah, it's and it's it's nice because like it. it I'm not making this about just like my my. Um, Personal yeah. life, but when my wife notices something like that, it's just like, oh yeah, you know, like she gets yep. it, then then it's definitely something that you know is. He is just off. looked off. I was looking. I was like, something's wrong. Like his face is not. That's a CGI face. Immediately, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, something's wrong. Yeah, he looked more CGI than Martian Manhunter. No, I'm just kidding. So if yeah. you'd have seen that in another movie, let's just say for the sake of this that you'd have seen that in another movie, you would still say that looks CGI. Oh, for sure. I got to go back and watch it, it again. Like I just didn't catch CGI. it. Oh, dude. And more power oh, to Ben. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, he's, he went through some struggles. So it, you know, but like, we're, we're here for him. 
That's even more why I want him I'm back. I'm still a little pissed about the because... whole Ana de Armas thing, though. Mm. He didn't deserve her. <laughs> Sorry, that's my, that was it. my inner my inner monologue was going off right there. But that's why I want him back as the Batman because I feel like part of all of this stuff that happened at DC with this and the directing and the Batman movie, you can't tell me that didn't play into his struggle, right? Oh, absolutely. Right. So he wants and to he's an that amazing movie director. Really, 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 and it really just bad. makes me bonkers. Oh. You could see how it was affecting him as he was doing interviews. Like he just mm-hmm. looked sad. Well, yeah, the whole uh, there's a whole meme of that shit where it's Hello, or a gift, I guess both of them. Friend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just looking exactly. down and just like he's just I'm done. Glad I missed that gift. <laughs> On a side note, Ben Affleck's a big fella. When he was standing next to Aquaman, I was like, "Oh snap! They're oh, like yeah. the same height." He's no. The thing is, I'm like, I, I sure <laughs> again. I said, I said. <laughs> Dude, mm-hmm. this guy is fucking jacked, and he's like the only human in here. You know, right? Like, he's huge. <laughs> so he he's got he's rich and he has muscles. Mm. Exactly. And but when I think back, I was like, you know what? In Mall Rats, he was super tall. He was. Super I just tall. don't put those two together. How tall do you think yes. he is? Oh, he's like six four. Yeah, right he's, on the money. he's six. He's six four. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's Holy big guy. And the fact is, like, because I big I'm tall. weird. And I'm like, how much how much muscle did he put on and how much did he weigh? The dude was like 230 and he was like 7% body fat. Jeez, God dang. Dude. That's like, I, I, take your shirt off. Uh, <laughs> I'm I, I with still you, think, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think I've ever seen him with his shirt off. Oh, does he have a weird back tattoo? Does he? Melissa, this is not Melissa, you see, you see badass in Batman v Superman. Get the... Yeah. In the ultimate edition, oh yeah, no, it's his. I I did extensive research on that scene too. So, well, y'all do have. I bet you uh, did, honey. You have a shirtless Kamel Nanjiani coming up soon. I'm ready. Oh, he is actually like super tatted up, huh? I never knew that. He's got. It's like a phoenix. He's got a phoenix on his back, and then he's got like a cross situation going on on his like shoulder cap. And I'm not saying they're great tattoos, but but he's doing better now. I've heard. He's doing better. Yeah, for him. So I'm wishing nothing but the best for that man. Yeah, you nothing can't even like that. jokingly hate on someone when they're doing that. I've just always been a Ben Affleck fan. Yeah. I've always, he has never done a movie that I didn't like so well. I'm sure he has. I just can't think of it. But I just didn't like. Jersey Girl. He's good. I like Jersey Girl because Kevin Smith is in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a Kevin Smith junkie. So I. So am I. I'm the a only, sucker. there's only one <laughs> Kevin Smith movie I have not watched and I will not watch it. Yoga Hosers. No, I like that one. What? Tusk? Tusk. No. Really? Amanda, you too? That's a good movie. <laughs> I don't, I, body dysmorphia to that level. Oh, what it's people crazy. described, I don't know if I can do it. Oh, no. It's, Ooh. the reveal is shocking. It's nightmare. No. <laughs> it is shocking. And I love yeah, horror with movies. with you, Amanda. I do not watch body horror. Yeah, I love horror movies. And this and, like, The Human Centipede are not on my list. Yeah, the, I would no. say this one is more un, it's more disturbing than Human Centipede. Like, oh, God. Show, okay, I'm like definitely not watching it now. <laughs> no, it looks like the tusks are coming out of his mouth. It's really weird. You're not oh, selling it, man. Steve. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. Did you like the movie, Quentin? I haven't seen Tusk, dude. Oh, Kevin, have you seen it? I have not seen that one. Oh, bro, y'all got to see that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> any, anything that you make me watch, I've watched, you know? I mean... We're going all the way back to Monster Project. Just for you. Just for you. I mean, I can't believe I'm bringing it up after like three years. Jeez. Hater. A hater. 
All right, I'm at that Martian Manhunter scene at the end. Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm in real time. All right, right I'm away for yeah. It's yeah. I want to see. I want to see your reaction to his face. I do like how he just walked outside and said, "Can I help you?" Right. <laughs> God, like hello. Well, the tones that they put here? on kind of disguise it a little bit because, like, the sun's in the background behind Martian Manhunter, and it kind of kind of works with his face. His face is off the chain. I thought it was just like part of his like stubble and stuff like that, but I I still can't tell that it's CG. Really? Oh, now that it's when, kind of close up at the very yeah. last shot where he's You're like, talking. whoa, it's not horrible to me. It seemed like Martian Manhunter was like really trying to sell the fact that people call him Martian Manhunter. He's like, mm-hmm. and some call me <laughs> who Martian calls Manhunter. you that? I'd be and like, I, who calls they do? you that? They don't call you who that. Are who you? knows you? <laughs> That's <laughs> like where you're like. Some people call me Dragon. You know, like you're just trying to establish. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to make a uh, a nickname happen. I think. You know, Martian <laughs> Manhunter happen. <laughs> he practiced all of that in the mirror. He shows up after all the fighting is done. You're a Martian that hunts men. That's what he I was going to say. I was like, yeah, should I like Martian part thing. of our crew? Yeah. Now my question had, is. Go ahead. <laughs> it's like if he's a Manhunter, is he just referring to like just the male species in general? Or is he talking about, you know, universally, you know, referring to men as a whole, including also females? Because, you know, hmm. just should saying. Amanda and I be worried is the question. Right. Yes, <laughs> or is it just y'all that he's having? <laughs> I think anybody with the name man in their name. Man, so Superman, Batman. So humanity. Well, man is in my name. I'm fucked. Oh, you are fucked. <laughs> oh, no. You guys, I mean, maybe we could get along. I'm hunting men's all the time. <laughs> okay. He's like, you're all okay, not you. <laughs> Melissa's safe, guys. Just so Kevin's you know. Like, Kevin's like, I'm a manhunter too. Funny that. <laughs> I'm going to go hunt me some men's. <laughs> Melissa and manhunter movie. <laughs> That's funny. I'll hunt some That's- man's. <laughs> What y'all doing after this? Going to hunt some mans? I'm going to go hunt this scene of the bat ass. I'll tell you. (laughs) She's going straight to it, too. (laughs) That was fun, then. Well, that was pretty fucking fun. Is there anything that we are... Oh, I got one more question. One more question. If there's anything that you could bring... Sorry, Melissa, I guess I'm sort of excluding you on this one. But if there's something that you could have kept in the movie from the 2017, is there something that you would have? Uh... I can't even think of anything. I tried to when watching this. And I even tried to watch some bits and pieces of, or I did watch bits and pieces of the 2017 um, Justice League. But um, I, no. Did you just say Justice Wing, uh, yeah, she League? Did. She did. That is genius. Very nice. That's that not my idea. Genius. I heard it from somewhere else. So. Oh, she didn't take credit. That's okay. I would have put that shit in like subtitles beautiful. on the video. <laughs> so, but I do have, I got to know. Nobody likes Leto as this I Joker. I loved him. This no, version? No, I loved him. Thank I loved you. Him. I'm, I'm neutral because he's, he's different from Suicide Squad. So yeah, yes, this movie stupid. he pulled back so much. Like he was not as ridiculous as he was in Suicide Squad. We didn't I, have I a think grill. I said it on Twitter. It was I said it on Twitter. Like I feel like he watched the Heath Ledger performance as the Joker and took more of a style from that and brought it into Zack Snyder's Justice League. I got a lot of Jim Carrey off of that. 
I got the some Jim Carrey The character was totally fine. I don't like him as a person. Yeah, I'm with you. So I, I think he's a... No, I agree. Else. I think he's I a douche and a half. And I, I don't even know what he stands for, but I just think he's a douche and a half. But I got to say, I thought it was really cool. Quentin, I do think he did have the grill, actually. I think, I think it is... Oh, he did? Veer into yeah. Harmful. It's the <laughs> like, same... From what I understand, it's the... Or from what I took from it, it's the same Joker from Suicide Squad. But if you'll notice, all the areas where the tattoos used to be, there's like slashes and scars. All, so I think that I makes it even that, darker. Yeah. He actually took that shit off and like, you know, and became more of a Joker. So I, I'd like this performance. I'll be honest with you. I'd like to see more of that. Joker. And I would. I would you know, easily see more. I've so. seen a lot of Joker. I don't know. I mean, I guess it, technically I could do without more Joker and dive into more characters. But since he's there, right. since well, he's existed, yes. since they brought him back, I like what they did with him. And I want to see more of that because he's My fucking with Superman. Jared Leto I mean, with leads Batman. into all of his performances. I just hate him so much. It just it bleeds into everything. Right. Do you just like? Do you hate his roles just because you hate him? Yes. Yeah. I hate him okay. enough. Off I mean, it's, it's fair. It's I was just and asking. I just said that because Steve had already said it, so I knew his answer. Um, I recently watched my so-called life for the first time, and that's like the first Jared Leto. Jordan like, Catalano. He, he plays like a douchey ass character, but it's like super relatable that the girls love him. Like that mm-hmm. was fine, but then when it's like. Oh, to watch like adult Jared Leto do adult Jared Leto things when I know that he's like problematic to people around him. It's just it takes the fun out. That's why I don't like Tom Cruise movies, too, because it's like I know that you think that you're a good person, but you're probably harmful. And like, I just don't feel like it's fun to watch you do things. You know, I don't know. It's like the lines of where anybody decides who's problematic and who they don't want to watch is like so weird. We already talked about it. It is. No, it's totally (laughs) fair. Totally fair. Yep. I mean, if you notice my shirt on video, it's a. What is your shirt? I can't see it. It's too dark now. Uh, yeah, you got shadow. Sun went down. Oh yeah, the sun sun's went down. going it's down, big guy. It says it says smooth criminal. And I was like, oh, a Michael Jackson shirt. <laughs> 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 oh, that's Dan, funny. I want to I want to answer your question real quick. Sure. Um, about the just the Justice League, if you will. Um, the one thing that I, I and I and I definitely I definitely said this already, but bring back Icky Thump just in that scene, and uh, yeah, you got a solid film. <laughs> I was really I felt like there, this question in my yeah this question Check. came up in my head probably around like chapter three part three, and I've since forgotten what the fuck that I was going to say. Yeah, bring this back, but there there are a few things I'll just say that, but it, for the most part. Uh, in closing, I think that this this movie just fucking hits it out of the park. Uh, it is exactly what I want to see from DC from this point going forward. And uh, I guess I'll go ahead and rate it. Um, let's see. Oh, God. Feels like so long ago. <laughs> we know. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think I'm going to go ahead and give Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm gonna give it a you know I'm gonna give it a four out of five. I'll give it a four out of five mother boxes. That's what I'm going with, and I'm probably going low on purpose because I see Steve laughing at me right now. I, I just knew he was gonna be like a seven. <laughs> no, out of dude, five. honestly, it's the like best thing ever I've seen. You, okay, well, if we take it from like two different levels, like as a movie itself, I'm gonna give it a solid four out of five for what it's done, you know. But on the same level, for what it's done, I commend them for it. You know what I mean? So I almost want to go higher in rating just for the fact that they did such a fucking great job in comparison to what we got in 2017. Made me happy. Made me a believer. And you know how I feel about DC. Cool. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Let's go with uh, Kevin. What do you give it? I really enjoyed everything that they did. I still have a few problems with the plot, a few nitpicky things, but 
cons- comparatively to 2017, this is absolutely a thousand times better. I will give it three and a half of Cyborg's scenes being taken out of Joss Whedon's <laughs> version of this movie. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> That's great. Amanda. Oh, I'm going to actually, now my dog has settled down and I've been able to sit down for a minute. I'm going to do something. You need a second? We can go. Oh, I love this movie. I loved it so much and how it turned. Like, I saw the trailer and I was not excited. I was done with the DC. I just wanted them to change everything. This movie has flipped the script for me 100%. So I'm giving this five out of five force majeure pregnancy tests. <laughs> nice. Don't think we didn't notice the dramatic entry, Amanda. I just want to point <laughs> I know, out. Right? Of course. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Melissa, what do you think? Um, I, okay, so I loved my experience of watching this movie and trying to figure out Zack Snyder's vision for DC. Um, and reverse engineering these characters from what I knew about them through osmosis. Um, so th- the project itself, five out of five, had so much fun. I have some issues with the movie. I mean, uh, the the science gets wacky, which is fine. That's a nitpick. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the bank scene we talked about, that's not really a nitpick for me because I do feel pretty strongly against it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give this movie 3.5. Rock hard Superman shoulders. Oh, that worked. They were chiseled, weren't they? All right. The the, the axe went down and said, (laughs) no. Not interested. Not Not having it. Nah, son. (laughs) Q. Um, All right. I'm going to cheat the system a little bit. I'm sorry to do that. Um, But I'm going to give the film overall... Uh, two point five out of five, four three ratio TVs. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> the big thing is, I I will say that this film was great. I would give the first one one out of five, um, just because it it sucked. But I still had some problems with characters. The only saving grace is Batman and Superman, uh, 2.5. That's, that's why I'm going to go with 2.5 out of 5. But my epilogue, the epilogue that we got, a 10 out of 5. 10 <laughs> okay. out of 5. I'm with that. Totally tattoos. that. Definitely with I'm that. I'm like that. obsessed with the fact that I literally, that's your favorite part of the movie. And I was like, I'm so confused. I don't understand <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is going on here. But like, now when you watch it, you're going to be like, that's awesome. I know. I know. I know. How... Did I even watch this movie twice? I mean, I did, but did I? I'm so watching it again right now. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> Steve, you're going to close it out, dude. You're the man. What's your decision? Um, so, uh, this again, this movie didn't suck. It didn't need to be made, but it did not suck. Now, um, one thing, Q did change my mind a little bit, Q and Amanda, because <laughs> in a way, the movie did have to be made because the epilogue. If you're going to have a Flashpoint movie, you have to clue people in. They have to be like, oh, we get what's happening. And this did a better job of cueing it in. And so I'm going to give this movie a 2.5 out of 5 broken Steppenwolf horns. <laughs> That's a good choice. So I'm going to ask you, Steve, did this conversation sway you at all on your ultimate decision of the or like your opinion? Oh, of the it would have been. It was going to be a 2. Okay, so we got a little Ooh. something. We got you up a little yeah, bit. 0.5. 0.5. Yeah, when, when, when Q and Amanda was like, 
uh, what do we do without the Flashpoint? I'm like, absolutely nothing. Give me that, right. Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> it's that real Zodiac magic, baby. That is. <laughs> real Zodiac magic. Well, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm talking to you guys that I'm looking at right now on the screen. Thank you so much for joining us. Like that was a lot of fun. It was it was way more fun than I actually. Well, not that I thought it was not going to be fun, but like we got a lot out of this. Is what I'm saying. I was expecting I to unpack it. Was it be fun, Dan. But I always knew. no, no, no. I hear me it was out. It's be- bad choice of words. I'm just saying <laughs> I got more out of it because I was expecting us just to unpack the movie. But there's been things that have been thrown at me and made me think it through differently. You know what I mean? I like Same. this movie even more than I did when I started talking. So thank all of you for that. You guys did fucking great and it's always a pleasure having you on the show um do you guys want i mean you already did at the top of the show but is there anything you guys want to where you can be reached or anything like that feel free to let us know uh melissa oh yeah um i mentioned the podcast at the top of the show they are wild pretty things and still great bob and i'm on twitter at mellow yellow q Amanda, I guess this one's kind of a dual, dual yeah. thing for you, but well, since still. Since we did it before, I'll say it now. Real Zodiac, you can find us anywhere on the podcast, Facebook, and the Twitters. I still got to meet up with you two, by the way. We should talk about this afterwards. Yeah, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then Kevin. <laughs> Yo, I don't have anything to plug. I'm just on Twitter, M underscore F underscore Ninja. Simple as that. Come talk shit with me. You do it very well, too, by the way, man. I do want to commend you on that. Like, you're one of my favorite shit talkers on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, we actually did it. We actually went longer than the fucking movie itself. So thank you (laughs) so much, uh, Patreon listeners. This is, you guys are getting this first and I just want to say thank you so much for your continued support. You guys are amazing and uh, you just give us life every time you, you comment or just listen or you know hit us with private, me- private messages or anything like that. Five star reviews, the whole thing. Thank you so much for supporting Heroes of Noise. We, we obviously could not do this without you and that's nothing uh, you know, fantastic I just said. But uh, anything, Steve, before we go? I love y'all. I had a great time. We have the best. Here's the thing. dude. Our crew is amazing. Look at this crew. All these beautiful hands. This is our fucking faces. Justice League. And look at the pooch da nooch in the corner. <laughs> little, little pooch. I can see the yeah. petting of the pooch da nooch. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> i see you guys later. Love y'all. Peace. All right. Oh, look at the head of the pooch. Let's see. Oh, that's a good looking dog right there. That is a, <laughs> oh, look at that. He's like, I'm not, not going to be on camera. Thank you. Like, I know. I know I'm, yeah. <laughs> All right, right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Heroes of Noise. Uh, We'll be back before you know it and all of that good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, be good to yourselves and be good to the people around you and blah, 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 blah.